Painkiller Already, episode 530, our guest Filthy Robot. Taylor? This episode of PK is brought to you by Smartmouth and Squarespace. A couple of familiar names. We'll talk more about them later. So, Filthy, I w- I'm interested. Are you still... Last time, after I think we finished the show, we, we, kept, we kept talking, as we often do, and you were like, have you guys seen this shit? I don't remember if it was after the show or at the very end. And then you turned around and you showed like one of those soulless office fronts where it's like the long, uh, the window that has like wire as if someone's going to punch through and it needs to be protected. <laughs> and I was just, it made me so sad. Are you still in that situation or have you escaped? No, I've escaped. Thankfully, I'm, I'm back home. I have Good. fiber now at home. Uh, so, Congrats. Uh, yeah, yeah actually, weirdly, just kind of coincidentally, I signed up for um, Starlink months ago and I got an email like two days ago being like Starlink is coming to your area are you interested and I'm kind of like now I'm torn because I spent like six months getting home from the fucking office I finally have a business fiber connection here that works and has great support for it and now I'm like do I check out Starlink now and go back help to me out is, what is Starlink Star- the Elon Musk like magical yeah. internet cool. yeah magical internet why would you Being change your head yeah I know why would I change but I kind of want to check it out don't it's you want to check it out fiber. is it better no. than fiber I kind of might, might get it as well. It's satellite or something, right? Yeah, but imagine it's like Elon Musk well. satellite. Oh, so a satellite TV that won't in the be delivered. Your, uh, this ain't that back of your yard <laughs> little fucking dish shit. This is fucking Elon Musk. This is the richest man in the world sending you internet from above. This mm-hmm. is this <sighs> is how alien. Fast Presumably, I can use it to tra- the travel to Mars light. directly. Wow. I'm assuming, dude. I'm not even tempted. A, faster than a Doge. Faster the, than a is that the dog? Yeah. Okay. It's the, it's, Dude, it's I, a crypto dog. I don't need the dog on Elon Musk. Link. I am very proud of you know him also being a human. I was going to call him American. I think he is, but he's, he's in South, South, he's Africa. South Africa. But is he American now? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. But I, I he lives in California ownership. or he's Texas ours. or something. He's ours. I'm taking him. And that and, would be and, an awesome thing for America to do. Give out citizenship unrequested to successful <laughs> people and retroactively claim accomplishments in like the hall of america i fucking love taxes. it I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know tesla was american he's never even been shut up queen <laughs> elizabeth <laughs> one of the most beloved american citizens i love that he's out there doing shit it, like even paypal which is kind of just like a cheesy online bank in some ways you know, greased the slides of e-commerce and brought us into the digital age. That you know, was huge. The car. Yeah. He's on Rogan again. Right. I was just actually listening to him before this. I listened to some highlights. And uh, so, so, like, I, I like him, but I'm also very hip to the idea that he just says shit. You know, he just says shit to secure the next round of financing and gather a little more excitement. And, and you can't take. Can we really say that? Can we not? Take a look, a little bit look at the, some of the accomplishments of these companies and the Depends. things they're aiming How to do. How many times has he been to Mars? And how many cyber trucks are on the road? How is the Tesla as a car? Generally considered a fairly impressive feat of engineering. I, feel yeah, like. I see a lot of them now. Dude, I like the Tesla. Uh, well, I like I like. I could nitpick, but but I like what he's doing with Tesla. I love what he's doing with Tesla. Right, like Tesla more than perhaps every other car company combined is moving cars into the electric age. Right, so yeah. that's cool. I like it. Um, I think. People, I, I don't know. I, I, you have to have one to know how good it really is. But so it's cool. I'm glad he's doing that, and that is perhaps his most notable accomplishment. Some people would look at SpaceX landing rockets. I guess like cheaper rockets is great, but it hasn't led to much. But I don't I think know. It's the, it's the reusable part of it that really? people like so much, right? Where it's like that's what cheaper like, is. Yeah, usually you use a lot, and you just Isn't something that a just gets thrown into the Short-term thinking, though. 
Like the idea of not not you, Taylor. So I mean, Woody. Sorry to cut you off entirely. Didn't mean to insult you, Taylor. Back to Woody. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say I think it's cool on Tesla's how uh, isn't the storage part in the front trunk? Yeah, they call it a frunk. Yeah, I like that. I do too. But anyway, back to the argument. (laughs) I, I I feel like we're not even arguing. We're just stressing different parts of the equation. Tesla is great. But I use that line on my wife all the time. We're not arguing, baby. We're just stressing different sides of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> Always goes down well, Woody. So that's a good start. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, he, he reduced like launching things into space by like over thirty percent. Like, like it's it's two thirds the cost of what it was before. Hundreds of dollars. It, that's the least exciting part of, this, of space right? Why he's doing this, right? The idea because if you have if you if you get to be interplanetary, you get to survive extinction extinction level events. That would wipe out your one fucking planet. You don't think that's a worthwhile goal to be no, advancing? Sure, no, you could no. you could you could yell at his market hype. Sure, mm-hmm. but it's a fucking great goal, and I don't see anyone else doing anything like that. Uh, oh, for for this. N- well, other people are talking about it, be doing even less. But um, sure. the idea that we're like surviving an extinction level event by populating Mars, I think, is a silly, silly thought. It, it, even Earth, as a post nuclear fallout place earth as a climate change problem is still closer closer to what humans need than mars is fresh uh sure. it, but, no no no. Well, it depends well, on the the, the time of type of event we're, event we're talking about if we're talking about something like tunguska where it just, it was like a city killer that's not even a thing that's not no, even a thing very, i, I would have heard rare, of it a very rare extinction about uh, the return of dinosaurs that, that's the rock that hit Siberia it's a more and, personal and, like, extinction. and flattened an enormous area. And it was like uh, it, it, like a city killer size uh, asteroid or, or whatever it was that yeah. hit. But if you're talking about something like what took out the dinosaurs, um, what's it called? Um, I can't remember the name of the. Do we, the, do we know uh, a million or 100 percent that it was asteroids? Yeah, 100 percent. We know we know where the asteroid hit. I just didn't know if it was, was it like water we speculate land? this, but it could have it been was both. disease. There's a, you can see Sorry, where Tyler. you can see the uh, the outline of the impact crater. Oh, I wanted. I wish I could remember the name. I just watched a documentary about it. But we um, know that's what killed them all because we like find them in that layer of sediment. Like they all yeah. died at the same time. Because, all right, so so you've got so as you look into the uh, the fossil record, you, you it's like dinosaurs, 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 and then there's this thin layer of like heavy metals or whatever that came no, from the asteroid impact and no more dinosaurs ever based on my understanding of science which is like bad grade high school i think mars don't even don't the, discount the star wars that you watch these days touche yeah <laughs> so but uh, uh the day that comet hits earth or asteroid they're the same thing probably nah well <laughs> It is still closer to human habitable than Mars is right now. Sure, but Woody, tell me the... And you think about it this way, right? We have to start taking steps down that road to ever get to a point where Mars, for example, would be the second home that would survive that, right? Or the second Mm -hmm. settled settled spot. We got to do that. We got to make those steps. You're right. Right now, sure, Mars is not a particularly habitable place. It's It's nowhere near something that we could survive on right now. But that's the importance of doing something like this of starting this because we don't have any protection for right now if that happens we should be starting like with that the moon. like we should be building stuff at the moon first getting our sea legs and then move on to mars that's what, what i think to make a side moon project because he so, can do that way faster so what the way i look at it i i do like the idea of just going to mars and putting a man's footprints on on the planet i love that idea i i would 
as as down on the United States as I am these days, I would like it to be an American boot. You know? like, China. I, based on the Woody plan, they'll be American the second they step off the spaceship. Is there you go. There you go. Shut up, filthy. So, so I, 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 I think Mal, yeah, Mal is going to be is now an American citizen. <laughs> I'd love to see that, but but I think what's more important to look at is like all of the technologies that will come along from um, you know the the effort to get there. Like 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 with the the initial space race and the moon landings and landings and stuff, we got everything from like Velcro to all sorts of freeze dried foods to like. Teflon, like, like, like lots and lots of technologies were developed for that. And then they trickled down into the uh, consumer space and, and just really pumped up our economy for decades to come. You know, a big part of like so American thinking, technocracy like, is was based on the space race. And it still is to some extent. And I think another reality porn six months. I, I don't know about VR in your cabin. I, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that like the effort to get to Mars, especially if, if Elon could get more federal funding lately, like, like, I say turn on the fucking money faucet for the guy. Like, let's see what he can do. Uh, the thing that really got me on his side was watching that little documentary about him when uh, he was like trying to get the reusable rockets to work. And they finally got him to work. And he he's, he's like openly weeping, like watching his rocket land because it was one of the I don't remember the the numbers, but it was like he had failed over and over and like every time he was failing, it was costing him like 20 or $40 million. And I mean, he had a lot of money, but you can't lose 20 or 50, $40 million every two months indefinitely. You, you can't can just, now, but at the time he, he can probably now. couldn't. Yeah. At the time he couldn't quite, quite manage that. And it was like, all right, we can do this maybe one or two more times after this. Let's hope this, fucking works and it worked and he's just like openly crying just just so happy like it's clearly like not just a business venture for the guy it's a passion project what's the I, documentary called i don't know if you uh, if you searched elon musk documentary you'd find it i uh yeah I, earth is better because elon musk is on it by and large right you can nitpick but it, it on the whole it, earth is better because elon musk is here and maybe the hype and disingenuous salesmanship is just the only way to do this. You know, the only way to fucking sell Tesla threes and secure another round of financing in today's world is to pitch an imaginary cyber truck and not deliver. Maybe. They could still deliver. They could. Um, and when's it due? And when, how about that semi? Didn't, wasn't the semi from uh, like... Era. Uh, He's been shipping those semis like that. It will look nothing like what it what was initially proposed. He did. He said it'll be a shit and stupid and it won't live up to the hype. You know, look, look, here's my thoughts on what Matt Ferris said. I think that Matt doesn't like electric cars. I think that I think that he'll tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, they're not. They're great. They they have a purpose there. There is a niche for them. And what he's really thinking is like, I want fucking raw horsepower. I want to hear the rat tat tat of a fucking high compression engine i want to hear rev i want to redline things I, he likes gasoline power he likes internal combustion and i do too like there's a lot to be said about that there's, yeah. there's a smell there's a feel there's a there's a lot about internal combustion that's just i don't know i connect if I, were with, in I, the like cars, I would imagine i'd like those more too 
like the wrong when, when you would like rev up my race car and you'd hear, you'd hear that yeah. pop 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 and you're like oh my god this thing's burning 110 octane it's fucking 500 horsepower it's doing a quarter mile in nine seconds or whatever the fuck this thing is sick and you don't really feel that in a in a in a tesla right it's just like this is a this is a spaceship this thing is just gonna go you feel it in a different way. Joe Rogan seems to think this is preposterous. You know, he's like, he's, uh, I forget how he phrases it, but he's like, you see all these cars. And Joe, Joe Rogan's a car guy. So he's like, this is a Porsche 911 Carrera or something, you know, a good 911. I don't know him that well. Sure, this yeah. is a McLaren. And, and he's like, the fastest of all of them is that dad car over there, the Tesla, the one that it it looks like a Honda Civic. It's the quickest of them all. It and, is. Uh, and he just the, the way that it shoved, pulls you in the back of the seat is preposterous in Joe Rogan language. But it it sounds cool. It sounds cool. And and if it's reliable and like it was, uh, I'm sorry. Who's the deep voice guy who tells wonderful stories? Also a car guy, Vin Wiki, right? Vin Wiki, you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he describes it as an appliance car. Right for him, it has no heart. It doesn't have a beating soul. I don't know why the soul beats and the heart doesn't, but you know, <laughs> but uh, you know, like it's this just is, an appliance. This is nostalgia, sure. But mm-hmm. I, but this is this there's is a place like, for an appliance. Of I don't product. like my kitchen mixer to have a heart and a soul. I want I have it to a just work. Fridge, but you're not you're not investing in your kitchen mixer. You talk to like my wife or my my wife's mother who has like every every kitchen accessory you could ever want. And she's got like the perfect tool for the perfect situation of cooking kind of deal. And that's her passion. And she's got every thing you could ever have with that. It's the same deal here. You got a car guy who loves cars telling him that you're going to take away his cars and give him the next generation of this. And he says, well, I like my old cars better. No shit. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, what, what are we seeing? If we look at this objective, we step away from like the nostalgia of the, 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 the gasoline engine. Mm-hmm. We look at performance, we look at intelligence, we look at environmental impact, we look at, you know, what, what do you want to look at that you would be like, we'll mark this one off as a win? Like, it just seems insane to me to be like, nostalgia should carry this backwards. You know, I mean, yeah. like, if I don't you, know who you're disagreeing it, with. It, it's not going to, I mean, these people, maybe you don't know the people we're referencing. They're like car, like every, all the content they make is about cars. And so, of course, their preferences are going to be like, well, yeah, I grew up with XYZ. I prefer this. Uh, I don't think they would be like, fuck Tesla. For trying to change what we're doing, you you take that electric car. We don't take kindly to fishing vehicles around here. I tailor it right back where you're from, sailor. Like no, that they they wouldn't say that. But I we skip past the space thing. I feel like everybody's always talking about Mars, Mm -hmm. which is important. But like we went to the moon, and we didn't do anything with it. The moon is big enough and close enough that if we wanted to run like dry runs, all right, how are we going to build this dome? How are we going to grow stuff? How are we going to do X, Y, Z? Are we going to transport the right kind of, oh, it's a good thing we did it here first to kind of play test it, the scenario before we delivered all this to Mars. We're going to, why don't we do something like that? Nobody is talking about the moon anymore. I think it's because, so a lot of the practice stuff they can do, you know, as far as like living in domes and stuff, they do out in the desert. And uh, No, no, that's so stupid. No, well, it's incredibly effective and Go to the moon. One, one, one one thousandth of the cost, but um, it, you know, it just just it's more about the but psychological it's so stupid, stuff. I think he means not nearly as cool. And yeah, exactly. That you have no count. But the thing about going to the moon is like, what? What yeah. are you? <laughs> you're not going to be sustainable on the moon because there's no liquid water at all, right? It's 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 there's none. 
They, and there's no. We'll just ship it up. Well, we'll, we'll make all um, right. A very is, long uh, tube, right? <laughs> a space straw. That's called a space. Hear me straw. out. Hear me out. I've just I've tried to teach you guys several times that poop and dirt are the same thing. So all you need to do is send up people and food, and they will make dirt. If you get a big enough colony, eventually the whole moon is covered with a couple inches of dirt, and you can Where does grow the water farms. Come from? You would have to ship it up there. I. I Kyle, water just comes from the sky. Silly. Okay, well, there's no atmosphere on the moon. Um, I mean, I. So, so Mars has frozen <laughs> water though, like, and they think lots and lots of frozen water. No atmosphere on Mars. What's that? There's no atmosphere on Mars, is there? There's very little atmosphere on Mars because it doesn't have quite the iron core, and it does so. Therefore, it doesn't have the magnetic field, and solar winds blew it away a billion, two billion years ago, or something. All right. Well, regrettably, your explanation about the desert does make a lot of sense, but they're not understanding how to garden. Like if they're like every step is a jump. Like they they're not getting the full experience of living on the moon, you know, and nobody is psyched to see that. Nobody would watch a simulation TV show of it and want to donate any money. They could make a reality show. Fuck it. Send Matt Damon, the real one up there with all his potatoes and everything. You know, he can try it on the moon first. I don't want to risk Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon's a national treasure. Send that guy from Breaking Bad. Send that guy from Breaking Bad who's just like him. So you don't risk him. Oh, (laughs) Meth Damon. No. (laughs) Meth Damon does not look like himself these days. You don't want to send him. I I don't think they make a spacesuit for that gentleman anymore. Even less of a loss. I mean, just send him into into the vacuum of space for all I care. Like, like that guy's not gonna. He is his entertainment value has dropped Dude, below the threshold which I, I allow. There was a Breaking Bad like sequel. I don't know what to call it. A post Breaking Bad. The movie. And, yeah, the movie. But I think the movie was a prequel, if I recall correctly. And it was confusing to me because Meth Damon looked. 30 years older, yet was playing the prequel version of himself as an as a guy who didn't age well. Do you remember the character Badger? The guy that had yeah. that really weird voice? We've got a guy in the Discord that sounds just like him. We call him Badger. I like it. Oh, poor sounds Jesse just Clemens. like him. If you search Meth Damon, he comes right up. Of course he does. Jesse Clemens. What, what yeah. was- no, I, I look. I if love you to search see Meth Damon. It auto Google auto completes it for you. It shows you his name. Like yeah. it doesn't just come up as like a hit. It, <laughs> oh man! I'd love to see them do that. And, and look, here's the other thing that that's really Could cool to me. Like in the same thing. I, I would like to see boots on the moon. I would like to see some sort of a maybe not a colony per se, but more like what they were actually doing in the Martian, where they were like they went and stayed for six weeks or two months or something like that and did lots of science and they came back. I think mm-hmm. that would be a really cool first step. Um, yeah. But but to me, the end goal, the end goal with all of this is asteroid mining. Like there, there's there's so many resources in the in the asteroid field. It seems like if we could ever make it affordable to go up and come back. And make the payload that you would bring back like profitable. That would just be this insane business model. Mm-hmm. Where I remember watching some a YouTube video about some asteroid, and they they listed its value in like dollars, and it might have <laughs> been in the quadrillions. Like it, it was so absurdly expensive. Like now, something like that, I would imagine, would just ruin our economy. Yeah, what would happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't think you can do that. But it's, like maybe so maybe you don't mind that one. Instead of mining the asteroid, 
Couldn't you just put jets on it and push it towards Earth and then mine it when it gets here? No. Well, no, let's bring it. Yeah, we could bring it a little cl closer. Um, <laughs> that's, that's some of the ideas. We're going to land it right in the water. property. I don't see a I don't see a flaw with this. Does that sound? <laughs> I mean, if you could put something like that in our orbit, that would be cool. Ooh, actually, just, that would be cool. But, if, yeah. if, if you could just put a little more real estate up there. Uh, you know, really fuck up the uh, the current oceans. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, the whales would and love all the that. Confused sharks. <laughs> well, a lot of waves coming in today. Woo! Be <laughs> <laughs> before the double is. moon. Um, so that would be interesting, but uh, but I don't think that we are anywhere. I think we're much closer to going to Mars and living there than we are to figuring out how to move an asteroid any significant amount. Yeah. Well, at our how long would it take to get to Mars? But isn't that gonna? Aren't they gonna be steps of the same thing? Because isn't one of the benefits of Mars is then you start having a base that's six, you know, that's six months further into the system, and you have another base of materials, another base of fuel, so you can do things like stage from there. So that aren't you the going expanse. to? Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, the science fiction that we are, you know, push, we're extrapolating into the future of what we could be doing as a as a species is somewhat based on the potential realities of that. And if we're talking asteroid mining that having a mars base or having a presence on mars is going to make that easier right sure but you would have to have a real presence on mars you know it, sure. it, it couldn't be that shoestring shit where it's like let's hope nobody pops the bubble potatoes. or we That's all die anyone. in 30 seconds yeah it's all the honor system to not ruin everything you go to bed <laughs> hoping nobody's a sleepwalker and they poke their nose through into the outside and you're sucked away or however space works that sounds right yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, or maybe seen... it would immediately the va all the air would go and it would seal you like when you vacuum seal old like food you're gonna throw in the freezer might do that. Maybe that sounds right. Yeah, that's I watch it. I'm fascinated with this stuff. It, it might be my favorite subject right now. I watch so much. Um, like like there's a couple of really good YouTube videos that that with astrophysicists and and they and authors and they'll have other authors come on and do these like two hour long podcast discussions about. What would happen if uh, aliens came to our solar system? What their motivations might be? Like, like what what the move would be? Like, do we contact them? Do we fucking duck and cover? Like, like what do we say? What might they do? How might they react? Like, what it if they come and start harvesting our sun? You like, know, stuff nothing, like that. Like, if they show up here, they can do. There's no defense we have. If they could get here, <laughs> we're fucked. How do you know that though? Right? Because like, so so one one thing that I think is interesting about like imagining how life would have evolved on another planet is we, we already have this like we're like oh yeah this is how things work everything is, it's the survival of the fittest everything just fights and kills and you know like our ancestors fought and killed each other and the strongest ones survived and they made more super strong ones and they fought and killed the others and you know well, well yeah my ancestors were french we fought the british for generations and generations hundreds and hundreds of years and we fought and killed each other and we never there was a stalemate yeah that's and we imagine that everybody was like that everybody was everybody's warlike like, what if they're just completely pacifist? What if they evolved from some sort of a, 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 a creature that was just like, yeah, we can all get along here. Like, there's, there's plenty for everybody. And they show up and they have no concept of milita militarism. They're, they've got faster than light travel, but they're just a bunch of pussies. And, and they show up and they don't even understand lies, right? And we're just swindling them out of their, like, advanced You're, technology. This is the absolute best scenario. If a right? bunch of rich idiots show up and we get to fool them, but, like, a, a really dominant species isn't going to evolve if they're just a hill. Yeah, uh, that I don't need that concept reason. of don't understand lies is one of the central themes of three-body problem. 
the sure the yeah. alien race that we're fighting communicates via like I don't know. Just we'll call it reading each other's thoughts, right? It's telepathy. some sort of radio telepathy type thing. I don't think they call it that. But in any case, since we're so connected and I know what you're thinking, there's no concept of lying, which means that in terms of like military strategy, they're a little naive and unable to deal with some of the ways that we handle war. Was, yeah. I, I, I think of us at, of that earlier today and like that, uh, that Indian woman who has the, like sounds like she has a vocal cord problem. She, uh, there was some titan, like some scientist being like, well, the Martians, uh, their transfibrillator is, is, is cross flexing with the capacitor. And I, like in my head, like as I'm like pacing around my basement, I'm watching, I'm like, I just real quick, I just say like, stop it with your techno jargon. And like, she goes, get your techno jargon out of here. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, and I, I checked three seasons in, it stops being a sci-fi show. And so I expect the dialogue to maybe get a little better. After that, because there is some some silliness. Who so. says it stops being a sci-fi show? What? No, it'll keep being a sci-fi show. I was meaning. I the, thought that's the, what I, you just said. I heard no. it too. Three seasons in, it stops being a sci-fi show. So I oh, expected... Sci-Fi Network. And oh, then it goes, there you go. Oh, stop okay. Sci-Fi starts being Amazon Prime. My Amazon. Bad. You got those Bezos bucks, right? And not yeah. only do you, not only have the Bezos bucks, you've also got like Bezos censorship, which is almost none. We don't get titties, and I'm upset with that because zero gravity titties are my fantasy, right? You know, you know? the least realistic part. I'm, I'm, I'm like in middle of season two. The least realistic part about this show is that everybody is not Chinese. Uh, yeah, they're all a mismatch. Like, like that's what I really like about the Belters. Like they've they, they've got their own uh, they've got their own uh, their own oh, language, I, I like, boss like man. Mismatch, and I like how it's like all the different groups like that previously and like ages gone by would have been in each other's throats, but now they're all allied by this different paradigm. But it is funny being like, oh, the year twenty four hundred, yeah, China was China's in like century three of having won by then. Like they're, they're <laughs> it's really putting a lot of faith in China. Like it, I feel like you can't call who's going to be the winner three hundred years from now. Would you have been able to call that 300 years ago? Yeah, I'm very smart. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's not well, what your so, Twitch so, chat so, says. So what, was, <laughs> what was going on in 1721? I would imagine the, the global yeah. power would have Slavery. been... Okay, 1721. Um, I would imagine the global power would have been what? The England? English and French, right? Um, France and England. What, um, Maybe the, I'm and, Western uh, focused. Yeah, we're being Western focused, but um, wh what was um, the um, the um, the Ottoman Empire or something? What was I don't that, know. that 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 trading uh, company that that was like the biggest business? Oh, the like, East India Trading Company. The East India Trading Company was, was that around the time period of that? Like 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 it those started. guys would have been super powerful. Yeah. Uh, in any case, what I, what I'm saying, I'm agreeing with Woody that like it's not over till the fat lady sings. I don't know. With I don't know. You know, China is uh, definitely running away with it right now but we'll see you know yeah, in any case but but, it's in but, but the, don't, don't bring modern day geopolitics into our fun futuristic sci-fi talk i don't need that depression i didn't think people were going to take my joke serious <laughs> i took it very seriously do you I know, know how, every word. You know how many coal won't. plants they're making right now taylor <laughs> I, I do like uh it's something about the expanse i like like the way they just kill people isn't very brutal i mean it's scary to get sent out into space but it's like the simplicity of it is even worse than being like tortured. Yeah. Like I was like, there was some, there's some scene where this like 
Chinese guy who's like a belter is trying to get into a lock, you know, airlock room. And then some goofy ass skinny guy is like, hey, don't go in there, bud. And then he closes the door and then he's like, goodbye, wife or whatever, sister. I wasn't paying attention to the relation there. And then sucked out, dead. Very spooky. Like knowing that you have like how long? A minute, two minutes to live. Just like, uh, I don't think we know exactly. Uh, but they, yeah. would, they would know because they do it to a lot they, of people. They would know. Uh, there's a really cool scene. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler. In in the in the in the newest season, which just ended, there's a really cool scene where a character pretends to space themselves. They're, they're, pretends to commit suicide, but like, and as they're just about to like lose consciousness, they shoot themselves up with some sort of like I don't know blood oxygenating agent Air, straight into the bloodstream. So, <laughs> yeah. they, they inject themselves with this like hypo spray mm. thing. And their goal is to go like wearing fucking street clothes and jumping from one spaceship to the other and like going in the airlock. And it's a really cool fucking scene. And when that character like makes it and gets in the other ship, they're super fucked up. They're just moaning in pain and just like, they're literally going, like just like they got like frostbite on their cheeks and stuff. Like they're super fucked. Yeah, but it's a cool fucking scene. It's one of the coolest, like, I don't know, scene space scenes I've ever seen. Like, like you could you could have a million fucking spaceships twirling around, shooting blue and green shit at each other, like like the Star Wars movies. And I'm just like yawn. But you've got like one badass character who's like, fuck this shit. I've got a mission to do, and they like I'm climb sorry. out an airlock and jump between spaceships. And I'm just like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Who's your this favorite is the best- character in the show? Man, I really like the like the um, the white guy who's like real like built who uh, who's on the spaceship who's always oh, like he seems I to lo- just uh, really like fighting people sometimes for no reason at all. Oh, he's got reasons. Amos grew up as a child prostitute being used by men. He's got a real <laughs> that he's hasn't got been a, yet. Yeah, he's got a real chip on his shoulder. Um, <laughs> but I think we might. Gonna come to I, life? I think we might know why Amos has been pumping iron all these years. He doesn't want that shit going down again. Um, but I, I think he is actually bisexual. Um, uh, uh, and uh, and uh, so he yeah, years yet. Years of child. Uh, yeah, he only hooks up with women that I've seen. Um, that's the one of the few sex scenes that I've seen. And it's just like we get like this much butt crack, like more than like broadcast TV butt crack, but like less than like. Not enough butt crack, right? Does he have a nice mm. ass? There is some sex in the early not part his of the experience, a- right? Oh. Mm, it's okay. not his ass crack. The lady's on top of him. In any case, uh, yeah, I like The Expanse a lot. The newest season was pretty good. I, I think they've got a... I think they've got... The only part of, like, what they're doing that is beyond our technology is their, like, space drive. The thing that's making their ships go so fast. And that seems, like, maybe achievable, you know, in the next two or three hundred years. But everything else, it's like... Yeah, airlocks and spacesuits and like wrist computers and all the disease and injury oh. stuff we don't have where it's like we just received a deadly dose of radiation and we need a heart rate monitor for 40 minutes and like like that. That's the thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, about the auto that. dock is definitely fiction, right? Like the most. Yeah, they've got fiction. they've got an, a, the ability to like remove radiation sickness somehow, which you would absolutely need if you were going to be space. Arm chopped off and he's like sitting eating lunch and he's like, Doc. You gotta hook me up with the new arm. And it's like, how are you so casual? Are you like just mad you're not gonna get it today? Like it's like coming <laughs> next week? Yeah, so. he wants that Luke Skywalker fucking artificial hand. Um, whatever lowers the graphics budgets for the for the show. 
I wanted to awesome. look like uh, it's my season. regular I, hand. I, 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 hate, like I hate this thing. portion. Exactly of the like my regular <laughs> hand. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics thing that I like on it is like they're explaining like the Coriolis or Coriolis, whatever effect, where it's like, well, because it's an oblong, you know, object rotating around an off-center point. If you drop something, it's going to go in a little spiral. And it's like so. they're walking through a corridor where there's tons of water just pouring down on them in straight lines. And she picks up dust and, like, drops it and it does a little whirly-do. She's like, we're getting closer. And you just look around. It's like all the water's coming straight down. It's like clearly the people were like, all right, we have enough budget for the one example. But everything <laughs> else is coming straight down. Don't you finagle with this. No, we got <laughs> enough for one counter uh, counterclockwise dust swirl so overall this show's great so far it's engaging it's keeping me interested uh are you watching like, it while working I, out is that when you yeah, I, i'm watching it while i'm working i mean i today i i put it on while i was working on some stuff and i realized like i watched a whole episode while paying no attention at all and i was like i need to save this so i just went back and just paused it and turned it off uh so i'm trying to pay a decent I amount of a attention. show today with a neat premise I, I i wouldn't be surprised if kyle saw it do you guys know Brightburn? The show, no, this TV show. It. Uh, it's a movie, actually. So here it is. It's um, Superman, essentially, right? So you've got this farming couple, lovely, wonderful, good-hearted people who uh, make an honest living working the land and growing their crops. And then a meteor-like spaceship comes and plows into the Earth. They had been trying to have children but didn't. And sure enough, Mom discovers her beautiful baby boy. And they raise this child like it was their own with nothing but kindness and goodness. And it's, it's, it's basically Superman. But sometime around puberty, the boy is bad. And he starts, like, fucking things up. And uh, he wants to, like, scare or rape a girl that's his age. She's, like, also 12 years old, sneaking into her room at night and doing creepy shit. Uh, he breaks her hand by just smashing it with his own super strength. Right in school, like in gym class, he just crushes her hand and it's like deformed and wrecked. He fucks her up. And I, I won't go too much farther. You can get that much almost out of the trailer. But um, it's what would happen if Superman came to Earth but no heart of gold. Maybe, so he, was no, shit, maybe he was a shitty kid. <laughs> so, so we've discussed this before when it came out. I was a big fan of it. Um, but the uh, the real mystery is how they didn't get sued because they're literally copying the uh, the Superman mythos uh, right down to the wire. You know, small small town Kansas family boy falls from the sky. They're infertile, so they take him in. It's Roy from the Office. You know, Pam's douchebag. Uh, first boyfriend, yeah. the fiance. He's the dad. Uh, the mother is an actress that I, I I've seen around a lot. Uh, she usually do, does comedic stuff. I think I've seen her and uh, some of those like um, uh, Seth Rogen movies and stuff like that. Some of those comedies. She's is a good she actress. The one Taylor likes with the big boobs. Or am I no. mixing up girls? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and um, yeah, yeah. She doesn't have big boobs. And you're thinking of the girl that I like with the big boobs. Oh, am is, I? Yeah. How did that narrow it down? Like to just one? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With giant boobs. What's oh, her name? are we, are we talking about the redhead or the brunette? Brunette comedian. The oh no, no, she's a blonde, uh, isn't she? Roseanne. <laughs> no, she's she had a Netflix special. She did ayahuasca in one of the episodes. Oh, oh, that's not her. That's um, um, who are we talking about? 
it's Chelsea Handler. He's thinking of Chelsea Handler. It's not her though. Okay. It's not definitely not Chelsea Handler. Um, it's an actually funny person. So, yeah, I, it's a it's a good fucking movie. Um, it is very scary in parts to me. I thought mm-hmm. it was it was because I don't know. There's something about like like if you've got an adult villain, you're like ah he's got he's got motives and goals and well thought out evil plan. Mm-hmm. He'll stop at nothing, but. He's got he's got steps to his plan, but when you've got a child who who is who is like the evil doer, it's like, oh my god, kids have all sorts of crazy thoughts. He could just go off on a tangent and just he could just oh, yeah. like, like like the smallest yeah. slight could like send him, and it does. You know the, these violent, awful things he does. He takes on a whole new persona. He he does lots of murder. His powers are those of Superman. It sounds like the Twilight Zone episode. Where that kid, where it's like, imagine a world where a little boy can be a cunt to his family and you can't <laughs> do anything about it. But, well, now you're in that world and everyone's smoking. Look at this boy. <laughs> like that's that's uh, that's basically what it is. Just a shitty kid who has ultimate power. But I can see how they wouldn't sue because, like, okay, this, the origin story is the exact same. But like, Superman is a kid. I don't know anything about Superman, but he didn't have a shitty phase. He was always good. And I assume this kid in Brightburn doesn't have a redemption arc. It's about defeating this super shitty kid, not like convincing him to come to the, to like to become Superman. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. This is evil Superman. Um, that is ridiculously similar, though. Like that's oh, that's and the, absurd. The pa- Kyle said he has the same powers, which is true. But like, I'm watching him use his laser eyes, and I'm like, these are like the same special. So they're also red laser eyes. Okay, you know, like, yeah, like the same color. <laughs> Well, uh, actually, the you know red is the color of evil. So it's, they <laughs> even have the same shit with like like his spaceship that he lands in is is like a a very important plot piece because they they hide it in the barn. You know, just they, like they, Superman. Like, wow, he's taking just, his new superhero form, sinister. I'm sinister, and I'm going to meet up with my girlfriend Lois. Penny Lane. <laughs> this is Lois Payne. She's she, Lois she's Payne. super slutty. She's and like dumb. Lois, like, even bigger tits and a whore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, she's uh, evil too. It's a it's a good popcorn movie. Um, it's uh you know it's uh it's I think maybe ninety minutes long, ninety five minutes long. It's not some big long ass thing that that you've getting. You're gonna uh you really sympathize with the parents. Uh, I personally was like neck and neck with the dad with decision processes i was just like me and this guy are on the same wavelength that wife of his though she needs a talking to and they better drive way off to do the talking because junior's got super hearing did he have like, wife being in the was the wife enabling his behavior the wife was an enabler she, she was, was a an, oh. no she was an apologist it's what she was she was a well you know he, he's going through a phase and uh this well, and that. what happens after he kills his father eventually I mean, I don't want to spoil the movie too much, but, uh, well, but I mean, like, I, I'm obviously he kills his father, right? I, I don't want to spoil the movie and confirm or deny whether or not he, he kills anyone in his family, uh, but but he does kill other people, and uh, he goes on several rampages, and it's genuinely frightening is a strong word, you know. I'm a, a grown man. It's it's rare that I'm actually in my home and frightened. Uh, jump scares always get me, but I don't think of that as horror. I think of that as us. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, a cheap like uh, surprise. Like I was watching Red Letter Media the other day, my favorite YouTube channel of all time, mm. and uh, and they were talking about jump scares and how they're just these cheap bullshit, 
nonsense. And, and they showed like a really quiet clip for a few minutes and I'm just staring at it. Like they were like shitting on the conjuring or something like that. And then all of a sudden they pop up the face of Bagul from insidious and like play that sound. That's just like, and, and I'm, I'm, it's four in the morning here. I'm sitting up in bed and I screamed out loud. It, it, it scared me. So I was ah! like, like literally fucking, I was just, and my heart's racing and I'm like, this is the most afraid I've been in a year. Like, like, and I, like, was I was in prison. In prison. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been this like surprised, frightened, shocked, whatever you want to call it, since I was like, like, like tan- threatened with rape in prison. Right? Like, like this is scary as fuck. Like, like I, I don't, I don't know if "scary" is the right word, but I was, I was surprised by it. It was really scary. Yeah, they are shocking. effective on me. Um, this has yeah, a few little jump scares, but it's more about the mood and the visuals because the kid wears a mask that he oh. makes he's not good and at obviously sewing. you can't tell the kid to take the mask off because he's superman or no he's not superman. he only wears the mask when he's out doing evil and you'll just sort of like like a character yeah, will be like flying boy is that <laughs> <laughs> a character will be like washing dishes and like over their shoulder you'll see like him hovering wearing this like it looks like a it looks a bit like darth maul or something it's like red and black and all jagged and it's it's genuinely creepy. Good movie. I can't remember the director, but it's someone we all know. It, I don't want to say Zack Snyder or uh, maybe it was produced by um, the guy who ruined Star Trek. Um, I, I don't remember exactly who made it, but uh, it's a good movie. It's low budget, uh, but you can't tell. Like, like modern special effects, when used sparingly, uh, are both You're really affordable. Of James Gunn, I think the producer. James Gunn, that's the guy. That's the yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I would highly recommend that movie. That's interesting. Um, I'll, I'll give that a watch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's an hour. I, so I'm hoping for a sequel because I get invested when they build a universe. Kyle says no. Uh, interesting. I Won't happen. Oh, you're, that's what you're saying. So, I, but like, I kind of want to know what happens next. I kind of want to know like, all right. Oh, and I want the same actor. So the actor that played this guy was like 12, right? So next time... 17 years old, kind of awkward, some pimples, an imperfect person. Let's see what he's up to, right? Like, let's just see. rape. Just, 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 just murder rape all the time. Just killing people with his super cock and blowing loads through the top of their skulls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I put it on Pornhub. You remember how the vampires in True Blood would fuck? Till it was, so it was just a blur. Yes. And like, like, like you had fast. all the, they, they would call the women fang bangers. Mm-hmm. And, and like, like, like as a derogatory term, and it's like, dude, if if there was some sort of magical being with a vagina that sucked my cock like a shop vac, I'd be a fang banger too. Like, like, look at how they're fucking. It's just, first of all, like, like most, it's very rare. There's an unattractive vampire. It does happen, and they, 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 they there's <laughs> an episode. <laughs> there's an ep- Yes, that's ha- there's an episode that's one of my favorite episodes where um, there's a there's a guy who's like, um, he's a fat older guy and uh and he's been made a vampire and and he confesses to like one of the other characters he's like i thought this would be all just sex and power and nobody wants an old fat ugly vampire (laughs) it's just like can you uh can you not lose weight once you're a vampire are you no you are stuck as you like oh no you you gotta go on a real good cut before you You, yeah you gotta cut apparently you don't have to lift because you'll be strong but you got to cut. What if you want to look strong? Yeah. Like, see, see, uh, see, that's more so, important. So, <laughs> it, it's more. It is more important. Like, like, like. 
I would be like, yes, will you please make me a vampire? I will work for you for the next 100 years, pay free. I need eight to 10 weeks <laughs> to cut and, uh, and, and pump a little iron and I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> like, like, like I, I really want to get a little more tricep definition and then I'm right back here and you bite me and we're good. We're good. I'll bargain. It's been 10 weeks. Where the hell are you? <laughs> Listen, Vlad. Three more weeks, tops. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, I know. But I'm starting to get those lines on the side. You know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah, yeah. It's I'm kind of a four pack right. right now, but six is two weeks away. This I, is forever. Be, I'm, I'm only forcing you to do this now because I'm jealous I didn't think of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm incredibly ugly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but yeah, that doesn't have, have, have you seen True Blood, True Blood Taylor? No. It is very, very good with diminishing returns as you watch. Like season one, fucking top tier HBO show. Season two, fucking strong HBO show. Season three, mid tier HBO show. <laughs> and as you, by by the end, like maybe season five, six, whatever the last season. Whew. Awful. I <laughs> this is little, one of those bad HBO shows, huh? I, I can't tell where the power is towards the end. I'm like, wait a minute, do fairies beat up vampires? I'm really torn. And now yeah. suddenly humans are tougher than vampires? Why? It, How do you turn into a fairy? You do, Well, you're either born a fairy or you're not, Taylor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Taylor, come on. There are no trans fairies. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so if a fairy bites you, it's just rude. I any, identify as a fairy. Are there any boy fairies we all know. in the show? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, there's boy. Yeah, yeah, because they... Suki goes to, How would they to make the down. fairies? Suki goes to the down underland where like everybody's beautiful and dancing because it's an illusion spoiler alert because they're really fucking ghoulish looking fucks and uh, living on some like rock volcano universe but uh, but you know everybody's beautiful and there's men and women like scantily clad like playing in like the garden of Eden type scenario yeah okay. good show it's a good show diminishing good show. quality every year though well, now, if I ever start that and I'm not absolutely enthralled with season one, I'm you'll just, love yeah. you'll love season one because they they're great at world building. Like like right off the bat, they like throw they throw you in like head deep, right? The, like like the first scene is a couple going to a liquor store, and uh, the guy who's selling the liquor uh, looks like the darkest movie vampire you've ever seen you know like like spiked collar and black eyeliner and long black hair and like trench coat pale as fuck and they're like hey do you have any of that true blood and you're like what's true blood? he's like yeah we sell it but it's only for the children of the night and they're like oh he's like i'm just fucking with you i'm not a vamp <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah we got some you want to look at it and like yeah yeah they they buy it or whatever and they leave with the like a six pack of blood mm -hmm. and then like a regular dressed like redneck good old boy walks up and like pops fangs like pop down he's like if you ever pretend to be one of us again i'll fucking kill you i'll drain you dry and the guy's like ah! and you realize that yeah the vampires in this world look like anybody and everybody they're not fucking cosplaying they're so this is like so vampires are accepted in this the, it's just a yeah part they they the, the phrase is coming out of the coffin. So what uh, happened was this Japanese company uh, invented an artificial blood uh, and they, they, they invented it for obviously blood right. transfusions in the medical field. But 
the vampires had this whole underground secret society that had been established for hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of years. And they get together and have a vote because they have like a hierarchy. And they're like, we should come out to the public. Now we have a means to sustain ourselves that doesn't require us to be their predator. We can work up, we can come out and be open about this and we'll flourish because of it. You know, and, uh, and, and so mm-hmm. they do. And so you're thrown in, I don't know, maybe a year after that has happened. So everybody's just like, little I think end. about, I think five or six seasons. I think I watched a little bit of the end of that with my wife because she was Seven. watching through those or something, and they were ter- they were fucking horrendous. Seven was too too many. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. It was too too many. If they had wrapped up in five, it would have gone down. But I've never bit. seen the beginning one, so it sounds like maybe they were a little bit better. Yeah, yeah but by the end, it's gone like full on like everything that you can imagine exists. There are werewolves and were panthers, and there are fairies, and there are witches, and there are demigods. And all sorts of nonsense and also, like the minotaurs. Can I jump in? The, There's a minotaur. So, <laughs> nice. I really I liked Jurassic Park one. I thought it was an amazing movie. This is the first <laughs> one from the '90s. I thought the second one was eh, also good-ish. I wanted to believe that. The third one they described as a non-stop roller coaster, where the characters just ran from their lives for from one catastrophe to the next to the next, always dodging death mostly by the skin of their teeth. That's what True Blood Season 7 turns into. They are always infiltrating some government thing, getting shot with special bullets that hurt them, Tarzan swinging or something into safety, and back home there's another trap lying in wait for them, and it's just like, enough, enough, enough. Alexander Skarsgård might be the most... one of. He's top three most attractive men on the planet. Dude, like, I just looked him up. He's so... Picture. I was like... They keep calling me gay, though. I don't want to bring this topic up. <laughs> Dude, so, so my, my, my tier list for attractive men. So number one most attractive man in the world is, um, I'm spacing on his name. It's the guy Wait. from Drive. Oh, I'm thinking of a different guy, actually. Yeah, oh, Ryan God. Gosling. I'll, I'll just Ryan better, Woody. You're like, yeah, I don't need to know I his think. name. I'm just happy I'll, to look at those abs. I'll, I'll be the arbiter of who's the cutest. So Ryan the- Gosling is most attractive man in the world. Uh, you watch that movie Drive when he's kind of like an autistic stunt car driver who will stop at nothing to like protect the woman he loves, and you're like, "I'll yeah. suck it a little." Have you ever seen the Fortune the green text where this guy's like, "I've been <laughs> I watched the movie Drive four years ago and pretended to be like him, got a girlfriend from it, but I've had to keep pretending to be like the guy from Drive for four years." <laughs> yeah, he just he just chews on toothpicks and says yeah, five words like, a day. We, she scrolled by a movie on Netflix once when we were sitting there. It was Drive. She said, you want to see this? I said, nah, babe. Not my jam. And we watched something else instead. <laughs> all right, I'm all right. Saying, I'll, I'll okay. call you chat. Chat, leave a comment. Tell me which one of these guys you think is better looking. Ryan, who's on the screen right now. Here, I'll, I'll send you guys a picture. For you. Or Alexander, who's on the screen right now. Which one of these guys? Show me which Alexander Skarsgård picture you sent, because I I, I want uh, you to give him his, his just dues. I, yeah, I I think you'll be happy, but I'm, I would rank I'm doing my best. Alexander Skarsgård over whoever this guy is. Yeah, a hundred percent. Not only is Alexander hmm. six foot four, and your guy is like five foot nine, five foot ten, but like Alexander Skarsgård has those like prime uh, Viking genetics. His name is Skarsgård for a reason. And he's got and, very blue eyes. This guy, you linked Woody, like he's got very dead eyes. 
Uh, all yeah. right, I do see the eye thing. I, I, I so Ryan Quanton in the show takes his shirt off and fucks vampires all the time, and he has one of the fittest like cut day bodies, at least in my memory. In these pictures, it looks a little diminished, but I remember him always just being over the top in shape. Yeah, he's ripped up. He's like. 9%, 8% body fat percentage all the time, like really good ab definition. Like he's an he's an ex-athlete. And that's his character that's his character's arc. But ex like star QB. Alexander Skarsgard, if I have his name right, is good in Tarzan, but he was kind of just you know, like normal fit person. Skinny fat is insulting him. That's not accurate. Yeah, he's got six but, pack and like defined pecs and but he's six foot four, so like Packing on mass for him is is probably a non-starter without without the drugs he used for Tarzan. Mm. Yeah, I would rank Skarsgård up there, maybe number one or maybe number two. To what's the drive guy's name again? Gosling. Oh, got Ryan Gosling. Yeah, not a fit guy, like not a not an out of shape guy by any means, but like not a what am I looking for? Not a ripped up like built guy or anything like that just a really attractive guy i think okay dreamy oh he is dreamy skarsgård has a couple of brothers they're all actors um, oh, um that family but, makes me wish it, I was gay. you ever see the movie um you probably did it the new remake of it the clown stephen king movie not mm-hmm. me alexander skarsgård's brother plays the clown ah couldn't have guessed that it's not an attractive Most attractive clown, clown ever no. Well, his his brothers are like seasons of True Blood. Hello. They I diminish in quality <laughs> as as you go. It, it's just like um. Is it like the Baldwin's? <laughs> oh no! It's like um. Meth um, Skarsgård. <laughs> Meth Skarsgård. <laughs> it's like uh, Ron Howard's brother, uh, Clint um Clint Howard. Oh, so, the ugly guy from Spaceballs. Yeah. So you got Ron Howard. Okay, that's it. That's an attractive-ish man. You know, he played Opie from uh from the um Andy Griffith show. He's an average-looking guy, probably above average. I think he's a handsome man. Uh, his daughter is very attractive. And then you got Clint Howard, his brother, and it's like, oh my god! If he's there were ghoulish. ever, he is ghoulish. He is one of the least attractive men in all of Hollywood, <laughs> and those are the roles he plays. Like, like he is the guy from The Water Boy. He's mind-blowingly ugly. He's that guy from The Water Boy where where he he has that like one like little line where he's like, "Most of us weren't born handsome." Or popular, or with a fully functional brain. <laughs> He's just and you were our hero, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like, and as if he's not ugly enough, they give him like Austin Powers teeth to plug in. Yeah. Also, oh, they're just super oh, wait, fucked. They gave him bad teeth because he he has bad teeth. They had. To they gave him. him- Real bad team. Okay. Yeah, I think I think in that movie they went so over the top. Maybe they did that over the top thing to be like, no, we gotta uglify you. We don't want to make you feel bad. Like, yeah, now you're ugly enough. Like, yeah, he was guy. also that's him in Star Trek as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. On the left. It was Clint Howard then and now. He was Dude, that, that second picture looks like he just tripped out of a time machine from like <laughs> Yeah, he's like a he's like an alien kid in uh that's an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh man. And you and the writing's on the wall in the beginning. Oh right? yeah, yeah. They, it was never, there was never going to be a good time of his life. He, he's in this movie called The Ice Cream Man, I think, where he's like a pedophile ice cream truck driver I've that murders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. That's the kind of shitty horror movie that I like. 
So like he's going around and yeah, you're right. He's uh he he leans heavier into the murdering of children than than the raping of them. He's just mad. He's mad at the world that that you know, he feels like the world is passing ice cream by. And so he just uh <laughs> he continues he like murders kids and mixes them into special batches of ice cream and serves it to other kids. But it's so over the top that it's like a one kid like straight up ate an eyeball that yeah. was on top of his ice cream. It was a terrible movie. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's like that's a, like a, someone that they want to cast or, you know, like I feel like you could do that with like pretty cheap special effects, like just, you know, like some makeup artist kind of stuff to get like a really ugly individual. Or do you mm -hmm. think that is something like they're actually casting for? Oh, you they know, cast like, for it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. When they're like, oh, when you're an ugly guy, they're like, Clint this Howard guy. would do this really well because he's a good actor, you know, and right. and. Mm -hmm. And, and so, but do you but you got you have to imagine then that on on the flip side of that probably there's a lot more attractive people trying to get into being in the movies and there are ugly people. Do you think he's like coming in at like this like super sweet spot where like he's wanted and sought after, but there's not a lot of people competing with him for I that? Think he's about that. Like the supply and, and demand dynamic is all topsy turvy with ugly people. Yeah, that's how Lawrence Fishburne gets so much work. Well, he's a good actor, but also like that eye thing. It makes me think like, yeah, that's the kind of guy that the would teeth. just be that. Yeah, his teeth and his fucking oh, his little eye thing where he's all fucked up and he's like, he doesn't have an eye thing. That you're thinking of? Who am I uh, thinking of? Who's fuck that, you're a racist. All right, <laughs> all black people don't look alike. You're thinking of um, the fuck my guy. He's he's uh um. I'll look it up. Look up eye guy. Well, then who the hell is Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> you're thinking of Forrest <laughs> Whitaker. <laughs> yeah, he is thinking of Forrest. Oh, Forrest Whitaker does not play Morpheus. No. Oh, okay. Well, I would have known that. I thought that his name was Lawrence Fishburne, though. Not great with actor names, but Lawrence Especially Fishburne if does the have same the color. thing. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> does have the teeth thing. That's true. But the other guy, that fucked up eye, what I'm saying is when he plays like a cop, a beat cop, that mm -hmm. adds to it, where it's like, that's the kind of job, or he's a parole officer, or he's a assassin. It's like, he probably got fucked up once or twice. That explains it. Like, not traditionally attractive guy, but he fits into it. Yeah, Whereas, right? Like, you know, Not all cops look like Denzel right? Washington. Yeah, like Denzel Washington's a very good-looking man, and mm -hmm. so he makes more sense as like a higher-ranking, like strategic, kind of like an in inside a man. CIA agent, perhaps. Yeah, like or... a CIA agent or a, a detective kind of role. But... Yeah. Can we go on to this uh, Gorilla Glue woman? Yes, my God. <laughs> I do Gorilla Glue woman. Um, oh, okay. Before we leave entertainment, though, all right. Gina Carano, um, oh. who is... Uh, for, uh, uh, from Star Wars, you know, the Mandalorian series, who we, oh, yeah. we who we're always making fun of because she's way too fat for for her role. Uh, she has been fired. Uh, she has been completely cut cut from the, the roster. Uh, so back in November. All right, so before November of last year, there were plans to give her her own Disney Star Wars series. She would be the lead. I think it was going to be called like rangers of the republic or something like that like she was getting her own spinoff then she's tweeted about the election being rigged and she had some anti-mask uh rhetoric on her twitter and the people at disney you know not very conservative didn't like that very much they got a lot of complaints the from, from fans twitter too. fans too fans too to be fair and uh and so they were like hey let her know we will not be announcing Rangers of the New Republic in December, um, like like uh, shareholders meeting. That is nixed. That is over. Tell her to watch her step. Can't be having this. So then, just the other day, very recently, she tweeted that 
something along the lines of being a Republican or a conservative today is just like being a Jew during the Holocaust. <laughs> so true. The exact same thing. <laughs> she was immediately fired. <laughs> so are they gonna are they gonna like bring her back for a death scene? No, like no, she's gone. She is gone. Her, her her management company has let her go. Disney has cut her completely. So are, are they going to have to do something? Like, I don't really watch the show, so I don't care. But are they going to have to be like, oh, and also a, an explosion in the Venus Nebula. <laughs> that's the, that's that the joke, character? right? And that's what everyone's about, been... uh, about the end of The Expanse with uh, Alex, too. The end of The Expanse with Alex. Not ringing a bell for... Was Al topic? Is Alex the guy with the southern accent from Mars? Yeah, he's the pilot. I didn't, know why that, I didn't know why that yeah, happened. I don't want to spoil it for everybody. Um, oh, yeah, don't, no. don't spoil it because I am enjoying the show. I just did spoil it, though. You can't tell me after I've said it. I don't care. <laughs> well, you okay. should just know it's, it's better. It's fine. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, she, um, she's gone, and the joke on, like, the Mandalorian TV subreddit uh, is, like, all of the ways to be like, oh, and Gina Carano died, too. Like, play the music or whatever. Um, I think they should just recast her and not say a word. And yes. I tell you who I want the player. Make it a guy. <laughs> Rhonda? I thought of Rhonda. She's my second choice, honestly. She's a she's not a good actress, and I would like a good actress. Who's number one? My first pick's a little too old. I, you're probably not going to like it. Lucy Lawless. Oh, she was oh. great in Spartacus. Yeah, but Spartacus was 10 years ago. That's she true. she did Evil Dead like three years ago. She mm -hmm. looks okay. And, and like... Okay. She looks okay. She's, I mean, she's like 50. She looks a lot she, older than the woman she's replacing. She looks a lot older. But, but man, like prime Lucy Lawless would be perfect. Like if you had uh, Xena Warrior Princess to just slide into that role. And yeah. like, like as she's shooting her blaster, she lets, she lets that one of those. La, 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 la. I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be sold. I'd be fucking sold. I mean, she's a way better actress than the way the other lady. Yeah. The Toronto. Yeah, I agree okay. completely. Do you guys want to poke that for a second? Because I, I sometimes get this this stuff. You guys have me on a fair amount here. And sometimes we're just shooting the shit like this. And this right. is, you know, kind of like uh, current events and stuff that I kind of have to pay attention to. But there's some interesting things about that. Do you want to talk about like your thoughts on kind of should it should should she have been canceled for that? Should she be able to have a career independent of her Twitter presence? Or should she have just shut the fuck up and not tweeted? Can if I she believes this? this shit as an American, shouldn't she be like if she believed, for example, and all the insanity that entails right now, if she actually believed this shit that she's posting, should she be shutting up about it? I mean, it's kind of funny to laugh at her get canceled out of this, but at some level, do you have any thoughts about the, the Twitter stuff going on? Like the I'll Twitter go first or Woody can. All right. Uh, Kyle, you go. All right. So the way I feel about it, I don't believe in cancel culture at all. I don't like it. And I've seen like, I've seen good arguments from the left, especially about like, hey, you know, if, if you do something, you know, it's this is the free market that you guys are always talking about. People don't like it. They don't want to buy it. You're no longer a, a worthy asset. You're gone. OK, fair enough. But there's to me, I see it more from the free speech side of things. I think you should be able to say whatever you want. I think that free speech yeah. is synonymous with hate speech. I think that you should be able to say the most hateful, awful things imaginable publicly and see no real ramifications in your in your career unless it's pertinent right like if you're running an orphanage or something and you're like yeah <laughs> yeah black babies are just we don't even want them here 
You know, like, 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 oh, can't, can't, don't get me started with how, how those black babies complain all the time. Like, like, mm-hmm. you're like, what? We don't want you looking after any babies anymore, you bigot. He, he runs an orphanage, but only when the black babies cry does he call it complaining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the babies yeah. are crying and the black ones are complaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, so I see that, but like when you've got th- a scenario like this where you have an actress who plays a, a fucking sci fi, like, badass somewhere in a mystical planet a mystical universe i think she should be able to be an ignorant bigot on the internet now if you want to take her twitter away from her if twitter says hey we don't allow hate speech here all right well you're a private company you don't have to allow hate speech the republicans went out and made it so that like bakers don't have to bake gay gay cakes a decade ago so twitter doesn't have to allow uh um bigots on their on their website i get that I understand it. It's fine. It's a shame there's not a counterpart to Twitter who's like, we, we allow bigots. You know, <laughs> like, like, I don't know why there isn't a... It just got taken down. Yeah, it, well, it, it's it's back up now. But Is Parler back up? Is that Parler's been back up, yeah. But but it's, you know, it's it's certainly not ubiquitous. Uh, at an even like playing Twitter, field with Twitter. Yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah. I, I had never heard of Parler before, to give an example. My dad knows about Twitter. Meanwhile. Can I do a side note on yeah. Parler? Uh, the reason Trump's not on Parler is he wanted... Equity in the business to start posting on Parler, and they ah, could make a sense. deal. It, it does make a lot of sense, although he was doing it as president, and it seems a little shady, emoluments clause-y, problematic in that. That regard. is shady, yes. But um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I don't want to go too deep, too deep down the rabbit hole. I thought it was interesting. So yeah, in, in this in this specific example, though, I think that we side more with like, yeah, get rid of her because we didn't like her as an actress, and we didn't care for how she was portraying the character because you think she should have been fired because she was doing a shitty job portraying the character is I think she should have been fired because she was fat. I think she should have been fired because like, that's like a fair thing to say about if actor, I had like, gone first, you'd have heard a lot of that. <laughs> that was really <laughs> fun. And maybe you don't know this. Maybe Disney's putting this on. Maybe someone in the Disney board's like, we want to fire that fat bitch, but we can't. <laughs> and now we're just waiting for that moment, you know. And like now it. we can do it under the entire like umbrella protection of you know this person is inex- inexcusably using their Twitter platform to influence the the young minds of the viewers of this show. And we as a company don't stand for that from fat bitches, you know. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, 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 that, that's a great. Like, like one guy, and she's fucking fat. Ted, shut the fire. Yeah. But yeah, you should you should absolutely be able to fire actors and actresses for losing too much weight or gaining too much weight. Like if if whoever the new Batman is shows up and he decides, nah, I'm actually not going to do that lifting program. You're gone. You're gone. <laughs> he, he, he did. Oh my god, that happened. What? He did that. Wait, who? Yes, he refused. He refused. No, they didn't fire him. Which They're just going to put a muscle suit on him. It's um the the super handsome guy. Um, ben Affleck. No, 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 no. The new Batman. Oh, there's a newer um, one? Okay, well, yeah. that's fucking absurd. The new Batman said he wouldn't lift weight. Why would Batman Robert not Pattinson. lift weight? Robert Pattinson. But so Robert Pattinson is the, the newest Batman. Um, obviously, there's delays and production delays because of uh, COVID. But uh, he refused to do any sort of like lifting program and to like, get big or anything like that. Um, which, did, they, did they just go, okay, I guess you have a Yeah, they went, okay, actor. yeah, you're you're a great actor. You were just in The Lighthouse. You got the acting chops. You're super handsome. You're kind of hot right now. He um, was great in The Lighthouse. I like that movie a lot. Incredible. Is he from Twilight? Yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I've never saw. Don't him. hold that against him though. Like like I literally never saw him. All I know is he, it's a love story or something. He has spent every year after Twilight Twilight proving that he is an amazing <laughs> actor. He's got a chip. You want to talk about having a chip on your shoulder? Yeah, because he yeah. might have to. This guy is like, I'll do every fucking indie film. I don't mm -hmm. care if you. Oh, you can't pay me. Perfect. That's I'll exactly the kind part. of artistic yeah. shit I'm looking for. You know what? I'll help you pay for the movie. We're getting this made, and it's going to be artistic, and I'm going to fucking kill it. He's good. I'm going to like him because you have. Yeah. Uh, Kyle oh, yeah. really likes great actors, right? He'll. I, I don't know. He's just into films that are really well executed by the actors, and I think sometimes it, who's the. What was the Star Wars one? There's two. Space Force, I think. Space Force has a bald actor who you like a lot. Help me with his name. Um, I don't know John Malkovich, I think. Is. Oh, yeah, John Malkovich. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think Kyle, in my opinion, overrates Space Force because he puts such an emphasis on acting chops. And John Malkovich is there. Because yeah. I think Malkovich is kind of killing it uh, across, across from, uh, from um, um, Michael from The Office, who's um, Steve Carell. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, so the, it's it it was just eye opening for me. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Is this another guy who's on Kyle's list? Max Patterson? Is that his name? Um, no, it's Robert Pattinson. Um, uh, the the most recent thing that I watched of his that was just insane was the Lighthouse with Tim and Willem Dafoe in a fucking lighthouse. It's a crazy movie. Wild something movie. Like that. Really? And uh, it's set. In wait, Kyle, you're, something happened to your mic. Oh, now you're totally He's gone. Quiet. Totally gone. All right, I'm gonna take my turn on the cancel culture thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I don't think free speech means freedom from all consequences. And, and sometimes I feel like the right does that too much. They, 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 they say like, you know what? Like, I don't know why Patreon dropped me. They <clears throat> act like everyone who puts swastikas in their artwork is racist. And it's like, dude, of course, like that's that you can't do that. You can't put swastikas in your stuff. You can't like it. It's a problem. And they're always in my free speech. You know, I just like to bully people who are confused about their sexuality. That's that's part of my heritage. So why would you give me a hard time about something that I feel that I, I love to do? And it's like, you're just an asshole. You're just an asshole who waves, you know, who thinks the Constitution has two items on it. No repercussions from anything you say and my guns, right? Like, that, that's your Constitution. And knock it off. You know, that you can, and context matters too. I, and maybe I'm self-serving with this, but I feel like... If a comedian goes up there and tells a joke about rape, that is different to me than someone who goes on Twitter and pronounces opinions about rape. Like they're I don't I don't think you want to like draw that line though, because then okay. you're putting you the responsibility for, for drawing it on like a really powerful tech company, you know? And you'd like that's that's a big part of this. Like no. all of our communication happens online now. And so like when you give huge amounts of power to, to control speech online to like a handful of companies. That's pretty scary. That's not what I was trying to do with context, though. Like, like uh -huh. make it not Twitter then, right? Like, if you go on CNN and give an interview and say something, it's a different context than if you're on a stand-up comedy stage saying a, a, a joke about it. I think people need to, true. you know, yeah. like look at the look at the context and find a different thing. Kyle, 
One is sec, my come. mic fixed? Yes. yes. You're coming in okay, loud? Yeah, it just randomly said uh, USB device, not recognized. Yeah, I compare the things you say on a, on a stand-up comedy stage to the things you might say when you're portraying an actor or a character in a movie or, or, or a TV show. We have no issue with, like, I don't know, Edward Norton. How many N-bombs were in Django? Sure. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody get. Nobody's giving Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio any any gruff any guff about any of the things he said or did in yeah. Django. No that one cares that. realistically. Everyone hates Edward Norton, but it's not because of anything he did in American History X. It's because he's an actual douchebag. Yeah. Good actor, I think. He's great actor. actor. <laughs> but apparently, that, that's how you know he's an too. incredible <laughs> douchebag. When when he he's like an eight out of ten on the on my actor scale of of talented actors. Can't get a job. Can't get a job. He's 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 that he's that hated. Everybody's like, yeah, he's not worth the fucking like 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 trouble. Like, like what, what are all the stories about? Like, is there like one overarching story that caused I've never him heard a specific call? story. I've always just heard very difficult, very rude, hmm. um, conceited piece of shit. Well, that sucks because he does good work. That's some incredible work. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite actors. But yeah, Jesus, what's the last thing he was in? Not a fucking he lot. Put one out himself. I mean, there's maybe, a reason he's not he in the Marvel Universe. Something I didn't see it. Um, fuck, I remember what it was called. Maybe calling. he had to put one out himself because everyone's he's like 51. He aged when I wasn't looking. Yeah, and yeah, if you look at his like, does that. his picture, he's he's starting to look 51. Oh, like this, his neck. Oh, he's got I'm old like, man. What are you talking about? He looks great. And then the caption is Norton in 2009. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> what's <laughs> it up with that 2021? <laughs> Yeah, he was in. He hasn't been in anything since 2019. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he. Maybe he's just retired now. I don't know. Like for the for the cancel culture stuff for a second there, just because we kind of like started half touching on some of the stuff with like the comedians, right? Like there were comedians getting canceled for this, right? Or comedians yep. worried that they're getting yeah. canceled and, and getting and attempted cancellations of comedians for jokes. Which starts to get fucking crazy because like maybe you can go down that line maybe you can go down the line of there's consequences if you're employed at a company and the company has these ideals and you're spouting off shit on your personal media and that personal social media is reflecting on the company the company goes fuck that at fuck that liability right like we'll get rid of them the, okay, the best example can... i can think of of someone like sort of getting not quite canceled but losing career stuff because of their like actual values and beliefs and how they portray them in their art if you want to call that, is Tim Allen, right? Tim Allen had that um, sitcom, the new sitcom called like American Family or American Dad or some shit like that. Yeah. And it was it was like a conservative family. Like like his character is a conservative guy. It's a conservative family, mm-hmm. and uh, it was doing really well. Like 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 Rating so they five. they can't they can't make the argument that oh you you weren't really cutting it in the ratings. No, it was like number one or number two, and it's like slot. Same and thing happened with Roseanne. That was killing it. Well, that's because of what she said on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. yeah, I was just saying they canceled Roseanne. I was just using another example of a show that was killing it before it got canceled. Yeah, no. Tim Allen. Yeah, that that that, and and I could go either way on that. That that maybe Roseanne can't say those things about black people on Twitter and still mm-hmm. keep her show. Fair enough, maybe, I guess. I don't like it, but I see both sides. But with Tim Allen, I don't think he said anything publicly. He was just like, his show was a conservative show with a conservative, like, white family. It was doing well. 
and it got canceled and it, it's a real head scratcher. And, and he came out and it was just like, yeah, it's because of like, they didn't like the, the family that I was portraying. They didn't well, like, the, <laughs> they didn't like me like making a show like this. That's why I got canceled. I like and that I show. And, and nothing else ever came out of it. You know, you never know when something gets canceled or when someone gets canceled from a show. Um, with Charlie Sheen, for example, he didn't say anything publicly, really, that got him fired from his show. It was what he said privately to the executive. Do you remember that? I do not. What What was that? I, he, I believe he called one of the executives. The it was a Jewish thing, right? The K he called him a Jewish kike. word. Yeah, he oh. called him a kike. I never heard of and, that. And he may have hit him. And uh, and so that got that's when they brought in Ashton Kutcher to uh, to replace him on the show. And then he went on his whole like tiger blood, uh, like like media tour and just was exploded. He was the biggest thing on social media, the biggest like thing in the world, really. It was yeah. like then it turned every, out like he had HIV or AIDS or something. We right? found out he had uh, the HIV. Yeah. And and all of those like gorgeous women he's had sex with all uh, through the years are all just like, oh, no. A lot of uncomfortable calls to make. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know what it is. I've been losing a lot of weight <laughs> <laughs> ever since this new diet of fucking Charlie Sheen bareback is working wonders. Yeah, I. <laughs> I yeah, pe uh, people I hate know. what I fact check. I don't know how to do this, but I. I everything Kyle said was right. Um, he, he, they were leading in the TV ratings on what they called a relatively quiet Thursday night, so it wasn't like he was like world beating or anything but i mean if not first place what place do you want from him exactly right yeah like, he's yeah. winning his slot yeah you know so um uh you can't win a slot you're not in and i can't find anything that says he was canceled for his conservative views but it feels like it i don't know why else they canceled the slot winner for that show yeah so yeah and it was fox that yeah. canceled him which i know that fox news and fox the network aren't the same thing but yeah, are they? Different. They have not have the same parents. Are they totally unrelated? Well, they're both owned by News Corp, right? I would say they're both. On, I don't is know. Is Fox Searchlight and all that also owned by News Corp though? Like, is the movie arm of that uh, that little Fox? I I don't think it's called Fox Searchlight anymore. I think Fox maybe they rebranded to just Searchlight Films or something. Whatever the entertainment side of it's it is, hard to like keep track of these uh, of like corporate structures these days. Every I, there's been so many mergers and so many pieces. Pulled yeah. out and sold and if you away. Look at it, it's like just like five little owners, and then just it appears that, <laughs> that Fox like Corporation owns them both. Uh, Fox Corporation, Fox Media Group, Fox Media Group, and then they own both. Yeah. If I googled this right, so anyway, I guess uh, the conservative leanings don't go above Fox News; they start at Fox News. Do you want to talk about your glue woman? Yes. yes. So lay the, the story out for this absolute idiot. Yeah, please. Um, you want to watch the video? For Taylor's sake. Uh, you think we can, or do you think she's like cashing in copyright on it by now? Shit, I never know. It, it, well, dude, we, we get busted watch it for like every video we watch. Like, remember the time the dive drove through the forest fire? Like, uh, what time. if we? I, I was thinking this. I've so I've seen channels do this where they. Um, I don't know the tech, what the technique's called. It's where they make it like transparent. Yeah, I I should. And they re that. like reverse the image or something. Like, One like thing I do sometimes is I shake it. Like while we're watching the video, the thing's <laughs> fucking shaking around. <laughs> <laughs> wiggle it, Woody, wiggle it. <laughs> 
still getting copyright struck. People just having seizures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyway, I can lay it out if you don't want to watch the video. I completely understand if you don't. Yeah, go ahead, lay it out. So this black lady makes this like, I don't know, like Instagram live video, something like that, and she's like, "So I ran out of my." She's got some sort of black people hair treatment that like keeps mm -hmm. your hair in place, and she's got one of those hairstyles where like the viewers it's like are pulled it, tight. It's like pulled tight and sort of brushed to the side, kind of like what I've got going on. But then, you know, long ponytail of what I assume yeah. is some in poor Indian woman's hair who had to sell it for food. And <laughs> she's like, I ran out of my like stick it spray, you know, that keeps my hair like in place and everything. So I thought maybe some Gorilla Glue would be the trick. Now, for those of you out there who are maybe not American or maybe not like familiar with hardware, Gorilla Glue is it's not yourself. super glue it's more akin to like a bottle of liquid tree sap when you it's really good to like glue two pieces of wood together it would be okay for like model building i suppose like like if you're doing carpentry i bet it would work well um it is very strong it hardens like as hard as a rock like like if you could like put this so, stuff in a mold that looked like a blade you could have a functional knife made out of like hardened gorilla glue. Yeah. As a carpenter, she, ex carpenter type guy, glues in my mind break down to basically two kinds. They either harden like glass or they harden like rubber, roughly. And this one hardens like glass. Glass. Yeah. Like 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 it it it's brittle. It it hardens so hard. And there and are there are Mo there are warnings up and down this bottle <laughs> saying like call a fucking doctor if you get this on your hand you get it in your eyes don't get it in the other one or you're fucked like covered, <laughs> covered in warnings like there is no i want world. taylor to write all warning labels going yeah, forward there, there is absolutely no <laughs> thank god you have two eyes if you don't have two eyes don't touch this product you know, yeah like, like no. but there, there's no world in which you can see this and perceive it as like anything but glue it says spray adhesive in the picture she's holding up. Yeah, it's like, and like, so, so she like puts that in her hair and like does her like brush to the back type thing. Look pretty good to me. I mean, I don't. I'm not an expert in especially black women hair. It looks it, awful. Yeah, oh, it really? To me, it, it looked stinks. like it. I have this. I keep using this phrase, but it, it looked like she hit the bullseye she was targeting. In my opinion, maybe I'm wrong. That's not much of a target she's shooting at. I, I don't okay. know. Like. I don't want to say anything that could be perceived the wrong way. Um, I don't. I, I thought, that's not I the hairstyle. Certainly, using the idea that you were playing a character on PKA when you brought that up earlier, that was not the case. I thought you I'm might always think you playing were safe. a character here. Yeah, but that's... even my character knows where, where, where to uh, where to <laughs> step aside. Um, I don't like the hairstyle that she's going for. Um, I, it looks. I don't know. It looks like a man's hairstyle. Like, like I don't know. I like, like if a lady's got like more volume going on. And I can't you tell like... what she is going for because her hair is glued down. <laughs> it's so shiny. There is so, no distance between all of her hair and her scalp. So in the video, she's is like, she so... balding here. Yeah, that's that... the other thing. Like, like certain people have part. like a receding hairline. Yeah, it, it's it's bad. It's like she's got like a huge bald spot like up here. Anyway, um, she's like, yeah, so I thought maybe this Gorilla Glue stuff would do the trick. You know, it would hold my hair in place. Y'all, I have washed I my hair a dozen times. And she goes, and her hair goes, <laughs> slap, slap, slap. Like you're hitting a bald head. Like, like it's just like flap, flap, flap of like, of like flesh hitting flesh. Like ceramic. And she's like, my hair don't move, y'all. My hair don't move. 
And it's like, yeah, no shit. You put carpentry glue on your head. And like, I'm telling you, if, if, I can't think of a more powerful glue. Like, like I don't know of one. Like, like, like it's, it, it's so fucking tough and strong. Tough is the word. Like, they also make a brand of duct tape. Uh, the Gorilla Company makes duct tape. Their duct tape is so hardy that you it's can't tear it very easily like normal duct tape. I, like, like, whenever I'm doing, like, yeah. projects with it, I would keep, like, a, um, a straight razor on my side, that like, th- like a little flip razor, and just quickly, like, cut it. Because we were using lots of it. I can't remember the project. I used it, it was... to hold pieces of my gym floor together. That's what's on all the seams. That is right? never coming off. Is that like, never? That gorilla tape is gonna, you know. I have mopped it a few up. times. It's perfect. It's not. It's not. A, the mop if had you, no impact yeah. on the tape. If you decided that you want to rearrange your gym floor, I'm sorry, the decision's made. <laughs> you, you cannot. You <laughs> made that decision the first time. Now yeah. I'm with it. Like Let me take over from here because there's an unpopular opinion on Reddit that would make a good read. The Gorilla Glue Girl deserves nobody's fucking sympathy. Imagine buying a bottle of Gorilla Glue. You go through the checkout, pay the money, and make the bottle your property and take it home. You aren't sure what you'll do with it yet, but, you know, probably somewhere down the line, that will break and there'll be a time when you triumphantly whip out the Gorilla Glue. One day you run out of hairspray. That is unfortunate, since your hair is unruly and requires some serious hold just to stay in place. You think about alternatives, but there aren't any that come to mind. Then you think back to the Gorilla Glue. Putting Gorilla Glue on your hair is absolutely fucking stupid. The woman picked up a bottle that literally says for the toughest jobs on planet Earth and bonds virtually everything. (laughs) (laughs) That is made for stone and metal and other things. She put it in her fucking hair. She says, it's not her choice. It's not her choice, but it so clearly was. She wasn't forced to put it on. She made a conscious decision to apply Gorilla Glue to her hair. That quote Ooh. shows so much immaturity. She just can't <laughs> seem to accept that she fucked up and this is her fault. People are offering free treatment for her. I'm an advocate for free universal health care, but doctors should spend their time and resources battling COVID and cancer, not some childish TikTok girl who can't read that Gorilla Glue is moisture-proof and permanent. I cannot find the words to explain just how annoyed I am that she's getting this much attention for being unfathomably stupid. She deserves nobody's sympathy, and if she wants it to be fixed, she should cut her hair off and let it regrow. I'm usually a sympathetic person, but I feel nothing but embarrassment and frustration when people try to use their own poor judgment and awful decision-making skills to put themselves in a position where people will give them attention for a few weeks. Especially... Medically, do we know if she... Oh, so you're not done, sir? Yeah, I'll... There's not too much more, especially when there's a lack of self-awareness gaping along enough to beg for money and treatment that she should just grow up and deal with it herself. The worst part is that she'll end up with the following from this. By the way, she has like 16 grand on GoFundMe, if I'm right. Jesus. People will see that somebody's doing the surgery for free. So she's (laughs) she's netting money. People will see the gorilla blue girl and think, yeah, I'm going to keep watching her TikToks. We shouldn't reward idiots like her. It only encourages more idiocy in the future. What a fucking cretin. And uh, there's a bunch Man, of edits, does, but I'll skip care. The thing is, though, like, I agree with him to some extent. 21K. But, but I don't know how you get that off without medical assistance. And, like, like it could really? get real gross without some medical assistance. Like, maybe she gets, yeah. like, 
infected ingrown hairs under there or something and like some sort of serious skin infection and it comes an ulcer underneath this cap of glue and hair and I mean, like that's what i wanted to ask am is I what, what is what is the pushback on, on this person so she is essentially asked for help with this and the, what, what is the rest of that story okay she's done she, this here's where she is now. she has this. she has a plastic surgeon fixing her hair for her okay. and she has twenty one thousand dollars in gofundme money and okay. a tiktok following so I think the okay. pushback is more people going like, uh, I don't even know if you call it pushback. I think it would just be people commentating. They're not trying to take anything away from her. They're just going, hey, this dumbass. <laughs> First of all, start with a little bit. Like, <laughs> don't go full on with half <laughs> no, a bottle of Gorilla Glue. No. If she would have used a tiny bit, she would have figured it out. But like, I think people are saying, why is this dumbass getting like uh, celebrities and TV shows are pulling her on and obviously they're pulling her on because it's a very unique show to to under the guise of empathy talk to what is amounts to be a retarded person who puts glue in their hair but people are just this going this jackass. person does not deserve money this you is know. just another this is just the next generation of jackass right someone's stumbled upon being an idiot Ooh. right this is like you would see like Johnny Knoxville do this or you'd see Steve-O do something like this right you but look at that and you go funny. that is so fucking dumb Oh, you know what they funny. did? You know what they did in, in Jackass? The classic bit where they put uh, Preston the fat guy on the table in Bam Margera's parents' house, and he's laying with his shirt off, and then they cover him in super glue, and then they lay Wee Man in the 69 position on top of him, and then they let him set, and then someone comes in with a taser and pretends or cattle prod, pretends they're gonna cattle prod him, and uh, and Wee Man starts going, hell no, dude, hell, and pushing himself off, and Preston's going, Wee Man, stop! Wee Man, Wee Man, no! <laughs> it is so fucking funny. That's, that's classic. That's high IQ hilarity. Wait, 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 you lost yeah, me yeah, high IQ. You all the way on that one. High IQ, yeah. 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 No, I, 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 so, that one is probably a better, more extreme yeah, bit, but this one has a realism aspect to it that I appreciate. I like that sure. she didn't plan this, as far as I know. Yeah, as far as we can tell. Who knows? It could be some, you know, I'm going to do something I, stupid and get on the news. But I don't understand what the damage is, right? And, and again, this might be just not me not understanding her hair, but I feel like if I put Gorilla Glue in my hair, I would let it grow a 16th and then just come in there and undercut it with the clippers. If it, it probably can even grow, so strong, that, that shit's going to go probably through your I, hair. Is that going to like yeah. spawn to your skin? The scalp? clipper can't get to it. So like, like, like what That's I what think has happened here is she has like a shell of yeah. like, Hair and covered with like glue, the scalp. tight to her scalp. Like like a, a clipper will just glide right over this, yeah. or it'll cut like, her if they try and like. Put this it. needs to be sanded off, right? Ooh, honestly, much. honestly, what I would use is acetone. I would use acetone and like r cloth and like rub it a lot, and then after that, I think like maybe like a barber with a razor, like a straight razor, very carefully like carving it off. But sandpaper would be part of the mix. Like, like just know you're gonna end up bald. Like, yeah, like there's no, like, there's no like, getting your hair back. It's yeah, gone. A magic eraser, or like probably like thirty magic erasers would, would help a lot. It that. needs to be sanded off. Like, get some, get some like, angle one thousand grit. No, not an angle grinder. <laughs> Flat wheel. I'm not crazy. Sparks. <laughs> like, uh, like a little too far. I see skull. <laughs> you get some wet. You get some wet dry thousand <laughs> you grit don't sandpaper. See brain. And you just slowly sand all of it off. And eventually you're going to get like enough of the glue off that the hair is going to be all like, like stringy yeah. and like sticking out. And then you can like maybe shave that off. But like the hair has gone. Like it's never coming back. Wait, I mean, it, 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 it's no, growing. It's what you have has to go is what I should say.
Like, if you get that stuff on your hands, you're not, you're supposed to wash it off right away. Like, I would imagine just sitting there and being like, oh, I'll let nature take its course. Like, maybe it'll give you a chemical burn on your scalp. Or, I don't know, I can't imagine that being comfortable. So what's fucking wrong with this? This is, this is stupid. Oh, just because it's sure. stupid. It's yeah. comical, which is sure, sure. But, like, we've seen stupid shit that society's gotten interested in before. We've seen people become successful out of being stupid. What's the problem with this? Can't we agree with the sentiment of, like, this woman must be absolutely batshit insane to think this was a good idea but yeah. she's still yeah. gotta she still needs help after this we we you know and like the, maybe she, yeah, comes, we, we the unpopular opinion was down. that she doesn't deserve sympathy or empathy yeah that she doesn't I deserve see. 25 grand and going on cnn daytime but tv that's or a ABC donation with kelly oh it is the 25 grand people? is people saying convinced themselves seen this and said i want to be part of the solution to this or i want to help this woman out how like what's the fucking argument that that's on her well, the Isn't argument that on is us that as the viewer of that, I don't look at that and say, "Shit, I, I think, want to donate money there." I think you're taking it too deep. The argument is just that it's stupid, and people are going, "Huh, Missy Elliott and a bunch of celebrities are promoting an account to give money to some dumb bitch who put gorilla glue in her hair." Ah, it, wow, what a dummy! Can you believe the world we live in, where you can make you know tens of thousands of dollars and get free plastic surgery just by posting a video of yourself being stupid and putting glue in your hair on the internet? Wow. I don't think anybody's like, like half we of our need entertainment to, we need to ruin that. her. We need to put more glue in her hair. Which is that, right? Like things the other people wouldn't now. do. Right? Put like, more glue in her hair. More glue. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna fight fire with fire. <laughs> oh, it's actually no, no fire in her. She probably dies. Have you ever heard of have you ever heard of crazy glue? It is it it it'll just take that right out. So you're gonna want a good coating of crazy glue and let that sit. Okay. Do you do you have access to Glitter. <laughs> glitter. If you ever glitter. get crazy glue on your hands, sandpaper takes it off like magic. Sandpaper is is, is the trick, and sandpaper and acetone. Yeah, it's I I I want to lose can't skin sand. when you do that, or does it like does it like stick to you're the paper enough skin. that it comes off your skin like I mean, a better I, bond? I, little this, so, little that. So Kyle says okay. you lose skin. I felt like not really. Like so, you you rub it, and then. There's like this sensory feedback loop when you're sanding your own finger where you know exactly when you're hitting skin and when you're hitting That's glass true. and you just do the glass parts until it's 95% gone and then you're okay. So before we jump to the next thing, we're going to hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. This episode of PK is brought to you by our good friends over at Squarespace. From personal blogs and e-commerce destinations to marketing tools and analytics that'll help your business succeed, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform where you can build and establish a beautiful online presence and run your business with ease. Don't have a domain yet? No problem, because in addition to configuring third-party domains, customers can also purchase domains directly through Squarespace. Over 200 TLDs are currently available for purchase, and each domain with Squarespace comes with a beautiful parking page and free Whois privacy. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You won't need any plugins to get going. You can hit the ground running with your new website by utilizing Squarespace's award-winning templates. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet, and with that, you'll want to flesh out your online community. Now you can do just that with ease, since Squarespace sites are fully integrated with commenting systems that support fully threaded comments, replies, and likes. Squarespace is trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. They're used by a wide range of creatives and people, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. In addition to some of the largest e-commerce sites you'll find conducting business online today. So don't wait any longer. Get started today. Head over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash PKA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash PKA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So when you guys make your little, your little corner of the internet... Tweeted at Woody. 
show him what you've done with your corner of the internet and he'll he'll be so proud and he'll show us put there pictures of your dick <laughs> on your corner of the internet <laughs> but in like that uh, but in that like bad find heather somehow tiled, yeah tiled <laughs> images like uh the myspace background where just a million of your dicks tiled <laughs> no uh, purpose to the website all it does is play hurt by johnny cash one song or something like that but so try that out get yourself some squarespace uh, this episode is also brought to you by Smart Mouth. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think about all the times you were the smelly one and the other person was thinking about getting away. Uh, you probably can't think of any examples. That's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with a gross mouth and not even realize you're grossing everybody out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid two formula Combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day long. Rinse once in the morning for all day clean breath and once before bed to prevent morning breath. Just two uses a day and you'll never have bad breath guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com PKA right now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com PKA for your free coupon. So check, check out, out Smart Mouth. They make the good it's stuff. URL. They make the good stuff. And so does Squarespace. They make those good sites, not in any of those dangerous sites where you can buy prostitutes on the dark web. Good sites. <laughs> Kyle, you can learn about the Bible. I fitness. think I know who I want to replace Gina Carano. Mm -hmm. So my first choice, who turned in my second, the, my, the first person I popped into was Charles Theron. She played the chick in Mad Max with the shaved head, but she's 45. And that's a little old for me. What's her name? Help me. Well, it's not Charles. <laughs> it's Charlize. 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 Char I was like, wow, is he is he seriously taking my joke of replace it with a guy and they put some guy named Charles Duran <laughs> in there? And I was like, that's oh, preposterous. <laughs> Did I mispronounce preposterous? Yeah. <laughs> How do you say it? No, you, you got it right the second time. It was just the first time it was uh. a preposterous <laughs> it was funny it was funny uh, but, uh, uh anyway yeah. <laughs> she turns out to be 45 i don't really like my female actress action stars to be 45 so what about daisy ridley the star wars chick no she's unemployed right now she's a female Good. action star she's not i hope too she old. goes back to playing dead bodies on csi like she should be <laughs> is she a terrible i think you should star? get her on the show is she, is she i don't want her on the show we chose you instead filthy I, I'd much rather have you than, than, than Daisy Ridley. business decision. Is I, Daisy Ridley Luke why Skywalker's don't we hate daughter? I don't, know. I don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, no, isn't she from like the Paladine bloodline or something? She's, I refuse she's to actually finish. a Sith Lord or something. But, yeah, um, I, I quit. Uh, well, shucks, who would you pick? Who's your female action star? Do you have one? Lucy um, Wallace, what he said, and I... Lucy Laws oh, is my Lose pick, Lose. but she's old. She has you know that like square heart shaped face that looks similar to Carano's or Carado, whatever her name is, his face. Carano, yeah. So she could um, if, she, if they do a little anti aging on the neck area, and she's a really really good actress, so she'd probably do good. Yeah, I like her a lot. Maybe Ronda Rousey, you dye her hair black, but I don't think she's a fucking good actress at all. And and like if she's bad, man, it would be it would suck to have an annoying character on like a show I like. And like oh here we go, it's a fucking Ronda episode. So yeah. Maggie Q is the Asian chick from Designated Survivor. No female action star. No, okay, you don't like her. No, 
I'm pretty sure she's the one from, oh yeah, Designated Survivor. Yeah, she's the one who was always beating up men single-handedly with her little spaghetti arms. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Please, Gina Carano's a war hero and she can't run half a mile in that show. Yeah, but at least she can bench press 120 pounds. Probably can bench press 100. Oh, she can absolutely. I bet, uh, if she I bet couldn't Gina bench press 120 pounds, she couldn't get out of bed. That woman. Look, I, I, I don't want some string bean little bitch who like can't do the. She's supposed to be some sort of like high end like storm drop trooper or whatever the fuck, right? She's supposed to. Be, I want a big beefy woman. Hmm. So who's fit. Too expensive, but. Shit, Scarlett Johansson? How close did I come with that? Johansson? Johansson. You're most of the way there. Um, <laughs> uh, if you could afford her, she'd be cool. I, I like her as an action star, even though she's more model than fighter. Yeah, I want some. I, I'd like somebody big. Paige like, Van Zandt. She's pretty great as a character. No, fuck her. I want someone who can act nope. too. Like, you gotta be that. big. And act like like it's it's I, I get it it's hard they had nailed it with Gina Carano she just needed to watch her weight and not go after the Jews I'll, I'll be, <laughs> to be fair I don't think what she said was meant to be inherently anti-Semitic I agree yeah I she's like we're persecuted like the Jews were in Germany uh, fucking settle down bitch like yeah no, it yeah it's like that scene in The Sopranos where the the Cuban guy is like. Uh, they're, they're all hanging out at like Herman's horse stables. Herman is Tony's like Jewish friend, like super wealthy guy. And uh, their, their Cuban friend is talking about Fidel Castro, I think. And he, he's like, some of the stuff they did, it was, it was no better than Hitler, man. It was just the same. And he's like, if you have that kind of anti-Semitism in you, frankly, I don't want you at my home. <laughs> but uh, just as bad as Hitler. What are you thinking? He's like, what are you saying to me, my man? Like, like, has a complete meltdown, and it's like, well, come on. He, he wasn't trying to, like, make light the Holocaust. He was trying to tell you how evil he thought Castro was, you know? Like, 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 like and, and, and things just got twisted up there. And I, I feel like that's what Gina Carano was doing, too, because she seems like a conservative, and I bet she's, like, Christian conservative, right-wing, Israel does no wrong kind of conservative. I bet she is 100% team... Semitism, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I, I don't think she has an anti-Semitic bone in her body. She's her big, big boned body. But I, I don't know about her Christian beliefs. I haven't seen that, but it could be right. I just think she's in a bubble that believes that like conservatives are being hunted and chased down, and the tech companies are picking on them through no fault of their own. That that it, the life's just not fair, and they're being teased and picked on. And, uh, yeah, but I, I, on some I level, I, on some level, although I agree with that, sen the sentiment of that's a seriously stupid fucking set of beliefs, right? On another level, it's kind of like, do I care? I want my actors to be good actors and well cast for the part. Do I care who they are as people? Isn't I don't care who they are as people. I don't care if they're else? criminals. <laughs> like, like, look. Did, you mean if they were criminals? No, no, no. If they are currently You're out there committing with... crimes. I see. Okay. Like, like Kevin Spacey, for example, right? <laughs> now, I didn't follow that case after he got fired from House of Cards, which is one of the greatest either. TV shows of all time. I know Woody found it to be diminished as the seasons went on. Season one is the best, but I think it's very similar to True Blood in that it was like, amazing, really good, great. 
all right, it's still one of the better shows. You know, it, it was kind of like sure, that. It sure. was like, it wasn't like, ah, this is garbage now. It was like, man, this is still really fucking good compared to everything else. It just doesn't live up to what it was. And it was Netflix, and, which is And it was Netflix. It was, it was their flagpole. And I didn't follow the case, but was, was that a it seemed to me that he ended up being like kind of innocent of like all the charges as far as the law was concerned. It's notice I threw that in at the end. You know, it, was, it was like, all right, all of his accusers have either recanted or mysteriously died. And that's good <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I kind of like the other an argument Kyle alluded to earlier in the night, which is this is the free market you loved. You know, it, free speech doesn't mean free from repercussions. The people who watch this TV show have decided they don't want her on it. This is what you asked for. It's uh, yeah, it's no, just I, a I free don't, Meanwhile, I don't think any, by anybody of their right to do that. But we can judge that one way or the other, right? We can say, well, do, is that something that we would agree with? Is that something that should happen? Is this the way we want society to look? Is that something that we're interested in seeing more of or less of? And I think it's a very interesting kind of look at that. For, for yeah. something I know almost nothing about again, but it's just kind of interesting poking. Yeah, at. it's yeah, like, it, like I was it, saying, Disney founded by a huge anti-Semite. The Star Wars uh, original uh, three episodes have tons of anti-semitism in them like, yeah, like, like i didn't know that like what oh, come on i fucking hate star wars so i'm fine with so much racism of the Hutt's in star obviously wars. jewish no they're, they're like <laughs> there are there are space jews and there are oh, no i'm thinking of star trek star trek actually has have space jews and the ferengi the ferengi. the ferengi are literally space jews it's the most anti they're like well we can't go full on board and give them big noses let's big ears ha <laughs> They'll hear the dog whistle. Big ears. Greedy <laughs> people. Real greedy. They're always scheming. They're sneaky. They yeah, and they're, and they're ugly, too. Well, well, can we give them ugly this, noses? by the way, is one of the way that misinformation passes, by the way. This is from my, my fucking master's work, right? I was looking at this. Really? It's one of the things is you, well, some of the stuff you look at, you see this, you, you lose track of the source. So you remember the information, but you lose track of the fucking source. So like when I finish the show, I'm going to have to go look that shit up because otherwise that's going to be sitting around in my head and like two years later, I'll repeat that to someone like an idiot. And I'll have like Kyle's character's joke out there and I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, they were space Jews. And I'll be like, and so I'm like, that's going to so, be like... So I'm oh, an expert in about two things, all right? And one of them is Star Trek. Guns and Star and, Trek. And the second yeah, like, one like, is like, fake Holocaust like, theories. I know about this about you, though. So you, can't, right. you can't use that. All right. Well, that, that's called a joke. Um, <laughs> but, but this is not a joke. Um, the Ferengi in Star Trek are literally space Jews. Like, just Google Ferengi space Jew. And, and like, I guarantee, I, I've never done it before myself. But I guarantee you'll get like a whole like bunch of blog posts or like someone breaking it down. Um, it's it's essentially they're from this race of people who are ultra capitalists. They have um, their religion is based around um, oh what's it called? It's the um, rules of acquisition. The rules of acquisition are like their ten commandments, but there's there's like hundreds of them. There's like a there's like two hundred fifty of them, and it's it's every one of them is like a greedy thing it's like never get never allow family to come between you and profit that's an, that's one of the rules of acquisition it's like rule of acquisition number nine or something like that and each of them is just like that they're they're, they're all about profiteering merciless capitalism um uh, if you get in trouble on their planet you can literally buy part of the law is like oh yeah he murdered that's gonna cost him a pretty penny you know, you, you pay your way out of everything. 
um, the 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 like the leader of the planet, the Grand Nagus, is like the wealthiest guy, and it's his job to lead by example uh, with his opulence. You know, he needs gold toilets, and oh, is it gold plated? Oh no 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 no, solid gold, and it's everything is like that. They are literally space Jews. It's a very anti-Semitic <laughs> what race we, of people, and it was meant to be. About? I'm the talking Ferengi about um, Star Trek. Well, originally I was oh. talking about like that Disney is a bit ridiculous pointing at going after anyone for anti-Semitism being as they're founded by Walt Disney, a huge anti-Semite. Well, they're allowed to turn the corner on that though, right? What you misunderstand is this is one of the most powerful corporations on earth. They don't have to be consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going a different direction with that. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <clears throat> Yeah, oh, told you, man. The Ferengi. There you These go. These guys are hideous. Yeah, yeah, notice their big ears. Like what I was saying was like they. All right, we can't give them big fucking beak noses. We can't get. Give... <laughs> you think that they went with the big ears? Because I like, know they did. No one will guess that we're talking. I yeah. know they did. Like 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 he <sighs> filthy linked a Wikipedia article here, and there's a whole um, category uh, on there about the comparisons with anti-Semitic stereotypes um, <laughs> with the Ferengi in in, in the show. Um, Which, they are like fair, one of them. That that line, the line in midway through that, and this is fucking Wikipedia. And I haven't clicked any of the fucking actual citations, so God alone knows where this is coming from. But it's a uh, Ira Bear and just to read this, Ira Bear and Robert uh, Howitt Wolf state on the Deep Space Nine DVD commentary that the Ferengi are meant to be 20th century humans. The Ferengi are us. That's the gag. The Ferengi are humans. They're more human than the humans on Star Trek because they're so screwed up and so dysfunctional. Could be. Yeah, they were originally supposed to be. So the next generation fired off in the early 90s and they had big shoes to fill because everybody was like, you can't make Star Trek without Kirk and Spock. What is this nonsense? Who's this bald French man? Like, get the fuck out of here with this. And so they were and, and they were really scrambling. We're like, we got to make a good show here. Who's going to be our bad guy? You know, like who's mm. Earth has made peace with the the the, the Klingons. Um, Klingons. And there's like a, a an armistice with the uh, Romulans. Who's going to be the bad guy? And they're like, we need a new race of people. And the Ferengi were going to be the big bad. They, they were going to be like, yeah, yeah. And it, it, they, if you watch the first episode uh, with the Ferengi, they're like, oh, yeah, our computer base, our computer banks say they're someone called the Ferengi. We haven't had dealings with them in, you know, 70 years or something like that. They're very mysterious. And they have this big like showdown where they go down to a planet and the Ferengi are like kicking the whole bridge crew's ass they have um they might have guns but they all um that's what i was gonna say their weapon of choice they had like this laser whip it's like a whip that's like a lightsaber and they're like whipping the whip on them all and and fucking um uh jonathan frake's character is getting whipped and everybody's getting beat up and they almost lose to the ferengi the fan reaction was the fuck was that who are these short little space jews that you have picked to be our <laughs> big bad like and so they like had to flip the script so they're like all right there's a big don't misunderstanding work. with the ferengi turns out ferengi don't work now they're comic relief and so they made them a joke thereafter forevermore they were always the sneaky conniving villain who would only get the edge over um our characters by like putting some sort of sleep gas in the in the air support systems and like putting everyone to sleep but then their their goal would be to come in and steal the steel things like mm -hmm. steel technology and like valuables and women 
like like that would always be their like mode of operation. It would never be like warlike. They'd always run from a fight. They would never want a full on confrontation. And we mentioned him earlier. Clint Howard, ugly, uh, played a Ferengi several times. Yeah, only and, because and they didn't have to go through makeup. No makeup at all. That's <laughs> just how he looks. Ferengi yeah. are based on Clint <laughs> Howard's so actual the, face. Every so often, the Ferengi would have me on that. wisdom that I thought was really cool. You know, they teach about how money prevents war and stuff like that. And it was it was kind of interesting to see them come through. In Deep Space Nine, there's a great episode that I think Woody is is um, thinking of here. Where like there's a there's a real confrontation to be had between galactic superpowers, you know, not just like humans against Klingons. It's like the humans in the entire Alpha Quadrant and everyone from like the uh, the yeah. Gamma Quadrant. It's like like twelve races against four races, and like it's trouble. It, it like 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 trillions could die, and uh, the Ferengi guy jumps in and starts negotiating like it's a business deal and like mm. gets and like saves the day essentially it's it that saves is saves the day with shrewd yeah. businessmanship with shrewd business well stuff. he's like, making a certain kind of sense like you know you guys are about to take a decision yeah, we just had a president a lose, that used that same kind of rationale who does <laughs> our last president came in i, I a shrewd businessman gonna filthy. solve all the problems how is yeah. history gonna look on trump what are the in, what are the in terms of what? What's in the? Shut up! Sorry, my phone. It's muted. <laughs> it's talking. He's an American you call your politician. Phone filthy? I'm flattered. <laughs> uh, what's the what's in the first paragraph of his bio? Is it all about being double impeached, inciting a riot that took over the Capitol, and downplaying the COVID and causing extra hundred thousand deaths? Or I think it's a no. I think it's I don't even think it's anything to do with what he did. Anything to do with our reactions to that? I think it's everything to do with the processing of information on a kind of societal level. I think the the footnote in history about Trump is misinformation, not anything to do with Trump. It's about lying. I think it's a well. It's about how does society deal with a plat, like platforming misinformation and dealing with what is essentially essentially supposed to be a democracy of informed voters making decisions about things with a, a world with information accessible like this. I think that's got to be the footnote from that because if we if we don't come past that, we don't we don't have a future for that, right? If if, if this devolves like that, sure, goodbye. My my viewers so. have heard me talk about this before, like. <laughs> three elections ago maybe uh youtube was new but it was young so i was like next election it's gonna be the coolest thing politicians can't lie anymore that was the woody prediction that was how i saw it i was like what the daily show is doing is gonna be democratized and everyone's gonna do it you say one thing in front of one crowd and a different thing in front of a different crowd and that will get on youtube and people will juxtapose the two against each other and it will be impossible to lie but what actually happened is people just take one and say, I choose this to be my truth. And it's made yep. lying so much easier because but it, has, it lets people pick their news. It's not in the news. short term. It's a short-term problem. It's a short-term problem that, and like, look, it's I'm not an optimist problem. in any, any sense of the fucking word, right? But we got two solutions for that, right? The one is we deal with that because this is essentially, it's, I don't want to be like melodramatic about it. It's not like a species threatening problem necessarily, but it's, 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 a, it's, it's a huge problem going forward if that, if that type of information or misinformation doesn't get countered, right? If there isn't something in place to deny that. Because it's always more work to, to it's, 
this is like the, 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 the strategy of gish galloping, right? The idea of throwing a bunch of shitty arguments at someone, right? You, you wear them out of time. You wear them out the ability to do that. Like in your five second window of media, they don't have the ability to respond to that. Mm-hmm. We can't govern like that. That's not a, that's not a sustainable forward moving strategy for this. So if it devolves to that, we're fucked. The problem so, isn't that people lie. The problem isn't that people gish gallop. The problem is that people like it when they're lie and gish gallop too. The problem is that people choose it. The, the truth is out there and it's not hard to find. You can go to Facebook and debunk one post after another with 30 seconds worth of you know, research. Uh, the, the issue- But it's neither of those things. You're like, you're like half right, Woody, right? I think you can still, you can still hear more right? than normal. Yeah, I can, you can hear still you. hear you. Yeah. No, no, not like I'm not, I'm not bashing <laughs> you for anything. This, this is just literally you're half right on that, right? And that you're half right in the sense that those strategies are more effective in that time period, right? Right. Like they're more effective persuasive strategies, mm-hmm. right? Like they just they they reach people better. And you're right. People are happy to do their echo chamber, happy to just recite that shit. There's not they're not doing any of that basic little bit of work that needs to be done to do that. Okay. Well, this is like this is like self improvement. You know, you're a lazy fuck. You don't build us. You don't build like a workout routine that allows you to be a lazy fuck if you want to try to do something about that. But if that's right? a natural, it's the same with our American. It's a, if you guys are saying that's like a natural reaction of people to do that self-selection, though, then you can't really train it out of people. Well, but it's not a matter of training it out of people. You build a system that accounts for the fact at the base level that people will be lazy about their information processing. That's part of how you build so a you, system. You, you want Twitter like, to censor you, people. You don't. You don't it, decide like, each day if you're going to work perfect, out. Perfect you build your routine for that. So you like. Oh, go ahead, Kyle. All right. So I agree with both of you, by the way. I think I think you're all right about this. And that's what we need. I'm more only of. half right. It's been established. Truth. If that. You're going with both. <laughs> I mean, brought the expert on, Woody. You got to get the expert view. Home team. Works. Home team. <laughs> if, you're, if you're going with both, I'm going to go with neither. So <laughs> look, the real issue is that Woody hit on something where people, people want to hear what they want to hear. You don't mm-hmm. want to hear that your side did something wrong. I know... I don't like hearing about like, oh yeah, the United States did this war crime or that war crime. I'm like, ah, we probably needed to. It was probably required. What were the circumstances? They did it first, right? I mean, every other time we had a good reason to, so I bet this time we did also. (laughs) There's this apologist sort of thing. And I'm I'm just like, no, why are you anti-American? Why are you talking about what actually happened? I don't want to hear that. I don't want the truth. I don't want the truth. You know, you can feel like that at times. And, Right now you got eight you got the blue side and the red side and that's a big part of the problem. When I hear Trump talking about or when I hear people talking about Trump perhaps creating his own party I so I don't want Trump to start his own party but I want someone to start their own party because I think we do need a three-party system because the third party would be so much bigger than the other two and then if they had a news organization that was like well here's an issue we're completely wrong on or Here's, here's why we're right. Here's why they're wrong. There's, so right now, what's happening is um, a debate over transgender high school athletes. Um, mm-hmm. What's actually happening is that the Democrats, Biden, signed an executive order, and it says something to the, to, in the nature of, um, you know, tr- transgender people ha- will have all the same rights as everyone else. All right. Just get over it. They have all the same rights. They always did. I'm just saying it. And it's it's understand that. Well, the conservatives are taking the line and you can look at it. There's two ways to look at it. I don't know which one's quite right. They're, they're saying, ah, this is a great wedge issue for us. If we frame it under the guise of what the Democrats are doing is killing women's sports. 
they want uh, people whose sex is male. That's that. This is the the correct way to to phrase this. People whose sex is male, but their gender is female, to be able to play with athletes whose sex is female, regardless of their gender. And that will destroy female athletics at the high school, collegiate, and professional levels. And it absolutely will. That yeah. and and they are very wily, and it's a very smart move for them to 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 sort of twist things a little bit and create that wedge issue issue because it's a losing issue. Something like in the high seventies, low eighty percent of people polled in a, in the United States, people, not Republicans, not not a Fox poll, not a CNN poll, 70, 78 to eighty two percent are like, yeah, people whose sex is male should not be competing with people whose sex is female at any level of athletics. We saw the like under 15 boys team beat like the, the national championship women's team a few years ago in soccer, like, yeah. like beat the shit out of them. It was like six to one or six to two or something like that. There's mm-hmm. countless examples. Small you talk about lung right? capacity and, 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 and uh, heart size and bone density. Some 15 year olds are men. Speed. Small direction. Some, small caveat on that, I went Kyle, to, which is the direction, right? We don't like, we're okay with the, or at least I, I speak for myself, I guess, when I say this. We're okay with, or I'm okay with um, women competing with biologically born women competing with biologically born men in that du- in that direction if they have a, tra- if they change, gen- if they're yeah. gendered, they tra- transition Absolutely, gender, yes. Right? Be like, the idea is essentially we don't give people with biological baseline advantages equal access to the same, the same category. Because no, that's you're, not you're just true. Setting up, you're people setting whose up sex overlapping... is female will have to play with people whose sex right. is female. People whose sex is male because will have to play with people whose sex is male. what you're doing is you're setting up overlapping think, curves, think, and what, then you're comparing the far extreme on the curves. But, Phil, do, do I understand that you were saying it, sex female, you can play with either. Sex male, play with male. Is that what you well, want? Well, the idea is if you want a handicap because you're, fight, you're, yeah. you're engaged in some sport with people who have biological advantages above and beyond your advantages, and you want to play in that league, I'm okay with that. I agree. What actually. I don't want it, it, is the I, opposite. Let, let me jump on with you. In weightlifting and bodybuilding, there are competitions where you're pretty much allowed to use steroids and com- competitions where you're tested for it. You're not supposed to. If you're a yeah. natural athlete, which is the non-steroid term, I'm okay with you competing in both. And I think that's an yeah, analogous exactly. to what you're saying. Yep, exactly. Analogous. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And, and certain sports, it just doesn't matter. Um, I, I personally... Chess. <laughs> I was going to use chess. Uh, any any is, kind of racing sport. <laughs> the, the, the thing no, is, ooh, the thing is, no, 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 no. The, so this is this is sort of a misogynistic, like, like fun little issue to like, girls. What, what's what's happening here? Because women, for the most part, struggle mightily in chess against men. That is the reason why there is men's and women's chess, billiards, darts, plenty of sports which don't require physical height weight strength advantages nobody ever said bone density mattered when you're taking someone's fucking rook okay although although to push back on that there are intellectual why things why do i I'm, think I'm men thinking, do better i on, think it's on. because oh Bill, please, please, please just take the floor. sorry you have a second it's just just there are things like when you look at the gender differences biologically for intellectual pursuits or intellectual things right like women are better at facial recognition right like a lot of the studies show this right so if you had a game based around facial recognition you expect a difference based on gender or based on sex i guess depending on how you're looking at this 
that would be different between that, right? Like, so you, yeah. you might find that there might be other domains where that's true, but we're not worried about that quite as much, but it's interesting because you might find that depending on what the types of games you look at that for. There might, you might even on a side where you go, okay, everyone can play this because it's just, a, it's just chess, for example, or maybe you find some games similar to chess, like another intellectual pursuit that has some component of facial recognition built into it. And the men might just be worse at it. I want to get Filthy's opinion on my uh, hypothesis here. I think that by and large, this is in general generalities, men are more inclined to get hyper-focused on things. Those things can lead them to become computer programmers, engineers, uh, video game enthusiasts, woodworkers, or whatever. And women are more inclined to dabble in lots of different things. I think one is a master of one and the other is a you know, jack of all trades. Does that jive with your thought on men and women? I've never heard that. I've never heard that one way or the other. Oh, I've heard that. Uh, like the specificity of that. I have heard things like, um, I think this might actually be Jordan Peterson stuff talking about this. Might have heard it here talking about like preponderance of um, like men in like uh, CEO kind of positions and the idea being that there's some selection bias there, right? And this is this is the same stuff with like the Scandinavian countries with like when you minimize when you minimize um, differences in society for what is allowed and what isn't allowed, what is what is pushed for and what isn't pushed for, what you actually see is you maximize biological differences by doing that. Because if you look, there's there's only so many things that are essentially driving a difference. So if you take one of those diff one of those big factors, let's say it's seventy five percent of the differences are driven by by um, by societal differences, and you move that societal difference from seventy five to zero, all the remaining difference is essentially accounted for by something else, in this case, potentially biology. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure that's conclusive one way or the other, but you look at that and you mm -hmm. say, well, okay, in a society that's essentially equal or the most egalitarian society out there, you would expect the most egalitarian results in terms of the selection that people choose for their professions or their, their career paths. And you don't see that. You actually see it. You see a gender pattern. Now, why is that? I don't, I don't know that we know. And it, it, some it's of the- It's multifaceted. There are well, many certainly, factors. Peter, Jordan, like it's Peterson puts out and says, you know, this is because of gen gender differences. And it, that, that there are societal norms. That's definitely that, a potential outcome. There are societal norms that a lot of human beings, believe it or not, still believe in and want to conform to. Traditional gender roles are very appealing to the majority of people. Yeah. That being said, no one should be forced to become a housewife just because you got a vagina. And no one should be like, ah, what, why aren't you out but, there but, fucking hitting the bricks? Don't you want to be the CEO of the company, Dave? This is, this is like, equality no, of really. outcome versus equality of opportunity, right? This is what we're discussing right here. And the mm -hmm. interest, the, the one that I think we want to aim for is equality of opportunity. Like we don't have to see an equal number of 50-50 in every single, we don't have to see, for example, in every single business, a perfect representation of if the society of America is 30% X demographic, 20% Y 50%, you know, uh, Z, we don't have to see every single board look like that. Agree. Right. We yeah. don't have to see that, but we do have to have the ability for anyone in that society to potentially obtain those positions. If that was something that was interesting to them and not be structurally held back from that. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's right, um, so. it. I, I think everyone should be able to do what they want to do without in, infringing on anyone else's rights. Look, don't get <laughs> no, started on, on, on those, on those Suddenly afflicted individuals Taylor's judging. Yeah. Those fallen angels. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, as far as the chess thing goes, I think that. Look, I don't, I don't know a ton about this, but like something, there has to be something to the the fact that our ancestors survived 
by being by by for one conforming to gender roles you know m- women were staying back at the village right and and perhaps gathering uh things near the village and well, they were doing their core competency right like like the like no seriously what what's more valuable are you going to use all the energy that you got from the food to send all the women hunting and the men gathering no that's a terrible that's what i'm getting at so, so so, so not only is it more effective, Maybe, but, I, I think that over time with, with the background in ecological psychology, right? Like some of the stuff that you probably with these are that you have these like just so stories, right? You kind of retro, you retroactively say, well, we have this evolution, this evolutionary adaptation. Well, what could that have been good for? And it's in dis- it's not a disprovable position because there isn't, you, you can't go back and like test it. You can't, you can't set up situations for that. Right. So you can, you can, for example, do what you just said. Well, if men are stronger, and presumably it's the, you know, if this is like survival of the fittest and it's like only the top percentage are coming back with food, you can't, you can't waste that with the women going out and the men staying home. It's just not good enough. You, you can't test that. You can't, you can't but you absolutely that. You can, can test that. it. You can look, you can look at, you can look at the tribes of people that still exist and how they do things, right? Some of these indigenous this tribes in this way, some of the indigenous tribes in remote parts of the world, that's exactly what's still going on. And it's not because they watched All in the Family and they were but like, you yeah, can't necessarily I got to get out there and hit the bricks. Biologically, so that's the home. only way it would have worked. You can't. But it's the way it. You can yeah, say that, traditionally that we've done and that. The way it did yeah, work. Like, like you're saying you can't prove this, but now you're just needlessly deconstructing it, saying, well, you can't prove that. Okay, well, then prove why did all of the hunter gatherer bands that were successful enough to re- leave little monuments that we found, why did they all engage in the same behaviors? Because they clearly realized, hey, these tribes yeah, are but, but you can, women you can out posit there, a different then, uh, alternative for then, that. Oh, it turns out women are a lot more valuable than men. A woman dying this is causation versus correlation. We can say these two things move together and then we can, can we, we say, can say verif- that there could be can, another third no, factor that's causing not even that. true. I, I'm saying verifiably a tribe that puts women in dangerous situations with limited amounts of people to give birth is not going to sustain their population. If they need to be putting men in those difficult situations where they could potentially die you don't send a band of women which is your which is your bottleneck of expanding your society that's so obvious like we don't need to have i guess i'm responding for, to the first comment the first comment was essentially along the lines of like why would you send women hunting and men stay at home and because i'm not sure that said. wouldn't work and it may it may or may not work i don't know but i'm not i'm not i'm saying that i'm not sure we have the evidence to rule that out as a possible way that could have happened then I, would I say think the we onus do. Is on I, I think there's the tons onus is on you to show that those societies existed. Clearly, throughout history, any I'm, society I'm knows existed. I'm that, saying I'm not sure that the, the rationale I think is like biologically that's depicting the, the women back at home and the men throwing spears at mammoths and shit. Like, I think when you look at the, I think when they look at fossilized remains of humans, what they find is the men are always much more beaten up. They have many more healed injuries than the women. And it's not because the women were better at dodging attacks. It's because they were in fewer dangerous sure. scenarios. It's they the were way it almost but, has to be done in my mind because the way let me, let me just, it... Well, let me hold on. That's how it was done. All these societies did it that way independent of bingo. each other. You know, you could go to South America. You could go to South Africa. You could go to Asia. You could go to America, North America. And, and they all kind of assign the same kind of gender roles, which implies to me that certain genders are better at certain roles. Yeah, except I mean, I, I'm talking on my and ass what I was getting. Like, at I don't, I don't whole... have like research to back this up, but like a part of this goes if we have always done this, that doesn't necessarily mean it was the most effective way, especially when you look at how close to extermination our race has humans but, have been before, how small some of our social structures were. 
you can't at prove some that points if we in our time. The way you're implying it wouldn't have been gone. No, no, I'm not. I'm not, true, I'm not I, implying shit. I'm just literally saying the what you've said doesn't necessarily prove anything. I'm not offering the, the alternative that this other way existed. I'm just saying we have to be really careful of saying that because it was so, therefore it implies this. The because thing there's is, a lot of implications falls what down you can do to me is it would work much better if there were one example. But instead, every example lands the same way. There is no Wonder Woman colony where the women did all the hunting and they tried at the like. No, it, literally zero percent yeah. of the zero percent of the time. Yeah. Okay, they but, do it okay, I, but I can offer a counter argument, and not to the I don't, again. I don't have an. I'm not. My outcome is not to try to prove there was some like you know like Amazonian like tribe or something like that. It's not my point. My point is a more along the lines of some of the patterns of behavior that you have are societally generated and not biologically generated. So it's it's some of the things you do. Think right now, think your gender roles of a male and go, how many of those are because biologically I cannot do these other things or how many of these things are society? So to, to ask, to act like there's no, no input from society seems a little naive to me. So, so I actually agree with you, but only in certain places, right? Like, uh, if there was a society, I'm going to make it up. Maybe in Russia, men don't sing very often, right? Maybe that's sure. considered feminine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Hypothetically, you know? And... It's like, aha, but when we expand our horizons, we see that the reason there are no men Russian singers is a societal thing. It's not a genetic thing. It's not a gender sure. thing. Because when you look elsewhere, shucks, men are the predominant singers, or maybe it's equal. But when you do something like hunting versus gathering, and they all land on the same, they all come up with the same answer key, I'm like, It's definitely ah. an evidence to something. It's definitely yeah. evidence to something. It's the and, evidence uh, that the and men again, when, when I'm talking like when we talk about transgender athletes, and part of what we're Buffalo talking about is a sense that have a better chance of surviving. I mean, it's evidence of like maybe. humans being self-aware I mean, enough to know. I mean, hey, I, but, all right, it, so, it, all right see, so that's um, not a maybe. So men can literally throw a spear harder. Wouldn't you agree yeah. on the average? Agree. Men yeah, can yeah. literally no, this, have this a higher survival. That's the argument for some of the transgender stuff, right? Which is that essentially one biology, one biological set of whatever comes off on average when you look at the distribution curve better right so you could go okay well in general there's there's more difference uh between genders than there are or within genders than there are between genders or whatever you want to do with that sure but it's still two curves that overlap except on the extreme where one curve is ahead of the other fucking curve when you look at athletes it's literally the extreme portion of that curve so yes i absolutely agree that biology matters for something but i'm also saying that a portion of the, the reasons that you do the things you do and the portion of the reasons that societies have done the things they do are also attributed to factors outside of biology. Biology is not determinism for everything that happens in that, right? Aha. So I think I'm starting to understand where this ties into the previous conversation, which is like, why are men better at chess? Societal could be it. It could be that men are rewarded in some way. It could be for, like how women are better with facial recognition. It's known men are better with spatial reasoning. And so like it could be like visualizing the border, like predicting moves, something like that. Like that That's where I was heading the whole time. It's, sure. it's, to me, it's about the fact that these men who through eons of time, we're not quite sure where when that first like That's modern human like came about. I think the fossil records go back about 275,000 years like the oldest one where they're like, yeah, that's that's mostly us. It looks mostly like you go back uh, to like um, Homo habilis. You know, Homo habilis was creating stone tools like a million years ago and we don't know if he could speak or not. Irrelevant. What yeah. I'm getting at is that for a very, very long time the men were hunting and gathering and the men who could hunt and gather best and who, who could do things like drive the mammoths off the cliff 
to to uh, to come up with an ambush scenario to to compete with other groups of humans in yeah. war. The ones who were most tactically minded survived. So tactically but, but minded. But this is the problem. This is this is where we hit the problem. Not anything. None of your conclusions. None of your arguments. It's the problem of how you're getting there. And the problem mm -hmm. of how you're getting there is you're making just so stories, and you're saying because you you go these things happened. I see a logical connection between them that says this. And that's that this is the problem that Evo Psych so is pushing. The problem back is on that so those things may not have happened. But, but what, it, because I, there I could possibly be alternative I, explanations. And the more you find the, the more the more can, there is a possible I, I, other I, I, explanation. If you're calling this like just so arguments, then yours is a nuh uh argument because all you're saying is you can't prove this or you can't make an what, educated uh, assumption based on we can absolutely look so at how, how nations Taylor Taylor strongman me for a second, right? I like steel man me for a second. Tell me what my argument is, because I don't think you're hearing me. What, what do you mean? We've we've been having the discussion for like twenty minutes now. Sure, steel man me for a second. Tell me tell me what I'm saying. Steel man. I've never oh, heard yeah, that. Okay, so there's there's the, the straw man is you you give the the person you're talking to the least credible version of the argument so you can poke holes in it. Steel okay, man so is you rephrase is like, you rephrase the other person's argument as yeah. best you can to give them the most solid idea of that. So you're enough, basically showing enough. I understand so, and move forward. So I so. Your argument where I disagree is I think that you're saying there's too much up in the air. Like I think like your, your whole thing is obviously there's some biological determinism there. Obviously no one would deny that, but you're saying society's impacting that too. And we can't put an exact dot on, Oh, in this society right here, maybe it's a 50, 50 split in this society. Nope. Oh my goodness. Maybe it's a 70, 30. We can't nail it down as to what yeah, it is. So let me hit, let me hit the, hit, let me hit the problem that you're having. Cause you're, you're not saying what I'm saying. What I'm, what I'm saying is we have to be really cautious making arguments going, okay, all this shit happened in the past in this way. Therefore, it means X, Y, or Z. We have to be really cautious doing that when we can't test that. these. There's no experimental I, method you can do with that's that, right? True. There that's absolutely true. is. There are there's dog do. breeding. I mean, I mean, look, look, look at, I, you, I think, there's racehorse breeding. There's a reason why. So you, can, why, you could argue. There's a, there's a difference right, hey, here. Me, no, no, because you can argue the go. difference. Okay. Let me just make this small point and get there. Sure, sure. There's a reason why when a horse wins the fucking Kentucky Derby, all of a sudden his semen is incredibly valuable. Tastes and it, it, it's not a societal thing either. It has nothing to do with like what kind of society that horse came from. It's all about his genetics. It's like, hey, that's a fast horse. His children are much more likely to be champions than any, old, uh, any, any other old random horse. And so I'm just saying that the hunter-gatherer tribes that survived, you can go back to the Plains Indians, for example, the ones that were, that, that were best at their job were the ones who were most likely to pass on their genes. The ones who were not as good at their jobs were much less likely, not only because they might starve, but because the more Let successful Let me give you like tribe... a textbook counterexample to this. You ready? Yeah. Ready. We, we evolve these structures because yeah. of the best structures we can have, right? We, we evolve these because they, because this is looking at this, we look at this backwards and we go, this is the, this is the outcome that would be most, most beneficial for coming out of this. Look at the fucking human eye. The human eye is a joke, right? You could design that so much better. It, it, the way it works isn't optimal. It was just evolutionarily better than the alternative for this to some degree, right? So we look at this. So, so you, and, and what, okay, where I wanted to go with this, sorry, because I kind of got sidetracked on that, that thought for this, but where I want to go with this is, okay, you do something like um, facial, you do something like um, memory for faces, right? You can test this now. You can go in, you can put people in experimental paradigms now, and you can test for that. You can experimentally say, 
okay, we, you know, we, we double blind this, whatever else, you know, we, we set these people up in these control groups. We, we make sure we're doing the experiment correctly and we can say, all right, women are better at facial recognition than men, for example. Or you can do this experimentally. You can do this with, you go, okay, uh, you test like, you know, thousands of men and thousands of women. You look at their strength, their grip strength, their whatever, the, the, the distance they can throw a spear. It doesn't make any fucking difference. Whatever you can do with this, you can test these experimentally. You cannot test these evolutionary hypotheses as easily backwards like that. So when you make these conclusions drawn from that as an evidence of, well, it worked, this seems to have happened this way historically, or there's more examples of it this way. You have to be really careful with those conclusions because you can't, you can't, conclude but, that with okay, the same so let's take it piece degree by piece. of strength. So let's take it piece by piece because I still don't quite understand what you're okay. trying to say. You would agree that a tribe of people who had more food would be more successful. Sure. Okay. Yep. So there's a lot of factors that would lead to a tribe getting more food. Yeah, sure. But, I, I, guess, would, I guess I'd have to like caveat that. Like, you know, if, if the, if tribes are failing because of lack of food, the tribe with more food solving that is more, yeah, sure, sure. I, I think in general, I can give you that. Sure. Yeah, and all I'm saying okay. is the tools that would get more food would be a hunt, a more successful hunter-gatherers. Sure. And what, so, if you're solving for the problem of food, sure. That, that, well, that I, certainly could be that. With the biggest thing is like, well, but the, I don't think we. Thing, but solving but the for the problem goes, of food is probably. the bedrock of society. By the way, it's at the point where you have enough food, where you have this division of labor, so that when you have enough food, you can have division of labor. When you can have 10% of your population feeding 110% of your population, then all of a sudden you can have artisans, you can have creatives, you can have a hierarchy of leadership, you can have religion, philosophy, art, all of those things. Without uh, the bedrock of all society is literally a guy who could, having guys who can throw good spears and having guys who can figure out agriculture. And having women who are safe to procreate and increase the number. And so like, if I can get in for a sec, my whole, I guess, what I take umbrage with of what you're saying is that you can absolutely look at massive patterns throughout human history and how societies are organized, how groups of people make decisions, uh, societal roles, and you can make assumptions based on that. And so when you say, hey, oh, well, there's no experiment. We don't have a pure group that we can go to and do an A-B test. Like, that's true, but we need like, making assumptions and looking at patterns pattern recognition is kind of one of the things that makes us human we can absolutely do that and sure, infer but you go with, to it's a about, degree, it's, to, hold on to a degree of accuracy you would say that looking at those things and inferring gives us a better than 50 percent chance of being right and predicting something and because of that it has predictive value and so we can absolutely look at these things and discern like oh this is kind of why this happened is it 100 percent? no but to say that we can't make those statements at all because it's we got to be really risky it's unless we can do it in a lab coat in the year 2021 like that, that I, you lose me there. But, but what, what, okay, maybe, but maybe, maybe you say, maybe I lose, you say I lose you there, but I'm not sure I do. Cause what you just said is you just actually represented them as one as a slightly less sure thing than the other, which is the only point I brought up for this, right? Which mm -hmm. is you can say with the one, okay, we experimentally tested that and all of, you know, in 500, or I don't know what the, what the fuck the number of societies are out there right now in all major countries recently, we had a, you know, a 20,000 population, uh, experiment with this where 20,000 participants in this in this experiment across many different cultures I and mean, this all tested the same for a difference in for example uh, mm. facial recognition in women across all cultures that we tested this in uh, at a significant difference and you can make that as a test your degree of certainty in that result is higher 
then your degree of certainty when you go, okay, these things have happened in the past, but we can't experimentally test any of those. Oh, you, no. You I still say, yeah, there's a pattern. Maybe but your, your degree of certainty is lower, which I think, is the only I think, point I brought up with this. I think we might be talking past each other a bit. I was more this whole time been like fixated on the, the hunter-gatherer thing and that we can look at the roles and draw really kind of pretty set-in-stone inferences about every society that's gained any kind of success we've ever seen crop up on this planet. Not so much the obviously, if we're talking about something like facial recognition, yeah, like we can get a lot better gauge on that because we can do it sure. just now. And- and, and, and I guess I guess my problem and my pushback is is not that we we might look at these same things and actually come out with the same results of this and say that seems to be that my my problem is the certainty which which you attach that I go to to me I hear that and I think yeah probably that makes a lot of sense that inherently seems to be true but it might not be because I can't go manipulate the fucking variables to test that and we can't do that so we have to be more careful with that information that has to be attached to lower probability than the other information that were coming out of this. So like, and like to, to me, that's meaningful. To stick on like the hunter-gatherer example, because as we started with, sure. like, would you say like, given what we've learned on that, like, because there's so much evidence across the world, it's like, okay, we do have a fundamental understanding kind of of why males did this, females did this. Unless something groundbreaking comes up, this will be our underlying assumption as to why societies were organized this way the world over. <laughs> well, again, this is, this is the I example, and I don't think I introduced this very well, right? Which is we could say, well, you know, sight, sight is a really important element, right? It's going to allow us to identify f- friend from foe, threat from safety, food from garbage, or whatever the house happens to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it would, it would make sense. There's a lot of selection pressure on the eye. We're really going to get this nailed down in an efficient, functional thing. People with more efficient eyes are going to be better at this. Okay. okay, except the eye is, is an evolutionary fuck up is essentially does things less efficiently because it just happened to evolve that way and work enough that maybe it was better than competitors or maybe it was okay enough that it does it, right? So mm-hmm. the, the problem for me is is I don't want to draw the, 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 the single conclusion from this going, hey, these things are seeming to point evidence in this direction. We can't test them. We can't manipulate them. We can't prove them. We say this is what we've been seeing. And it certainly is evidence. If all societies do something compared to no societies do that, we go, well, that's probably more likely. Yeah. But it's still at and, a lower and, level of probability than the one that we can experimentally manipulate and see, look, we poke this five fucking ways, we move these variables around, and it always comes out the same way. This is pretty damn certain. It's about as certain as science gets, right? And those are different. Those are different levels of how much weight we can attach those sure so yeah okay but that's that's my point so when i asked you to steal me that's the point i was trying to make i don't disagree mostly with your conclusions i think that seems reasonable that seems probable but i can't be as certain on those conclusions as i can about other conclusions no i want to keep arguing about it (laughs) i I love arguing yeah it's fun (laughs) man i would have being a caveman would have sucked would there have been any good sides probably not right (laughs) <laughs> i was trying to think of like cave bitches i mean how far the furthest back i'd ever want to go and live there would be like rome because rome was even better than like some of the middle middle ages nonsense but you go further back from rome before oh, Oc- way better maybe ancient greece maybe ancient greece the furthest back i'd be willing to go taylor i think you'd be I, a pretty alpha caveman right i i, I think that the the skill set you possess which is pull day would be <laughs> and headbutts. <laughs> head uh, but he would have grown up without a mother. He would have killed her in childbirth. 
Yeah. <laughs> True. And then they would have sacrificed me to the gods. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that you'd do really well as a caveman, right? Like you would be the 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 chief in this situation. All the bitches would be yours. You'd have what is that thing where kings get to break in the newlyweds? Oh, I, I introduced Prima Nocta in the year. Yeah, Prima Nocta would be a thing under your society Jesus. if you wanted it. I I think you're underselling. Can you imagine? Believe there was a reasonable thought process like? behind that. That was a king like i want to fuck that girl and she's married she's married to that guy i'm fucking her anyways there's yeah, no, no way that was well, any so, other benefit for that well, imagine the oh, oh. leaders of tribes in the stone age grug new kick hit with the rock in the back of the head now grug two new king like you, you get like three days before you got fucked up taylor Actually, no, you're not be- this is where you shine you're not really vulnerable to hit in the head with rock. <laughs> <laughs> they hit you in the head dozens of times. And you'd be like, that is saying. not my weakness. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe everything's coming up Taylor in the year 5000 BC. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> I'm king of the cave. You have uh, anti concussion and pull day skill sets, and that's all you need. Yeah, and if I'm in charge, I send all the other males out to do the hunting <laughs> so, while I fuck all the women. So you asked about Prima Nocta. The, the point of Prima Nocta wasn't just to get your your nobles laid because uh, that would be okay. awfully self-serving sure, and and, sure. and and might re- lead to some revolts as it did um a big part of it was to breed out a group of people that you were that you didn't like um rather than fight them and that's why well, england well, well, did so that the king, the would Scots. the king go back like what happened okay okay I, I buy that for the first child all right king fucks her you know he's amazingly fertile she's really fertile that one night of intercourse she's pregnant okay we blocked out the competitor's sperm what about baby number two does he go back well it, again work? we're talking about medieval europe so the firstborn is the only one that matters oh i see because of yeah you're thinking of like how it's passed like lands passed it's on the kind of deal real? you're just like number two yeah absolutely it's real yeah, like, like, like yeah oh i always Sorry, Mel Gibson was so pissed. You thought that was made up in the uh, There Braveheart? are a couple things. Like, I've seen torture devices that, um, that yeah, were they, things that they didn't do. And, and, yeah. and I, I, for some reason, I thought Prima Nocta wasn't... Re- wasn't yeah, I guess it was a lot oh, you more thought it was talk like, uh, than... What do they call them? Pairs. And the Iron Maidens and shit. You yeah, thought like yeah. Prima Nocta was an Iron Maiden? That's what I thought oh, it was. Sure. Like, for okay. a while. Because apparently Iron Maidens were like, oh, they kind of just made this in like 1870, just made the spookiest thing they could make and then went around to a bunch of rubes who were like, oh, look at this. This is who King Henry the 16th. They don't know the kings. King Henry. He he killed people in this. Give me a give me a pence, a shilling, whatever it was back in the day. I guess probably still a dime or a dollar, right? (laughs) Because we didn't change. (laughs) We didn't change. Yeah, well, that's cool. No, I'm not, not getting that far I'm, with Google that fast. I'm looking for a silly video for us to watch. I'm watching uh, three incredibly drunk guys fight in a McDonald's while this one guy just eats his burger. <laughs> Wait, I watch your videos is like a 2018 thing, though. Fair enough. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Like, in, it's right. not on YouTube. It was just like it's like a GIF on Reddit. <sighs> oh, if it's a I'm GIF. I'm so fucking tired of COVID lockdown. So insanely tired of it. Everybody yeah. is getting. I love it. I mean, I imagine you guys, no problem. Like, what do you, what, what's, what's the acre? Do I ask? What's the acreage of your property? 14 and a half. 14.65, I think, something like that. Okay. So you got like a small town in there. I, I, it's He's mostly there. grass. I just have elbow space. Like, like there's <laughs> no one makes noise that gets to my house. 
Uh, and uh, the conversely, real freedom is what he can noise. take to the skies whenever he likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his flying ago. chair with mm -hmm. balloons. I don't know that I'm really locked. I'm a little locked down from COVID because for the past two years, I've wanted to have sort of a seasonal effect disorder break. I, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to miss a week of the show and I'm going to go to Italy or something and, and or Columbia and just, you know, live my perfect life and, and come back. And, and what were your thoughts? Red wine or cocaine? Yeah, they're flying oh, sites and it's warm weather uh, in the winter. So anyway, um, that's what I wanted to do. And it just seems like a couple things. Like if it was just me, if I was single, I think that I probably would have gotten COVID a while ago. Would have got it over with. I'd be a little bit uh, inoculated. I think I used the term right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, from having uh, had it and be on the other side. Cool. But at this point, it's like I've gone this far. Lockdown. I, I don't remember the last time I've left my home. Uh, I have an errand to run. It's looming over me, Taylor. But uh, <laughs> <Get on it. laughs> I don't remember the last time I've left my home. Um, and and it just seems like shit. You're gonna dodge whatever it is, twelve months of COVID, and contract it two months before the vaccine's available. That seems right? silly. It's that's called sunk cost. Getting it yep. right to the I'm finish line and then fumbling. Yeah, and then the other thing is, it it's not just a personal decision for me, right? If I come home with COVID and then give it to my wife and my kids and that baby we watch and her family and that that whole thing, like. Thank you. You've got enough room. You can all quarantine in there. <laughs> Everybody gets a different sunroom for two weeks or a ten day, whatever it is now. It's We're getting a, polar vortex temperatures right now too. So this happened, I think, two years ago, a year and a half ago, something like this. This is like the the displacement of like the fucking polar temperatures that moves down. I think ooh. you're pretty close to me, Taylor. You're probably getting this too right now. Has your yeah, weather been insanely shitty right now? Like super cold? Like really, really like consistently cold for the last couple of days? Oh yeah, it's been like. Like it's been around zero, and for St. Yeah. Louis, zero is very fucking cold. So yeah, yeah. I'm in uh, snow, Iowa these days. But it hasn't been enough. Iowa's real fucking cold, but there, yeah. there's been enough snow to ruin the roads a little bit, but not enough for it to look good at all. Yeah, and I was doing. I mean, I go up and down on this COVID shit, but I was doing all right when I could get out. Like my wife and I were going. You know, we're going for like hikes and shit, and just exploring and like getting out of the house. And now it's like. Every morning we wake up, we look at the weather. It's like minus six. Feels yeah. like minus twenty five, and I'm like, hmm. Guess I'm staying in again, you know? And it's yeah. like, and there was something about it, right? Like the COVID already restricts your shit, right? And you're already pissed off about this. And you're like, I want to go sit in a bar and have a fucking drink and have a chat with someone and just like yeah. shoot the shit and enjoy myself. Go, I want to go to a restaurant and sit down there instead of have a takeout kind of deal, right? And mm -hmm. then it's something particularly insulting about the fucking fact that now it's also so ridiculously cold outside that it's like going outside i could do it out of spite right i could go out for this and be like fuck it i'm going out anyways i'm gonna go for a walk in this and i'm gonna fucking enjoy it but it's so fucking cold out there right now that it's just so miserable to do it this i know right it feels like I, I i would imagine a significant portion of my fellow iowans are not surviving this that covid's going we strong can survive this because we refused to lock down for two weeks a year ago we should have. Oh yeah, if we would have done two weeks, it would have got rid of it, right? Yeah, like <laughs> you, you can't be that naive. I mean, wow. I just look at the countries he that plays did a character it. Now they're PK. having fucking football games full of full of people. The countries that did it still had months and months and months of lockdowns. And New Zealand knocked it right out. New Zealand has eleven people, and it was only a few months ago that they fully opened back up. I think. Even ha I'm, every time they had like four cases, they were like, "Oh, back in the closet." 
half the my population. Dad, my dad, my dad has uh, both vaccines now. <laughs> Say that he again, is, filthy. Say, I didn't hear. My dad word. has uh, had both vaccines now, so he's had both uh, both versions what? of the vaccine. My, my okay, yeah. cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Carry on. How is he a cheater? I can't get any vaccines, and he's just loading up on all of them. He won the lottery, the COVID lottery, however they're picking. Oh, he's he's down in Florida, and he's in his um, mid seventies at this point. So they they they're like sixty five and up vaccinating right now. So anyways, so um, he's had both both shots of that, and they're still you're still required after the second shot. I think it's three weeks before you're allowed to go out. And he is for him, he's like counting down the days so he can go to his favorite pub in fucking Saint Petersburg and have a beer outside. And he's been like. He, I mean, he's my dad's an active guy, like like you know, mm-hmm. boating, et cetera. Like they're down in Florida, he's out all the fucking time, and this has been killing him. And I'm so excited for him, and I'm so jealous mm-hmm. of like, you know, I don't think you're supposed to be running around super much when you get it, but like at that point, like, I mean, you start looking at these, right? Like the percentage of you catching it is whatever, you know. Like you look at these numbers. I think it's 95% of, um, efficient, and they're a little bit not clear on that for the newer strains for that. But like, it's like so now you're like, all right, I was already at X percent. And now I've taken away 95% of that. So you multiply it by 0.05 and that's your now percentage of getting it. And you're just like, fuck it. I'm going to go have a beer. And I wish to be in that situation. I'm ready yeah, for that same. situation. So I want to go, um, go to Las Vegas and play some poker. And yeah. uh, I've been watching this poker uh, vlogger. And they, they have these like plexiglass like cones of silence around each player when you sit down at the poker table now. Like, like everybody's like enclosed sitting around a table. I'm like, oh my God, it's so fucking lame. I'll be glad. Oh. I, I want to get, I, I really want to sit down and play some Texas Hold'em whenever I get vaccinated. That's, that's, I think maybe I'll go to Colorado, do some vacationing for like a month, two months at least right off the bat. And uh, I want to go to the casino. I want to go play some fucking Hold'em. I want that vaccine as fast as possible. You, you can't even talk to people like, cause poker, like the social part of it's huge. Yeah, a little bit. It's you can still talk. It's just rah, 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 rah. Or I you guess know, you, friends. Like you wouldn't it's know. It's easier to ignore them. Yeah, you know, I'm not get playing tilted friends. as much no, from here. I never mind. The, my, my viewers have heard me talk about. It. There are these paramotor events. They call it a fly-in, and there'll be hundreds of pilots and stuff. And um, I don't want. I don't know how to say this without being an arrogant asshole. But me at a fly-in would be a little bit like Kyle at a gun show. Like strangers will come up and want to shake my hand or <laughs> ask me about some video I made or something like that. And I need to be vaccinated. Like, it just should be for it to be smart. And I know it's a much smaller field, but whatever. Anyway, I didn't realize how much I missed it. I don't think a day goes by that I don't think about this thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been getting fit. I'm like, I can't wait for them to see the new me. I mean, I, mean, I flew the other day. I'm like, I got to practice my skills. I'm going to be evaluated. I, I, like, I don't know. I want to go. I want to see people. I want to see my friends. I've got friends that I yeah. talk to online every day. They're all going to make it. You know, and and I want to make it. I, yeah, yeah. My mom's just Kudos about to you, get the vaccine. I, I she's a she's a teacher, so she's in the next round. Mm. Yeah, my grandma nice. got one. I think she got her second one on Thursday or today. Nice. And I, this yeah. is just a little bit of Woody bullshit, so yeah, I don't put any faith in it. But I have this idea that after the first shot, you're at least partially inoculated. Yeah. It, Maybe two thirds effective, and then the second shot bumps it up to ninety five. Right? Doesn't that just pass the I don't sniff know. test? I know that she she got the first one last week, and she started feeling shitty, and she had to go to the hospital. That like uh, eighteen hours after, she was vomiting a bunch. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, complications or something. Unrelated. Her, um, uh, they didn't know. They just said, uh, I guess when they give you the vaccine, like if you start feeling shitty, just like stay in touch. 
so they can keep track of stuff and uh, keep all the data. So she's she's feeling better now. Like it was like a day and a half where she's like, I can't I couldn't even keep anything but like small sips of water down. I was vomiting and shitting constantly. It was horrible. I couldn't hardly get up off out of bed. But, you know, she's they fine. Tell you now. That's a good sign. I don't know if they're just trying to pat you on the back and say, great. But apparently if your body reacts to the vaccine, that means your body is building the antibodies and doing yeah. and, and preparing you for actual battle. And she should have real deal antibodies now. <laughs> it would seem oh. so. Yeah. Whereas uh, if you get it and have no reaction to it, then we don't know. You might be one of the less effective people. Yeah. And it could have been just totally unrelated. It was just weird that it happened just like hours afterward. I'm jealous of the, the the statement, Woody, that COVID has been like a call to fitness for you. Like all the things I do for fitness, like especially yeah, in the winter are hard. And then doubly so when I can't fucking go to like a gym. I can't like I want to go rock climbing. I, I finally moved to a location that has a rock climbing gym again. It's 20 minutes away. Totally accessible. It's a great gym. I'm really happy to do it. I've been waiting on COVID the entire time I've been here. I'm just like, for fuck's sake, I spent two years where I couldn't get to one. And now there's one like down the road and I can't use it. It's are, they open, nuts, uh, are they open with masks? Like climbing? Uh, yeah. So it's um, University of Iowa, I think it is, has a, um, you can get a public pass to their their rec center, essentially. And yeah, oh. so they're, they're, they're open for that. There's yeah, like limited like hours and limited stuff, but just go and wear so a mask. You're not like, going you out dude, I'm, I'm trying caution. really hard not to be doing this for fucking five more years. Right. I feel like socially obligated to do this shit. Right. Like wait, it's kind of like, I don't know what this is. I, I got lost. You, you're trying not uh, to do this. Quarantining for COVID. Right. Like trying not to be part of public spaces, et cetera. The second I get vaccinated, I'm going like, you know, if I cut my risk by 95%, I was already kind of on the border of like how risky I felt this was. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, if that's happening, I'm going to fucking do that. But I feel like the more people, if, if I don't do this, if I'm just like, shit, I'm going to go wherever I want and do whatever I want and I'll deal with COVID and I'm probably young and it probably won't bother me and it probably won't be a long hauler and all that's probably statistically true. I'm still fucking it up for everyone else. If I can get vaccinated and do this, all right, all right, my social obligation is done. I'm going to go do the fuck I want and I've been waiting to do this for a long time. So this is killing me like this end bit. I'm just like, fuck, yeah, let's go, yeah, let's go. The last two times we talked to you, you're like, I just need to get back somewhere near a climbing gym and everything will work out. Just need that fucking climbing gym. And now you're yep. there. And it's I like, I know what I'm like looking at. It, I'm like, not, not having it. It sounds like we exactly. have a similar this is mindset. The fucking, like, like, it's not even ahead. me. It's not even you. It's yeah. that you don't want to infect people you care about or don't care about. I don't even care about them. I don't give a fuck. I don't even like people. <laughs> I just feel like this is, it's just the shorter route to the solution. You right? It's like, society. let's not be dumb about this. If I could get other people to fucking do this, I could be back already. You know, it's like, it's driving me nuts. So, so I, I am uh, dealing with my COVID by drinking. So you're like, you know, I hope they see the new me. I'm like, let's bury the new me. Let's get them down a little bit. Like when we get out of this, I'm like, I'm happy with the new me now. I'm getting through it. But like, <laughs> you'll, you'll sip your way through this. You'll fancy yeah. I saw that photo you posted on Twitter. Maybe it was Twitter or maybe you shared it here a while ago where it was like, I went into the Costco or the liquor store and stocked up a bit. And it was like, had to be $520 of <laughs> liquor and wines. It was Dude, like Iowa has like, apparently like, I didn't know this before I moved here. It's like, sixth or seventh highest like alcohol like cost in the the u.s so every time we go back to visit my wife's parents in illinois i've been stocking up massively on alcohol i'm just like all right we're doing a binnies run i'm buying like insane amounts of alcohol because i'm just like i'm not fuck i'm like i'm not dealing with that just, it seems yeah. so stupid like what kind of society taxes this shit out? like there's no way i should be paying like it's like 30 percent markup on this shit it's like insane it's 
Yeah. And like, I don't know, like for those of you who don't drink it very often, maybe that's not a big deal, but I drink a lot. And I'm like, this is a big savings. It would be financially irresponsible not to stock yeah. up when I go back to visit <laughs> the in-laws. Yeah. Dave Ramsey would approve. Like, I, like living in Missouri, I forget how cheap alcohol is here until I go somewhere else. Like flying through the Salt Lake City airport before you know that they serve nonsense pretend Mormon beer and spending $8 on a 3% Bud Light that tastes like somebody's oh. spitting it. You're just like, this is, this should be illegal. What's Bud Light like, normally? So Bud Light is like four point something percent. Like it's, it's whatever the normal amount, four point something percent, maybe four and a half percent is like the baseline, like light beer percent. And because Mormons are like, can't do that shit. We're lame. You can only get like 3% beer. And they don't tell you that like when you're flying in. And so I ordered one once on a work trip and I was just sitting there like on my layover, like, I must have got like the last one out of the fucking thing. Like what a terrible <laughs> beer. And then like I, I mentioned something about it to the guy next to me and he was like, oh no, we're in Utah. You just spent $8 for, you just bought spicy water basically. Like Would, you need to, he was like, what you need to do is there's a, there's a workaround. So what <laughs> there's Utah breweries and apparently if it's an artisan beer, it can be wild percentages of alcohol. And so it was like, you can have Michelob Ultra, Bud Light, Bud Select, Bud Weiser. Oh, those are all 2.53% bullshit beers. Or you can have the heavy handed Mormon pastor brew. And it's 9% alcohol. And it's like, I see what you're doing here. You, you want everybody to buy these $10 specialty beers because we're trying to get drunk because we're killing time. But even efficiently, what you just described is a 3% for $8 or a $10 for 13%. I, would th- I think I was being overly generous. It was probably an $18 beer or something. But <laughs> uh, when you're at the Salt Lake City Airport, you can, you can spend some cash. It's boring as shit. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Airport's uh, really I terrible. literally got proselytized to there once but from a Mormon. I worked when I worked. I you that for a second. <laughs> no, you know I converted real quick to get them to leave, <laughs> and then and then I renounced. Um, uh, I was uh, I was working at this rental car place when I lived in Idaho, and one of my like not my boss, but like one of the bigger upper area bosses uh, was this hardcore fucking Mormon, and he like took me on this, and I knew he was a hardcore Mormon, and this was near the end of my time there, and he like wanted me to go on some lunch with him because he's like, hey, haven't noticed that you're not selling. At all? Uh, did you stop asking people? And I and I just wanted to. I was like, no, it's just the tide's not right for me. You know, uh, ebbs and flows. In reality, it was like, do you have your own insurance? Yeah. Oh, don't buy this nonsense. Have a good one, man. Like that. Like I was. I was done. And he takes me out to this Mexican place, and we're talking. And I don't want to talk about the fucking sales shit because I'm gonna leave this job soon. I don't fucking care. And so, but I know he's really into Mormonism. And so I just started asking him, like, hey, I'm not from. Utah or Idaho, so I don't really know much about Mormonism. Tell me, tell me about Mormonism. <laughs> and while I'm like sitting there, like eating queso, like refilling queso, I was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, yeah, that, that, that's tight. Like, and so we talked for a while and he like explained Mormonism to me and he's like my high level boss. And by the end of it, he's like, we didn't talk about sales at all. He's like loving me because I indulged him talking about Moroni and stuff. And it was like two weeks later, I was at the airport just fucking around. And he came up. He's like, hey, Taylor, can I talk to you real quick? And I'm like, oh, no, here it comes. He's going to be mad at me because he realized I bamboozled him last time we talked. And then he, like, takes me aside and he's like, hey, I'm not technically supposed to do this, but, you know, I felt a calling. And just take this home with you. And he gave me a Book of Mormon. Oh, that's so cool, dude. And I was like, yeah. and I felt, I was like. And now like, you understand I, the power of a blowjob. I appreciate right? that. No, no, but the, the fact that he, and he was such a nice guy. I can't understate that. He was a very nice guy. And, like. 
They all it are. Wasn't, it wasn't, they all are really nice. And it wasn't like a, hey, do this like you're a sinner. Like the way I took it was like, like th- this guy, he like in his head, he's doing a tremendously kind thing. Like he's like, you know, there's an in with this person. Like I'm going to help save their soul. So I, I took yeah. it like it, he was being a goofball, obviously, but I took it. I'm fortified kind. by bourbon here, but I want to point out that <laughs> the people who uh, charge the Capitol believe they were defending democracy. This guy, um, this guy gave me a Book of Mormon, though. Yeah, I know, but my point is that the, the, the intentions trial. don't fucking matter. Right? I, if they're not, can, if they're not connected to quickly reality. Quickly on the Mormonism thing. Nice. I wish they were right. I wish they were right, and <laughs> I wish I believed. Because that seems like a, a pretty fucking good religion. Like, like I know they've got some... I know they got some historical stuff. Uh, with, like, I think there was an Indian massacre, and it's like, all right, who hasn't massacred the Indians? They sure. had it coming... Fucking savages get savaged. That's what fucking happens. Indians. Those it dirty fucking can't drink alcohol cannibals needed wiping out. And I'm glad. I I wish we'd gotten them all. all Look right? at the Missouri Mormon War. They came, it wasn't the Indians. They came in. They started fucking with the Missourians. The Missourians pushed them out. And so then they went to Utah. Missouri Enjoy was, your fucking and casinos, I mean, to be fair, chief. We can't could use the smallpox. Like, descriptors <laughs> of Missourians, right? What's that? cannibals etc right like oh it was a bunch of a bunch of no good nicks a bunch of bad <laughs> bad muffins so almost a lot of the uh, native american tribes were cannibalistic and very oh. torturous and super rapey um everybody always wants them to be the fucking tribe from pocahontas or something like, no, no, they, they were, like a lot of them were still like stone age tribes of course they did the shit like kind of like stone age jews they, you're saying. they were all stone age <laughs> tribes as far as i know when we got here I don't, That's what I'm I don't, saying. Like, the, like stone age people did a bunch of that kind of stuff like yeah. rape and torture, yeah. and then so once you have Stone Age, all that stops. No, no more. Uh, yep. Then you're then you're good like <laughs> us. Chill forever. No, if I could pick, like, like, I wish that they were right because what Taylor said, like, like that kind of warmed my heart a little bit. Like, like, because I I can imagine that guy and how like, like he wasn't trying to recruit Taylor for some Amway or like, this isn't one of those like housewives. Like, have you heard about Mary Kay? Like, no, he's like, this would save this young man's soul. He could be part of the, 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 the people who have it right. He could be one of us, one of God's chosen people who, who knows the truth. And he's interested. Oh, that's so wonderful. I, I admire this young man and I want the best for him now. You know, like, like I, I think that's what was going through that guy's heart. And I think that's, or his mind and his heart, I suppose. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't believe in especially their version of that mumbo jumbo at all. And, uh, but, but I wish I did. I wish it were real. That, do do yeah. any of you feel that way that you wish yeah. that you no, had religion? This is ignorance is bliss. Except yeah. like, to the next level because it goes, it's, it goes beyond ignorance purpose. is bliss though. No, like we, our ignorance life has is meaning. Bliss, we have a definition in a, in, in a, a route to both happiness and a route to savior in the next world. Like this is the way now we know. Now we can move forward in our life with that plan. Isn't that great? I look at it a little differently. Uh, Bill Maher said something. Do you guys know who he is? The comedian, politically incorrect HBO. Now the viewers do too. And he drew this uh, thing. He's like, you know, Christians are the QAnon people. If you look at a Venn diagram, QAnon is just a circle inside of Christian. Why is that? It's because their mind is opened to bullshit silliness. There is a space in their mind and heart for absolute horseshit. 
And when they hear Q do his latest drop, they're like, tell me more about your absolute horseshit conspiracy theories with no evidence required whatsoever. Well, fuck. Christians have been flexing that muscle since their dad taught them to do it at six months old. So you guys are like, man, I wish I had my Christian muscles a little built up. You know, I wish I had, that was my yeah. belief system. I'm like, fuck that belief system. Fuck that belief system at this point because it opens the door drives, right? to flat earth bullshit. No, it but opens the first the, drive, the first drive is like happiness and the second is like accuracy, right? And my accuracy drive, which is pretty strong, my wife tells me, she gets annoyed with me about this, is that's insane. That's no evidence. That's fucking bullshit. Another part of me goes like, man, wouldn't it be nice if you believe that? Wouldn't it be easy if oh, that and, was all and solved And just to be clear, you? what I'm what saying to do, is... How to do it, the route to get there. That's great. That's a fucking pretty, pretty sweet sale. And what and yes, I, what, I, what I wish, but... what I wish isn't just that I believed like everyone else. I wish that we existed in a universe where For, God made right. himself evident, where he came down quarterly. And, and like, like, like where he came down quarterly, had a big meeting with the head of the, the Mormon church or the Pope or whoever. And, you know, like cameras were flashing as God walks into the fucking uh, Vatican. And you're like, oh, we can't wait to hear what how this goes down. And you've got like the cameras aren't allowed. So we've got like those court drawings and stuff like that of God and the Pope. And they're like slapping each other on the back and There's stuff. A trillion ghosts confirming what heaven and hell are like that, you know, the quarterly you get. Just, to talk just to. so you know, Christians don't believe that anyone has gone to heaven or hell yet. I'm pretty sure. Uh I don't. They think they're no, all in that purgatory. That sounds really wrong, though. Uh, yeah, I think that. Um, I think a big part. Uh, Taylor can help me with this. I'll wait till he's got his headset on. I can help yeah. you with what? So Taylor, isn't the belief system in Christianity Let's go to our religious that, correspondent? That <laughs> senior correspondent. Yeah, senior, senior, <laughs> senior religious correspondent Taylor Murka. You um, were once approached by a Mormon. Tell us what your thoughts. Isn't it, <laughs> well, he he grew up very religious. Um, isn't it true that like uh, the Christian belief system proposes that? No one has gone to heaven yet that it's during the rapture when, uh, you know, the horns get blown and everything and everyone gets pulled up that that the souls of all of the dead Christians then rise from the grave and go to heaven. Yeah. According to Revelation, it's all going to happen at once. At the so, end. so nobody's and in heaven. That's right why now. the priests keep getting blown. They're like, if the horn gets blown, really? Revelation. I, don't know I mean, I have my own evidence to draw upon, which is a Morgan Freeman movie. And there's plenty okay. of people in heaven already. That's I mean, Jim Carrey movie. Don't you disgrace the other good name. Man. Oh. Yeah, it, it is definitely... It, is it Morgan Freeman in it? Morgan Freeman is God, uh -oh. but um, Bruce Almighty is played by um, yeah. Jim Carrey and, and Morgan Freeman. But I, I'm saying that Jim Carrey's the, sh the star. Fair I, prefer, okay. I prefer... And Will Ferrell is the standout. That made his career. Oh, uh, oh not Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Carell. Okay. In any well, case... because you think all I, white people are the I same kind of... frustration with people buying into silly theories right now and just choosing to believe whatever they want to believe in. And I have a hard time not drawing the line from religion to the other wackadoo things that people buy into with no evidence right now. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't wish that I were blissfully ignorant and believed. I, I wish do. that it was true. I had I evidence. I do see the difference. I yeah. wish it were true. I don't see the difference. I'm not, I'm not clear on that difference because... I guess when I when I think about that, when I look at the distinction, I go, well, I don't wish it were true because I don't like these morality systems, but I do wish I would believe in it and 
actually adhere to it because then I could just like give up any worries about like any existentialism, like crisis of like, you know, what am I doing with my life? What, what's the, my purpose? What am I here for? I could have all that solved. What is the, so my guess is that you agree with the morality systems 80%, right? You know, the thou shall not kill stuff. That seems pretty on on target. Stoning adulterers, but yeah, it depends. I guess I don't know what 80% but in general, sure. Sure. What if God came down quarterly and was like, you know what? I was misunderstood on that. (laughs) Yeah. That would be good. We could update these fucking systems to actually reflect reality. That would make them better systems. You guys seem to think Christianity is mostly about hating gay people. That's really not the core of the message here. Right? If you you know what? I I actually believe. If we can just do that, that would be great. Here's what I actually believe. If, If God and Satan exist, I think that Satan bamboozled man it, if they do exist i think that <laughs> satan, satan wrote the bible i think that satan wrote the bible i think that yeah. satan is is the person the entity that we believe god is and that god is the entity that we believe satan is um i, I think i think that that would make much more sense if you believe any of it uh I, I just just based on how awful god is when you really boil it down and look at it have you ever looked into the satanic uh, church and what their nine tenets are. Like we all know the Ten Commandments, roughly speaking. Yeah. We, I couldn't quote them, but we know. It's like four of them about that. worshiping God. There's like four of them about <laughs> don't you fucking cheat on me, <laughs> don't you? No idols. Do not take the Lord's name in vain. Honor your parents. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't commit adultery. Something about maybe I maybe I hear Peterson on. again with this. There's a lot of value in this. <laughs> I hear with the society. Ten double we gotta fucking update it. <laughs> so here are the uh the eleven satanic rules of the earth. Is this Levian Satanism? Yes. You know that's a meme, right? Like it's more just a joke, so they have debauched. Why actually- are you crushing my joke? <laughs> actually <laughs> I'm sorry tism fit go ahead <laughs> I know <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't know I would have repeated it although we have to be source. slightly careful with that meme because we're supposed because... to present it as a reputable oh, source that's what makes it funny but I would have really hold on but how do I engage with you guys <laughs> I want you to I want them to as well uh, <laughs> that's how you create misinformation <laughs> we love that Creating information about All right, here are the 11 satanic rules of the earth. And just imagine, like I said, that we, we transpose God and Satan. And this is coming from our real God, the creator of the universe. Yeah. And, and, and maybe he's the real good guy. And these are, these are the good tenets. And that other stuff is a bunch of selfish, ser- self-serving, controlling uh, gobbledygook. All right, mm-hmm. the 11 satanic rules of the earth. Do not give opinions uh, or advice unless you're asked. That's pretty good. Do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Same very, thing. Not kind of kind of kind of weird. Uh, kind of redundant. But it fits maybe, maybe the bill for for deities that we're aware of. Could have been eight though. When in another's home, show them respect, or else do not go there. If a guest is in your home uh, and annoys you, treat him cruelty and without mercy. Hmm. <laughs> do not make sexual advances unless you are given. The rate, the mating signal, which is phrased very oddly, but I think it just means don't be a rapey perv. Mm -hmm. Um, Do not take that which does not belong. This is why there's like many different sects of sadism, right? I I suppose so. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and they cry out to be relieved. 
Acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. I love that. I Just like that one too. Keeping people honest. I mean, that's kind Do of not complain about anything basis. to which you need not subject yourself. What does that uh, mean? I think, I think that means um, don't complain about something that you're uh, a situation that you're choosing to be in. You don't uh, like your job. I don't want to hear about it. Fucking get a new job. Okay. You're, you're choosing to be an accountant. You know you want to be a software engineer. You're okay. choosing to be a software engineer. You know you want to be a YouTuber. Was that all nine? No. Oh. I'm not done yet. Do not harm little children. That's number nine. There are two oh. more. Should have led with that. Love that one. Do not kill non-human animals unless you, you are attacked or they are for your food. Love that one, too. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Uh, doesn't that mean you can't... Is a, is a mosquito attacking you when it bites you? Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Are you sure? It's stealing my blood. It's, it's literally you draining can, me of my life force leave, and potentially giving me diseases. You can lose diseases. that blood with no harm to you. No, you can't because it has diseases and germs. They can give me West Nile, that's, and there's no way that you can... The loss the of blood. Right. A non-diseased mosquito, you can't slap it? I don't know no. about that one. No. I'm when not, walking, I'm not for that one. When walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers Tremendous. you, if someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. Shoot him. him. That's what a good. They're they're rounding out the list with the best ones. They should have started hot. <laughs> I I really like this. The nine satanic sins include stupidity, pretentiousness, uh, solo, solo, Solipsism? That's Solip. a new word for me. That's a it's vocabulary I mean, Thursday for Kyle. I think solipsism means if you believe like it's like believing that everything like if you're a solipsist, you believe that everything is in your head and everything is a figment of your imagination. But I imagine what they mean by solipsism is like narcissism, right? Like you're absolutely people. right. That is the most impressive vocabulary word you've ever pulled out of your hat, my friend. It is the <laughs> philosophy idea that only one's mind is sure to exist. Beautiful. Yeah. Self-deceit, herd conformatory, lack of perspective, forgetfulness of past orthodoxies, uh, counterproductive pride, and lack of aesthetics. Lack of aesthetics? That's a good one. Ugly people. That's a sin. (laughs) (laughs) Fat and ugly, Satan has no time for you. You know what? (laughs) Hell's going to be a lot hotter. Literally and figuratively. (laughs) It'll be better looking people in hell. I don't know. some Some of those pastors that... Oh, no. What am I talking about? Those beautiful manicured TV pastors, they're going to be in hell, too. You know, you know what, what are you, almost always hot, though? <clears throat> if you ever go to like Super Wow or like one of those big like convention center church meetups, mm-hmm. the, the two like 20 something year old actors they put on stage to put on the skits. You know, it's, it's a guy and a girl always because they're going to do like five abstinence skits and then like five more anti-drug skits and uh, and then a couple more about keeping the faith. I always wanted to nail that chick. Like, like, oh my god, they always pick like the cutest fucking like and talented because she's she's on. I, I went to Super Wow. I got roped into it. Like, like I didn't go to church. Um, How old past you? the age of shit, maybe ten or eleven. You know, my mom would drag me. Lucky bastard. I know, but when I was about twelve or thirteen, it was when I was homeschooled, and I had like maintained friendships with like my two or three like best friends. But it was still kind of hard to maintain a friendship when you're in different worlds, right? And uh, and so there was another guy who was also homeschooled, who also like 
had a dad in like my dad's sphere of like influence and they were church people. And so I was, I kind of became friends with David and he was a nice enough guy. And uh, David's like, Hey, you know, we're going to super wow down in Florida. It's great. We, uh, we, we for super wow for those who aren't listening is like, it's probably an acronym. It's probably like worship of the world or something, but it's a big meetup of like, Teen members from churches all throughout, probably the U.S., definitely the Southeast. And they all go down to Florida. Uh, There's an enormous convention center. I don't know how many people were in there, thousands. And it's it's like uh, we sing, we listen to um, some preaching, and we watch some like skits that were frankly well done. You know, it's it's stage acting. And uh, but he sold it to me as like, look, we go to church every day for like two hours. But then we're in Florida, like at a at a, at like rent, at these at this nice rental house, uh, guys in one house, girls in the other, and we go to the beach every day and swim. We go to the water park twice while we're there. We always like go to the mall and everybody gets a water gun and we have water gun fights in the yard and we we have like cookouts every night. We watch wrestling when it's on TV because like so and so's uncle's a big wrestling fan. You like Goldberg, right? And I'm like. Sure. This sounds great to me. This sure. sounds like this sounds like a fun vacation with a bunch of people my age. So I got roped into this shit, and it was really awful. Um, they got mad at me because I w- took the water gun fight too seriously and squirted somebody's dad who like didn't want to be squirted. And it's like, it's like, do you know how much this Lacoste shirt costs? And I'm like, I don't know, sixty dollars. Like, like why are you fucking it. wearing something that's so valuable that you can't get it wet, dude? Yeah, what what, you... what shirt is ruined by water? Exactly. A terrible. A terrible. Well, I, I, he's like, it's hot water. It's gonna shrink. And I'm, if you're if you're cutting your size choice so close that a little warm water on a summer day is gonna shrink the shirt on you, maybe lose a few. Dude, most of my shirts cost water. eight dollars and can easily withstand warm water. <laughs> I, like, 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 dude had a meltdown over a fucking Lacoste shirt. And look, I like Lacoste. I like this shirt's Lacoste. I like you're annoyed like, by the fact that it challenges like the, the 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 durability of your shirt. You're like, no, my shirts, even at eight dollars, are much stronger and tougher. Than <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> that was the thing that you're. That's like that that moment from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where it's like it cannot go over my head. My reflexes are too quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would catch it. I would catch it. That's that's my favorite moment from any superhero. Sorry, I don't mean to derail. Ever. Please continue. Just like, yeah, fucking yeah it was a fucking disaster. Uh, I I hated it. Um, I I honestly did. God, I hate to admit it, but I liked the songs. There's something kind of cool about singing the same song with ten thousand people. It's it, it's the same way that when you watch the Lord of the Rings and and all the Urukai are like, who God who? Yeah, that's a that's a powerful thing they're doing right there. When you and 10,000 other people are all singing the same song, I'm sure you get the same thing at a concert, right? Mm-hmm. But even more so when it's acoustic. You know, if you're at fucking, I don't know, like, 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 like you're at a, like a rap concert or something, like it's not like everybody's really singing along. Like, like they are, but you can't hear it. It's so goddamn loud. There's giant speakers. It's a stadium. When you're in like a giant like amphitheater type place, and acoustic guitar is playing with no accompaniment, and everyone is just singing, Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. It's like, oh, it, it sounds so good. And you're like, I'm actually hitting some of these notes. I mean, oh, all right. Let's, and, you're, and it's just, you can 
feel it. It it's a it's a good feeling to like be part of like something that big, even if it's just you and a bunch of other kids singing the same song. I like that. I like the skits, but the rest of it was just a fucking nightmare. I gravely underestimate how much these people liked wrestling. Can I can I just go before <laughs> Vildi? The caveat to the group singing thing is children group singing. I, I, there is nothing more annoying. No, it, it, children's choirs to me are the worst music. I'd rather listen to classical. I'd rather listen to jazz. I'd rather listen to death metal. You have children's children, right? choir is the know. worst form of music on earth. They should only Woody, be were either of your children in the choir. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. just, this is just a matter where I am a you subject beat me matter to it, filthy? I wish it hadn't been your turn to talk because I knew, <laughs> I knew about his uh, about his daughter singing in the choir, and I was gonna, I, I was like, did he forget? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I it, it really. Oh wait, wait, no. Actually, she, she learned to sing. His, his statement upon she learned to events. sing. She was the lead in her uh, senior year play, but um, uh, but as a fourth grader. That shit. <laughs> like none of these people have talent, and they think that it's hidden by having like fifty talentless people sing at the same time. But that's not what I'm hearing. So I, I have, hear it so all. I don't, so I don't have any kids. A, 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 a serious question on a serious note. When when hope succeeds at something like that, is that is that a real moment of pride when you're like, she's the lead, and you're like uh, like watching her kill it. You you know. So I felt like it was a moment. Like I took personal pride. That's when I mean. she was little, little, right? Oh. When like, so Hope advanced really quickly through like those baby skills. She walked really fast at like nine months old. I hope I'm not exaggerating, but if I remember it right, at like nine months old, she could sing the alphabet. It was like fucking off the charts and she was big. You know, how they give you those percentiles. It's weight, height and head circumference. Yeah. We looked at them like grades. If she Eight didn't get yeah, if she didn't get top 90% in all, like one it's time she weighed like or... 85%. No, yeah. they give you separate scores. And I'm like, you're slipping to a B here. Feed this fucking kid. You know, she's a straight A that, kid. <laughs> I believe that early development like that, especially with language skills, um, really shows itself throughout life. I bet Taylor spoke very early too. I did. Like, like, I, I, yeah, same. I did too. Right. Like, I wasn't going to be like, well, actually, at, at seven months, I was singing Frere Jaca. Um, but, but, but it's like, I guarantee. I, I, as soon as you said that, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that matters so much." Like, like, like the, those it, when you've got a kid who's like at those super early. It's like, damn, this kid's nine months ahead. Like, like that matters. I taught like, her like, some not, tricks too that would like, like what's the uh, uh, the square root of negative nine or no the square root of nine, and she'd know it, and. Uh, she didn't know how to do squares. She just knew that. Of course that not. But that's one. a nice little right. thing to throw out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let me tell you the square root of nine and then ask no more questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were like, there like <laughs> half a dozen of them, you know? Like, who was the 16th president? And she just like ran all along. Don't ask her the 15th. We don't know. I don't know that. But <laughs> but she does. Yeah, so, uh, I. I really, I don't think it's Buck. No, no, the 15th. Yeah, I'm not sure. Either. Well, thank you for, I, for joining I, me. I knew in the fifth grade. <laughs> I knew in the fifth grade when I memorized them and then forgot the next day. <laughs> but to if answer your question, when she became like a high school senior and like started in that play, well, that wasn't about me. I was just hoping she was having a good day. I was hoping that like she was forming some sort of, what was that cartoon with the core memories? You know, the, you guys must, no. the viewers know this. No, 
It was a it was like a Pixar film or something, and there was an the angry year? guy. Toy Story. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I'm sorry. Uh, this must be way after any of us were kids. Uh, yes, but uh, Inside Out is the name of the movie. Anyway, I was like, I hope that she's getting her like core memory that this is one that she hangs her hat on. I remember when I was the star and I stood up tall and the light shined on me, and you know I had a moment. Yeah, I, that's how I know. Like, I have no interest in having children. But the one part that I do find the idea of the the one idea about having children that I find appealing would be sharing in their successes and 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 their wins. And but but if you really like psychoanalyze that, that's a selfish thing, and it, it goes to compound why I shouldn't have children. And, and it's my self, it's my inherent selfishness, right? Because like what I want is like a little baseball star. <laughs> but why do I want that, right? It's to say like, ah, oh, look, look, see, that's that's because of me. That's cause I taught him that pitch. I I've been out there hitting grounders to him all week. That's why he's fucking fucking scooping it up and throwing, and he's not flinching like Jerry's kid. Yeah, that's you why know? he's beating it's, the shit out of your kid, loser. Right? <laughs> like it's it, it's inherently selfish if you, if you really psychoanalyze that. And it's, but but I think that's a good thing. And I think that I don't think we should be. We should think of selfishness as a bad thing because that's the end result is still a positive, is, is a net positive. It's a kid who's a winner or it's a kid who's successful or it's a kid who's happy. However you want to delineate that, whatever, whatever you want to look at it, whatever angle you want to take, it's a good thing. And I think that all parents share in that selfishness. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm looking at it too harshly because I think you need to be selfish as a parent. I think you need to be like, yeah. I want, I want, I want this for him or her, and because of how it's going to make me feel, and because their happiness means so much to me. It has to be a little bit of both, right? But I think that the drive is irrelevant. the The end result is what's like paramount. I feel you. Think? I like the ending on that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was never driven to make her the school star. Like I said, it, it, as she was older, it wasn't about me anymore. When she was nine months old, it was. It was, it was, I guess, you know, and, and you're not supposed to compare kids to each other, but I'm like, they're so comparable. How do you, yeah. <laughs> they're, so, they're so comparable. How do you, like, everyone's keeping score here, right? Like we're all, this is normal behavior. Absolutely. They are. You know? And it's one of those things where like every, I, 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 I use this example a lot. Everybody thinks their dad's tough, right? Mm -hmm. Every, every elementary school thinks they're elementary school kid thinks their dad's fucking tough everybody thinks that like um you know their dad's good looking or, or their mom's good looking or what whatever skills you know that they have a little bit of they just tower over yeah. little you so much that yeah of course yeah dad's fucking tough they're the but only some, adult but you... some people actually have tough dads right there's a couple <laughs> tough dads out there who's like yeah my dad's tough really because my dad kicked his ass last week my dad's tough <laughs> like, like there's some of that going on too. You want my, my dad? dad? I don't know. Okay. My dad getting a fight, but I saw throughout my hockey career multiple in the stands fights between parents, like hockey dads getting furious at one another. Like, your is that your son number seventeen just hit my boy? It's like, yeah, he has clean head. Just then you like look over and I'm like in goal eleven. I just <laughs> see like two adults fighting again. And it's like they're taking this and they are exactly what you were saying earlier. Like 
they see their kid is like, he's going to be, I'm going to be the father of an NHL player. <laughs> I couldn't make it because I suck. And my <laughs> too. But if I just am overbearing and awful and I beat up this other guy's kid's dad. Yeah, there's a lot of aggressive football and hockey. And sometimes it's the, the result of that can sometimes be incredible, right? You don't think Archie Manning was drilling Peyton and Eli from an early age. Who knows what happened to that third brother? What's he, a fucking real estate agent or something? I think I, I think it was actually an injury. I, I think he actually got, like, blew out a knee or something, like, like early. Was he the eldest? The first I, I don't recall the specifics. Work. I just right, looked into it, like, do that. 10 years ago because I was like, wait, you got – I think Peyton's got two Super Bowls and Eli's got two Super Bowls. I could be wrong about that. I know Eli's got, like, two MVPs and, like – Definitely two Super Bowls. Anyway, and then there's that, and then their dad, NFL star, or at least NFL QB, and then there's the third brother, Cooper, and, the TV. And show then you host. look at like the uh, the Williams sisters, right? With their dad, you don't think he was overbearing? You don't think he yelled? You don't think Tiger Woods' dad ever yelled at him? Like they all did a lot, probably, and that's why they, they're so good. They all did a lot, and they're fucking champions. So uh, a lot of we talked a lot. Um, in uh, in the Discord about uh, whether Tom Brady was the greatest athlete of all time, and maybe someone used the word athlete, and somebody else is like a not a grammar Nazi, but like if they see a flaw in your argument, they're like, oh, ho, 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 he is not the greatest athlete. Here are a thousand someone, other, and it's like someone was being pedantic. Yeah, someone was being pedantic, and and it's like, all right, look, I get it, not the greatest athlete of all time but perhaps the most successful person in athletics of who our they, generation. And they're I, like, I well, Michael argument. Phelps who, who did this. Who are the better athletes? Explain that for me for two seconds. Oh, well, I, I mean, Michael argument. Phelps is an, an infinitely better physical specimen and better at athletics in general yeah. like, like the, than, the, than Tom based Brady. Based on what? Like the some Olympic, sort of like comparison of like their muscle mass or something? So like the what, based on, based on their in, The Olympic decathlete winner is often considered the best athlete. This guy runs, this guy throws, this guy does heavy shit. And, you know, so. Sure. Yeah, someone who 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 does all the things that we consider to be athletic, not necessarily the best at their position ever, but oh my God, he benches five hundred fifty pounds. He runs the forty, in, you know, faster yeah. than everyone. He's got a vertical leap of three fucking feet. Oh, and by the way, he okay. So like the best physical specimen, kind of. Yeah, he would be yeah. like the best okay. pure athlete. You would have to like, if we're gonna get like drilled down, I guess he'd be the best or one of the best members of a team athlete a team member athlete like like he and gretzky are similar and i mean obviously tom brady's a more impressive physical specimen than gretzky gretzky was an even further example of this like gretzky never had the hardest shot never the fastest but he like brady knew what his opponents were going to do in anticipation of what they thought he was about to do before they knew what they what was happening and so he could know the exact flow of the play the exact way that tom brady in like the point oh 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 one seconds knows I, I i can see the future for a second i know what's going to happen i should throw it there even if that wouldn't be apparent to the average qb like they're both just they have a like they call it hockey iq in hockey so i'm sure it's all <laughs> iq in football like George they have Saint a Pierre of the game is an There's MMA even a test fighter, for it and he was talking about um what steroids can do for you and he's like it's not just uh, you know, how strong you are or even how fast you are. There's like a cognitive improvement that they can do. He's like, and that's what it is. 
that's what being an athlete is. Like if you can process this stuff or the difference between top athletes isn't usually bicep curls or, or you know, mm-hmm. something. There's something yeah. like, like that Gretzky or Brady seems to have in processing what's going down. And that matters a lot in a yeah. sport like fighting. There's, like a, there's an X factor there. Yeah. I think a lot of it's work ethic from what I what I've heard mm-hmm. and what I've read is they, they talk about him being, uh, you know, in the practice room or whatever at like 5 a.m., like running over schemes and and just really studying the game and and like smartening up everyone around him. And, and, and because he's got all those rings already, especially like in this current scenario with Tampa Bay, they if, if he says, look, we got to be here, it's it, you got to be here at 6 a.m we got to hit these X's and O's like, like we we're going to win the game on this fucking marker board mm-hmm. long before we step out there and put pads on. I think when he says it rather than some old white guy who like maybe has never won a championship at mm-hmm. any level, never coached to a championship, even like you as like a, a young 24 year old multimillionaire athlete, you might be like, yeah, okay. I'm going to hit my bonuses this, this year. I'm, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to rush for, I'm going to rush for a thousand yards. Like, like always, that's what I'm concerned that. with. Like how I'm going to get mine. People are with that but, amount of success. Like, but when Tom Brady says to. it, it's like, yeah, all right, I'll be there at seven boss. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you're going to lead me to a ring. Like you did everyone else you've ever played with. Do you know who Pat McAfee is? No, he was a mm-hmm. uh, kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. And he has a podcast now is very successful. Uh, post football anyway he was talking about the leaders on the team and he's like you know Peyton Manning led the team and it was amazing because he was very successful and he had great leadership qualities it's like but sometimes you get one or the other sometimes you get a guy who's very good at his position but can't lead for shit and uh, there were times I think post Manning where the leaders of the team were on the twilight side of their career and their words just didn't have the same gravitas. You know, they're some linebacker who's everything they're saying is right and smart, but you're 13 years into your career, you're washed and no one gives a fuck what you say. So Brady's yeah. got both. Who yeah, do you think like, like on some level he shouldn't, right? Like he's, I mean, he, he keeps performing, which is crazy, but he is on some level like on the twilight of his career age wise, right? He's got to be age-wise. How much longer can he possibly play in the NFL? I don't know. So, so it's weird. He it keeps getting he younger. Stops, so you don't know. So it's weird, right? <laughs> like, like, first of all, he looks tremendous. Um, yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Where guy. I see him, like, slowing down is literally in his foot speed. Like, like he's never been a very mobile quarterback. Much, right? But but he's he's just – it looks like he's going to have to stay in that pocket. And, and, like, every year he's definitely losing a literal step. But, like, like, like we talked about on PKN this week – he broke records in this last Super Bowl. Well, and, some of these and, records and are like... And he was holding some of them. Because he's so fucking old playing this, right? Like, aren't some of these... No, like no, 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 no. I'm records? not talking about all-time records. I'm talking about records like consecutive completed passes. Ah, like, 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 like records yeah. that you got to do tonight. Like, he's like, beating like, himself. He's, and yeah. he's beating himself, you know, like... I do that. So... It's like Wayne Gretzky. Do you guys see that? The the uh, player to get 1,000 points was Wayne Gretzky from 0 to 1,000 points. You know the second fastest player was? Wayne Gretzky Wayne Gretzky from 1,001 to 2,000. Wow. (laughs) By a tremendous amount. It's not looking at it. No one can touch his records. It's absurd. Yeah, like the someone, game will have to change. Oh, what was his record? Very, very briefly. I want to bring this up here because this is a good spot for like. Sorry, go ahead, buddy. 
I was saying they'll have to change the game for Gretzky's record. They, when they put two goals out there and the goalie has to guard them both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even scoring, then, that's it. <laughs> scoring will be revolution. Just shoot the one where there's no goalie, Taylor. They like change the, they'll have to change the puck uh, or something. You should have gone for the three-point goal. <laughs> what was they the, would literally the have to make the goal like Someone was throwing like the trophy across a boat or something. I saw it. They were heaving it back and forth. So like for those I didn't who don't see know, this. Like, so I know nothing about it, but it sounds insane. Like, yeah, so we're talking the fucking like years. the world's best super bat. Uh, some fucking um, oh my god, super back! <laughs> wow, wow, it's a super back gorilla. Anyways, you know what I mean. Like the world's best fucking thrower of a football ever, with one of the catchers who he won this with repeatedly, and they're worried about him tossing a trophy across water. That seems yeah. insane to me. He was Am I super wrong? drunk. Like, right? they're they're not um, no, I thought it was really funny. And like the boat. So those who don't know, the Buccaneers had their like celebration party in Tampa Bay. In the bay. Yeah. In their boats, Tom Brady rolls up in like a three million dollar like James Bond yacht. <laughs> it's like it's like dark gray, and he's got his boys all on it. And there's a few lesser boats all around them. The whole team, <laughs> everybody's on a boat, right? And they're heaving the trophy, Heisman, Super Bowl right? trophy, a, from one boat to the other. And don't think three feet. Like they're throwing this thing like twenty feet or something like that. Like like they're like they're having to heave it. <laughs> like you know, and these are professional athletes. It's the Lombardi the tro trophy, I think. It's the it looks heavy. It, <laughs> it looks like it's not made out of aluminum or something. Like like it looks like it's heavy, and they're heaving it back and forth. And I was just like, that's awesome because yeah, a right, I don't think they're gonna drop it. And b, I bet if they did, one of these super athletes could dive to the bottom of the bay and or bring it back he, up. It's fucking Tom Brady, you know how much disposable money he has. If he really feels like he has to like get that out of there, I think we can manage it. Yeah, is it really I, disrespectful? Oh, we'll get it back. That the man oh, who celebrated for throwing a ball to another person is throwing a trophy to another person. It depends. Yeah. Are we really I don't know the Lombardi Trophy history. If it were the Stanley Cup, but I think Taylor would agree. That's like not okay, right? This thing isn't just <laughs> oh, you. Oh, come on. They drink beer out of that fucking Here's thing. Here's the thing. The Stanley Cup has all the players' names on it, and it goes back like 60 years. So like what? You're not just fucking with your trophy you're fucking so, with a hockey's trophy they, they it does get damaged often it like, does which is so fun the, and awesome the, but it doesn't get lost it, yeah it, it never get there was a time where they lost it like one yeah. team was like right. hey i'm sorry my parents are down in okay i don't know about tampa my parents are in st petersburg which is across the fucking bay from tampa it's about two foot deep I got a the friend entire right bay. My dad's oh, got it? fucking two sailboats that I go out there with. You can't get, you can't find, like, you have to work to find 20 foot of fucking water out there if you really want to work at that. You got to yeah. get into the channel that for that. That's how the St. Peter's So, is. you know what the, the, the downside of dropping the trophy is? You get wet. You got to step into the water and pull it out. Yeah. It no, I mean, I don't know. Like, this is a large yacht. Maybe, that's, maybe yeah. that's separate, you know, but like, fuck. Are we really That's how it was where I had my boat, like, like in, um, Jacksonville, I guess it is. What is that? Is that the St. Peter's River or something like that that goes through there? It's Can't something like that. All I know is like my boat was had this like I don't know what you call it when the boat like goes a long way into the water. I don't know the boat term for it. Like like the bottom of the it's boat is sinking. Like yep. it goes Keel? deep. What do you know. mean the keel? He just described the the position of the hull relative to the water, and you said the keel. I, I don't know. I don't know the the the, the phraseology. But so it, it, it was a racing yacht. Wrong. You don't think it's oh. the, 
Well, he. What do you I don't know that you did get wrong. wrong. I, uh, I have no idea. It's irrelevant. Was, in I case. think he was asking what the very lowest part of a sailboat is, right? I'm talking about the very lowest part, the part that goes the deepest in the water. Oh, yeah. then I'm. I'm. I, in uh, which case, I'm actually entirely wrong. My apologies, Woody. I thought bottom, you really bottom. said something different. You said it's it like yeah, that yeah. was the, the keel. The keel is right. That's, that's <laughs> why I thought he said something entirely different. Anyways, all right. No, I, was, I, just, I was just, just speaking checked. to the point sorry, of like Woody, really sorry. shallow water there because like the bottom of this, this boat is a racing yacht. So it's meant to be like laid over really far to the side and, uh, and to like keep from flipping over and like capsizing. It has like this tail that goes down from the bottom of the hull. It's not like yeah, a, it's, it's not like shaped like this, like a smooth, like, like a, like a rowboat or something. It's like really long that protrudes like a, down. Like a dick that's hanging out of the boat. Like a dick that's hanging yeah. down. And yeah. it was super hard to like park that boat in the, um, in the, uh, the dock because it would start, you could feel it start digging into the mud down there. And it's like, oh, oh God, oh God, we're, we're touching the bottom right now with this boat. Did you like, keep it in the water all the time? Was it a... I kept it in the water all the time, yeah. I kept it so in they, a um, yeah. slip. They make a new Lombardi trophy every year. Yeah, so it's, it's not... awarded every year, so it's really not a big deal. Like, who cares? Let them yeah. do what they want. If he lost it, it'd be easier to just have him make a new one than send somebody to get it. If it was, or any he could just eat. you know be like, hey, it's my responsibility. Or just bring back it. one of his others. I'll go get it. <laughs> Everyone, a million dollars to whoever gets this trophy. Sure. Back. Like, <laughs> everybody just <laughs> mass casualties in the Grok, what are you doing? You can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> How was, did he have a good year, Gronk? Does anyone know? Does anyone follow know, football well no. enough? I know I that like he broke, I know he broke another record with Brady with, with like receptions and Super Bowls. Like they have the record now. Um, okay. Touchdown receptions and Super Bowls. What, what the most endearing thing about their whole celebration was their coach. I want to say their coach is the oldest coach in the NFL. Um, late 60s early 70s or something like that and his speech while holding a bud light was so endearing i i was watching it but i couldn't hear it i was i was seeing the text and uh and it was something like everybody said we couldn't fucking do it but here we are we beat every fucking team they put across from us god damn it you put them <laughs> across the field from us what do we do what do we do and he and like somebody so they're pouring coolers of water on him and he's not even he's all soggy and he you know he's, he's old and he's drinking his Bud Light and it was just this drunken rant about being a fucking champion and a winner it was great it was really yeah. endearing. they didn't Good start my mother super makes a hot. joke uh, two and two maybe uh, they weren't great. I don't they think they started start super great. hot I remember my, listening I listened to a decent amount of sports radio and I remember um, this has probably been the beginning of the year like like the guys that I listen to being really down on them and kind of feeling bad for Brady. My brother. So I grew up in the Northeast. So I grew up in Maine and my uh, brother is a huge football fan, a huge Tom Brady fan, right? Like he's been a Patriots fan forever. And the joke in my family currently, cause my, my parents retired to St. Petersburg, Florida is uh, that my mother convinced Tom Brady to move to Tampa, to lure my brother into moving to that area. That's the current joke in my family. Did it work? So like, did it work? Not yeah. yet, but uh, the, he was he was quite invested in that Super Bowl, and that that turned out extremely well from that financially or emotionally. Well, he is gambling on this shit, so I guess it's both. A little bit of both, quite honestly. But like, uh, I mean, on some level, like he's so fucking 
you know, like if you're an expert on something, you ought to be paid for that shit. And he's a fucking expert on football. That boy, that boy spends a lot of time thinking about that and gambling on that and working with that. And it's, I don't know, like it's, it's kind of incredible. It's a kind of a big Brady moment to go to another team after this, you know, what is it? 20 years in the Patriots to come down there and to take a, take a Super Bowl out of that. It's fucking wild. That man is so fucking good at that game. It's incredible. It I remember like, and I don't even follow football really, but I follow sports as a whole enough to remember all the comments when he left being like, all right, well, I think that what we're going to see here is going to reveal that Brady's been benefiting from the Belichick system for yeah, the past know, decade. Right? And it's going to reveal him that, you know, when he's no longer protected in the pocket, he's going to get blah, 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 blah. And it's like, he, it's almost like he heard that and he was, it was like that moment where Obama's like, and he's too old for the game. Actually, will be a president. And it was like, nope, I'll be a president someday. The same day, like Tom Brady was like, yeah, you know what, ESPN, fuck all of you. I'm gonna win with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm gonna take my put me on fucking Jackson Super Bowl. No, don't put me on Jackson. Tampa didn't Tampa Bay beat Green Bay in Green Bay? That's hard to do, right? It must be. I know Green Bay are known for being like the most fanatic. Like, am I right about that? I am yeah, this right. year's a little different with the fans, though, right? Yeah, I don't, it doesn't sound like cold. any of us are particularly strong football fans. Yeah, the cold's no fun. Yeah, I don't know what the weather like was in, like. But. Uh, this is the first in, time I can ever remember a team having home advantage in a Super Bowl. That's I the first, the first ever time happened. ever, right? Yeah, mm. it's never oh, happened. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, like I remember... What year was it in Atlanta? One year the Super Bowl was going to be in Atlanta, and I remember being like, oh my God, they could do it. We could have home field advantage. I'm like, I'm like, do I need to buy tickets now? Can we buy tickets now in case they get it? Or because because like, if we wait and it's the Falcons, they're going to be impossible to get. Like like, how does this work? How do you? It, it's been years and years ago. I don't even remember the teams involved. It may have been during the Mike Vick years where it was like, we could do it. We could do it. This could be the year. Vick was so fun to watch. I take special pride that my. Tom Brady versus some guy who'll probably be nervous in the big lights football analysis was on the money. <laughs> oh, was it when the Rams won in 2000? Looks like that's the last time. Oh, it was God. I... Uh, Atlanta. If it was, then I remember us losing to the Rams. Uh, <laughs> no, no, and, the, and... The, no. This is the last time it was in Atlanta. Oh, okay. I, I just remember. But but see that makes sense to me because I I believe I remember Vic being in a playoff game and losing to the Rams and it being like a real heartbreaker. Uh, but uh, it's been it's, it probably would have been two thousand two two thousand three. Yeah, this is two thousand. Okay, yeah, forever mm -hmm. ago. Yeah, Wait, Vic right was so fun to watch. Brady's career. Madden two thousand four. It was like oh my god, just play Vic, just run the ball. No, there were rules. You couldn't play with Michael Vick. Yeah, I didn't play by those rules. I had my, uh, like, you plug a phone cord into the back of a PlayStation 2 to play online. And uh, and I was always Michael Vick. And I always ran the ball. And everyone because hated Because stats would let you just outrun people. Like well, you just because his real-world stats would just let him outrun people. <laughs> but in the game, all you had to do is, oh, and what are they doing? He's going to run a sweep again, and he's gone. Like it <laughs> uh, let me see what the fastest 40 time ever and Michael Vick's 40 time ever uh, uh, 40 time was because I want to say he's like a couple tenths of a second off. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not convinced we're going to see football survive as a sport. Like really? It's, it's undeniably the most popular fucking sport in America. But okay. I think on some level you're ethically opposed to it. Can we play this game without brain damage? 
Who cares? I'm, it doesn't yeah, seem on like some it level, is. who cares? But on another level, can we and are we going to allow this? I'm with Phil. Like, like, let's transition to MMA. Okay, yeah. Michael Vick's forty no time. There, right? <laughs> Michael Vick's forty time is four point three three seconds. I could do Absurd. That. The me fastest too, too. ever is four point two four. Who did that? Round nine. Uh, Chris Johnson, running back, two thousand eight. Um, I'm looking for anybody who like. I'm not a football fan, so I don't recognize any of the other names. Uh, a four-two-seven got ran this year by Henry Ruggs the third, who's a wide receiver. That's about the time it takes me to recognize my wife in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Four point two seven seconds. People I, I like now in a lot of sports. I like now in a lot of sports. They're like they're able to tell you how many miles per hour uh, a player's running. That's a really cool stat. Yeah. Like 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 when guys are like. What are we hearing? Really, give me give me a ballpark. What are people running? Like 21, 22 miles per hour. <laughs> how fast can you run, Kyle? Who fucking knows? Like you like know? like. Uh uh-uh. uh. Probably like I could run probably eight. <laughs> uh, I could definitely hit. No, Shit, I don't see why I can't eight. hit 15 in a sprint. 15. I, 10 That's years like, ago, I would have gone 14. I was on a treadmill that went 15, and I could do it briefly. So I yeah, that's fast. I don't know what I could. Could do you do now. that? I'll check. People I'll check. I, I, I own a treadmill. As hard as they I'll could. fucking see how fast it goes. And like, I saw this girl do this the other day on Reddit. Um, she had an adult accompanying her, but he has the he has the treadmill on max speed. I think it was 17 miles per hour. And then she does this thing where she puts her hands on the side and she does like a kick, like 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 winding up the gears. Like she's like kicking the um you know the pad. To like get her leg up, like I don't know, get to like get the timing, and then she's clip, clip, and then she jumps on, and she's clip, 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 and she's taking huge strides, and she's fucking beaming, seventeen miles per hour, and the guy is has his hands on in front of her stomach and behind the, her lower back, so he can catch her, you know, if she loses it, but she's holding it, not for two seconds or three seconds. For like the length of a gift, she's just wop 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 wop. It was so fucking cool. That's fast as shit. It's I don't fast think anyone could deny that Kyle has the most engagement with the internet. Like no, that's, he sounds, I, it sounds incredible, but it doesn't sound like something I would actually have found on my own. So that's I, you know hearing I just that. I surf Reddit like, a lot. Let me see if I can find her. I like what you're saying, like these new stats where they say how fast people are going. I think they're going to add it in baseball. Maybe they have it in baseball. I know the NHL this year, they put chips in the middle of the puck. So now, like, if someone takes a slap shot, they'll say, like, oh, that went 102 miles an hour. Or, like, they'll be like, oh, that person's skating. Uh, they're going 20, 27 miles an hour right now. Or, like, I like little it when they take speed. a regular guy and, like, superimpose yeah. him against the other guys running the 40. <laughs> There's a guy who's about as athletic as with- Kevin from The Office. And he's <laughs> running the forty. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I was going with this. They should, they shouldn't, they should. I mean, they're doing it toward the average guy, or maybe even like the high end of a non-athletic guy. They need to do it on the low end. Yeah, like this is some guy we paid a hundred bucks to run as fast as he could right now. And this is him compared to Brady. He thought you know, like, we were. I would he thought see, he was here that. to prepare taxes, and then we surprised yeah. him with a forty-yard dash. Do you guys remember that? This is like thirty seconds. I know we can't show it, but you can watch it on your own. It's this commercial, this powering commercial. This is talking about the running makes me think of this. This is one of the funniest. This is such a good commercial. Oh yeah, I've seen it. And, it's it's really shows, and it's got like everybody running, and then it shows the cameraman just keeping up <laughs> with a huge, with the camera. like broadcast camera. <laughs> the, the runner is like the fuck. The runner's like, what the fuck? 
it's like it's like this bald Kenyan guy who's looking at this like everyday white man wearing khaki shorts carrying a broadcast camera outrunning him. That would be yeah. fun. I wonder if is that even possible? Right, right now. Obviously, everyday white man can't outrun the Kenyan. But assuming the Kenyan has already run twenty three miles. Oh. Yeah, that's absolutely possible. Oh, for sure. And that's like the Bear Grylls, right? Like now we're talking about like fucking Bear Grylls, like the whole like season, right? Which is the cameraman does everything Bear Grylls does, ah. but he does it after, right? Yeah, he's so, like, like the antithesis of Survivor like, Man. Bear Grylls is all his own. Yeah, well, I mean, I went. Oh, I did. Not, I did some like. Uh, I went to the Grand Canyon a couple years ago with my wife, and we were like floating down a river, and they're talking about it. And the guide was like so down on Bear Grylls. He's like, "Yeah, there used to be a rope there." And Bear Grylls came down here and filmed something. He's like, get that fucking rope out of my out of my picture as we're doing this. And I was like, oh, okay. So uh, the scam continues down here. But cause apparently because that was like showing like an easy like access route to the way that he was like, I don't know, who knows, free soloing down the rock face or something. But anyways. yeah, it's like it's one one guy at a public park where they're like, can you tell us more about the history of Yellowstone and another thing about Bear Grylls? <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like that. He pretended like that. to drink geyser water. It was Dasani. I saw I had to pick up the bottle. Fucking bitch leaves his trash. <laughs> Elephant took a shit? No, I we drank really, that. Could you tell us about Old Faithful, sir? I'll tell you who you can't have any faith in. Bear Grylls. <laughs> Scam you artist. The only thing deeper than the Grand Canyon is the Bear Grylls' duplicity and willingness <laughs> to mislead the public about basic survival skills. <laughs> Can you please just put us back on the donkeys? It's night and we're scared. And <laughs> I'm with the guy. I'm upset with Bear Grylls. Always like it. He's obviously making a TV show, but he'd make the worst decisions, you know, like an appropriate thing to do here would be a little cliff jumping. And, and, you know, it's like fucking... There was one like survival show where it was uh, to it be was, fair, like, better two, than two the survivor man. It was it was like called two guys in the woods or something. And one was like a hippie guy and one was like an ex marine. Hippie guy never wore shoes. Yeah, the hippie guy never wore shoes. His feet were like hobbit feet so hard. Mm -hmm. And there was one thing like that where the marine guy or something got cut. And they're like, now, usually what we would do, like the very soft-spoken but jacked hippies, like, now, usually what we would do would be just take our modern supplies and patch this up. But we're going to show you how you could seal a wound like this using nothing but gunpowder and fire. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> he, like, put something flammable in there and just did, like, a... And the guy's like, oh, 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 And he's like, now, it is sealed. And I would not recommend that to anyone. <laughs> like, next hurts, it, Dave? Like, it hurts so much. <laughs> But I, I don't yeah, know what it's called, but Woody looked like he remembered it. That was a good survival show. Yeah. Weren't oh, they like oh, the yeah, two? The like, I remember watching Bear Grylls, and the other one was like Bear Grylls stuff, and the other one was like Survivor Man. Less and the one guy was like, he's like, look, you have to spend as little energy as you can. And he set up a camp, he set up a tent, he'd get out of his guitar, and he would sit on his fucking ass playing <laughs> his guitar until someone rescued him. He'd be like, this yeah. is the way you rescue him. I'm like, yeah, that's how I'd be rescued. And Bear Grylls would be like, all right, I'm going to climb this unclimbable cliff with no fucking climbing shoes or any sort of way to protect myself. Then I'm going to fight a bear on the other side and then I'm going to drink this fucking elephant dung. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to walk to safety. Survival situation. And I'm like, wow, like, I don't know. Like Both of those are not appealing to me. Yeah, you, you don't want that. And But I do. I know exactly what you're saying with Les Stroud where he would, he would even say like, in a pinch, see this? These mushrooms right here? You can actually eat these. Now, I just got here two days ago, so there is no way in hell I'm eating these right now because it'll make me sick. But I can think about these later. And it's like, oh, this guy's doing it for real. I, I like the ones where he would set up his camera and he'd be like, 
finally leaving the tundra of Alaska. See you next time, viewers. And he like walks away. And then like the next clip is him walking back to the camera like, I have to pick up my own fucking camera. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dude, that added so much credibility to the show. <laughs> I hate having to yeah, get I don't know. Does it add credibility? Like, yes, his whole does. thing is like, God damn, let's hope society will protect me from myself here. I've been camping and I'm really stupid and I've got lost and I just have to wait till someone does it for me. No, like a part of me is like, fuck that. Is true credibility insofar as meaning like he's out there alone is is bolstered because the fact that you see him walk 300 yards away and then come back and get his camera is like, yeah, it, I watched Casey Grills, nice that, that. Grills would have walked all the way over there and they would have been like, Steve, bring it all with you and get, get my uh, Perrier. I'd love a Perrier. Yeah. Right now. Not that kind yeah. of lime. Bear Grills you know, stayed in hotels at night. Yeah, but Bear Grills broke his back as part of like a special ops fucking team yeah. jumping he out of the helicopter. Lying. So part of me goes, there's probably some validity in what he has to say. He you climbed know? Mount Everest and he was in the SAS. Like, I haven't seen any photos of him on top of Everest. You know what Bill so, Grills did? I know that you might not. I think he flew a paramotor over Mount Everest. See, I don't believe the that. The man has no credibility. I think he did. <laughs> I, I don't believe that a paramotor is capable of flying. Okay, you'd know better than me. Can a paramotor fly four miles high? No, not Look, safe. A balloon is a very In versatile fucking weather. inflation device. Is there enough lift to fly over four miles altitude? I uh, yeah, he did. The is it four miles? He, it's twenty thousand feet. Twenty nine thousand wow. feet, according 29, to this. Twenty nine thousand two hundred eighty. Thirty. Yeah, here I'll, I'll read the first line here. British explorer and mountaineer Edward Bear Grylls has set a new altitude record by piloting a powered paraglider above Mount Everest, reaching twenty nine thousand four hundred ninety four feet. What the yep. fuck? And this yeah. is the thing oxygen? that I have. The, he the had oxygen, I... and his engine had oxygen. Yeah. Oh. And this is the problem I have with, See, with that Bear was part of what I was like... Is that he might be faking some of this shit, but the man is still a badass. It's undeniable. Yes. Yeah, he's an undeniable badass. badass. But but what but what his show is just kind of nonsensical. It's it's like fluff. Yeah, it's uh, sure. it's 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 spice for the. It's still probably higher in my rating than Deep Space Nine. But it's still, I agree. It's not. It's not he's a true you, depictment of the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he may not be a space Jew, but he's still questionable. <laughs> That's all I'm all right, we're, I'm on board with that. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm so hungry, but I know I shouldn't eat anything after this. Are you out of <laughs> calories or just uh, trying to get the biggest deficit you can get? Uh, I've got a few calories to play with. How many? But I've got like 300 to mess around with. Are you um, counting? Doing this? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to just just not be fat anymore. Just I'm tired of it. <sighs> I've got and watching Woody getting fit. And it's pissed you off a little bit. You know what? Yeah, it makes me fucking furious. To be clear, would you continue your diet if you could sabotage Woody's? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm getting married this year at some point. And so I'm trying to get. And what, you're trying to get into her wedding dress or what? Just trying to get. Yeah, I'm trying to get into her <laughs> First, I got to get about a foot shorter. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm just, I want to I look real get good. Taller wanna, and thinner. I want to be able to, I want to look great for my wedding. And then I'm going to go. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna look unrecognizable like three months after that. <laughs> <laughs> so you are going like, to I enjoy your wedding, this man. You're gonna be like, I can confirm that. Well, I've made sure that like I'm not a big sweets person. So like when she's like, "What about the cake? What about this? What about that? You would rather have cookies?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. Anything's fine." But I want an enormous amount of charcuterie boards. Like you go to do that thing where like you both like mash cake into each other's mouths, 
but you're just like mashing it into your own mouth. Just, <laughs> and everyone just, just, just like, what's go he's still going. He's she's, <laughs> that should have stopped 20 minutes ago. I thought it was cute at first, but she's fed him half a log of tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm fucking dying fitness wise for COVID. Like I'm just like all the things I do to survive COVID are not available to me right now. And it's like this winter That's drags right. on. I'm cycling just like, and indoor rock climbing are your thing. What's things. that? What's that yeah. cycling thing that you've been watching Greg Doucette do? What's that called? A v -v 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 -v? Swift. It's it's Swift. Uh, it's like Swift, but starts with a Z. You're probably familiar with it. I so I have an indoor trainer for the winters where I bring my bike in, pull the back tire off, plug it into this, and I can basically turn. My bike got stolen biking to that office that we were talking about oh. last time. Last yeah, at the end of last year, and COVID has fucked up the supply train right now. So you have much any idea that who I can't stole it? buy the bike that I want to buy right now? The frame. I can't get it. Do you remember? Do you remember that episode of The Sopranos yeah. when uh, when Meadows like, yeah, some, but I, I need a blah 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 for the bus, and, and he's like, what happened to your bike? And and, and uh, um, <laughs> Carmela's like, some black guy in the neighborhood stole it, and Tony's like, oh really? Oh, <laughs> that's weird, and you wouldn't you wouldn't think something like that would happen. <laughs> and Meadows just yeah. like, what? What? He's like, well, you got to admit, it's kind of ironic, huh? <laughs> because she's got that black boyfriend, and he's been trying to tell her, stay with your own people. <sighs> well, you got to be over here with fucking Jamal Ginsburg all the time. I thought of the racial <laughs> Filthy. <laughs> Are you familiar with Zwift? I'm not. I've never heard of it. Oh, is this, the, is this like where a, the fucking... What is Zwift? Right? Where you're racing so, against people. It's, uh, it turns an indoor trainer into a video game. So yeah, makes sense. you enter in your stats, how much you weigh all up. I think your bike is included. And, uh, and then it calculates your power output and drafting just like in real cycling is a major component of it. And then there are some video game elements too. You can earn power ups. I'm not sure exactly how. I think and if I you're smart about this, Were you might choose like fucking if, Olympians doing this. If you're smart, you might, if you're smart, you might choose lightweight on an uphill section. Right. But, you know, you might also save it and not get the next one. And it, so there's a there's a big um, strategy component to it, much like cycling. I think you would love it. And uh, there's different. Yeah, I just levels. need my bike back, Woody. That is a drawback. You can also that it, is currently the challenge to the trainer. That you, it was an expensive yeah. bike. Wasn't I, it? My Are bike was about a fucking twelve hundred dollar bike. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve hundred. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. In the realm of bikes, that's not super high. I know. I mean, it's it's like, not so that fucking stars. expensive. Yeah. It was in broad daylight in in a location that has camera. It was a, literally a closed fucking corridor with cameras on either end. And it was stolen from it. 1200 I would argue, is towards the low end of real bike. You know, but less right. than 1200 and you're in the exactly. like. I bought it while I was in It's a hobby. I wanted a real fucking yeah. bike. It was a lot of money for me at the time. And it the was. The high end is like 15000 like it, you know, Greg Doucette wants a fifteen thousand dollar bike. It's two pounds lighter than his current one, and uh, he's like, "That's why I'm working. That's why I, I know it's two pounds. I could lose two pounds, but I want a fifteen thousand dollar bike. I could lose two pounds and get the fifteen thousand dollar bicycle. That's yep. four pounds. It's easy yep. math, people. You play, all you guys are bad at math, but me. <laughs> he's a, Greg Doucette's hilarious. Um. In I hate case. the voice. I wish he'd quit doing. I wish he'd just because you go back to those videos from four years ago, and he's just like, "All right, everyone, I'm here to talk to you about um, TRT," and uh, and it's just like, "Yeah, okay." 
I believe you now. But when he screams at you about his cookbook, you're just like, Jesus Christ. So here's... I like the voice. When I watch the videos from four years ago, I'm like, oh, I can see why Chill Greg is not as viral as not Chill Greg. I get it. Um, what I... I feel like sometimes his videos are expressly for the purpose of helping Greg and not the viewer. And, you know, I'll click on like, here's a reaction to someone reacting to my cookbook. And it's like, this one's a little transparent, Greg. Oh, yeah. There's a big incestuous thing in the uh, in that community with people like Will Tennyson and stuff. We're like, like, hey, hey, maybe we'll do a collab. You know, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll promote it that I'm coming on your channel to do like an eating challenge. And then you'll make a video and you'll because we're eating, of course, from my cookbook. And, and, and we'll just cross promote this thing and I'll sell more cookbooks and you'll get a few subs. And like they, they try to keep that going as much as possible. Right, but as a viewer, I'm like, you didn't have me in mind at all. This is like I am the patsy in this scenario. I, I'm the like you're playing me as a fool with a bunch of videos that I like. It, it, what you're doing is very transparent. This isn't about teaching me anything. This isn't about connecting with me. Right. So every every as a social media guy, all of your interactions should do one of three things. It should connect. It should entertain or it should educate. If you're not doing one of those three things, then you're probably putting out some bad, uh, you know, piece of content. Do you ever watch Will Tennyson? I'm not sure. Connect, entertain, or educate. Mm -hmm. When he does these, like, react to someone cooking from my cookbook, he does none of those things. He's just, it's for him. It's not for us. Will Tennyson does, he's a a young, good-looking guy and uh, super in shape, and he does tons of videos about, um, like... It'll be like I, I, I ate no sugar for a week, and this is what happened. Or I went on um, Atkins diet for a week, and this is what happens. I went on the carnivore diet for a month. This is what happens. And he'll also do like twenty thousand calorie cheat meal day, and he'll go like he'll go and get like a, a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts, and he's just he's got like the variety, like all the best ones. <laughs> like there's like an apple fritter, and my mouth's watering. There's a couple. There's a couple of those like Homer Simpson like pink frosted donuts and like all of your favorites like crawlers and fucking ding dongs and shit. And he'll just eat them all. He'll do twenty thousand calories that day, like eating entire pizzas and stuff. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. I don't know. I enjoy it. We're having some. We're having some work done, and uh, the the carpenter, nice guy, brought a dozen donuts. And it's like, oh, you fuck. You fuck. How dare you? What am I just... I didn't have any. Jackie did. Everyone did but me. And then we gave them away. But it was like, you bring that evil into my house. This isn't easy. I've been in a caloric well, the, deficit the problem is since not bringing October. The evil. It's, it's, it's twice as much work for you. You're already saying no to this. And you said no by not fucking ordering a dozen donuts. And now you got to look at the dozen donuts and go, no. It's killer. That's like, so much fucking harder. The same thing happened to me, Woody. Like very recently, this was this week, that uh, a family friend of ours gave us a bunch of cookies that they homemade, very delicious cookies. And like, I just put them on my counter in my kitchen, and I was like, maybe you'll have one later, a little treat. By the end of that night, I had devoured probably five or six. Oh my! I immediately had to be like, like that night, I was like. Yeah, throw the rest and out. I was, I was about to like grab the bag and one like, more and toss it, but before it goes, just just one more. And I was like, no! And I grabbed it and I went out and I threw it directly in like my big trash can. 
So like, I put it in my kitchen trash can. Maybe I lay it in a way. That go back and get <laughs> Let me ask you this though. Put spaghetti Let me sauce ask on you top. This, though. Oh, this is yeah. Fun. So you don't go George Costanza. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Were, were they in a container? They were in a Ziploc bag. Okay. Did you drop the Ziploc bag in, or did you go full committal mode and dump them naked into the garbage? <laughs> I did. I opened the Ziploc bag and then threw the Ziploc bag in open. Yeah. I did, they weren't all dumped out in there, but like I, at that point, it's because I'm going to tell you. I could totally see like doing that, like throwing a Ziploc bag full of cookies out into the dumpster outside, and then like three or four a.m., you wake up to take a piss, and you're hungry. Right? You've got you're like you're like actually like stomach rumbling, hungry. Yeah. And like that's like the weakest point ever. Oh, it's like sure. it's like oh man, night, you're sleepy. Your 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 guard is down. Like I guarantee, high you, levels of inebriation. If I would have just left that open, sitting there on top of my trash can in my kitchen, not touching any garbage, <laughs> and I woke up hungry at like three in the morning. There is a non-zero. We'll be honest. There's a hundred percent chance <laughs> I would have eaten a cookie or two out of the garbage. Out of the garbage. <laughs> you ate out of a sealed bag. That's what separates man <laughs> cooling from bum. itself in the garbage. <laughs> you are a bum. Yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> raccoon. I held strong. Pisses me off because this is so self evident to everyone having this conversation right now except my wife. My wife, who apparently regulates just by sheer willpower on ah, these food. things, loves to buy things and just, she. I think her goal is to figure out how much food she can fit into the fucking pantry. <laughs> like I look at that, I'm like, what are we like surviving on like ten weeks with no like ability to like access Dude, a grocery store? Do I we really it. need the ability to to gen to build ourselves like four or five chocolate cakes from Woody, just this fucking Woody showed position? me his Temptation Island in his cupboard the other day. Um, there's a a really like fancy jar, like a, a big jar, like like it's probably a do gallon. You wanted me to get it. I kind of want to show everyone. Sure, please do. I won't spoil please what do. it says. Yeah. yeah, this is and this is toxic to me. I'm like, I regulate by not buying this shit. That's like, how I if, do it. Like, I don't want to eat a bag of cookies, so I don't buy a bag of cookies. If I had the bag of cookies, I'll eat the fucking bag of cookies. I'm like, you know, what's like, your favorite like, cookie? All right, you're buying store bought cookies. Oof. For me, let me go first because if I, there's there's two options, classic so, Oreo, maybe double stuff. Either one is fine for me. I like like yeah. classic Oreos are just as good as double stuff to me. I dip them in milk. Wrong, okay. I get I, I put them in milk. Sometimes I'll take a fork and do this thing where you stab the fork into the cream, and now you've got it, and you can, oh, makes sense. You can mm -hmm. completely never dunk it. Never tried that, but I'm now interested. It's perfect. Um, or like the Chips Ahoy Chunky. Chewy. No, no, never chewy. That's white oh. trash. I'm sorry. That's some like second grade. Have your little cup of like juice and your chewy I feel bad fucking for you, cookie. Killer. No, I'm a grown man. All right, I want. <laughs> Look at this. This is Woody's like Temptation Island right here. The That's fact that he up, has Woody. so much of it is so discouraging. What is that big one? It's like it's almost that, as big as you. That's important. Had, part. That's what he showed me. I haven't had a single peanut or cashew since October. These are the refill supplies. I love these. I love these. <laughs> this one's the the monster. And I'm trying to show the right cameras here. And this one is the, the caramel cashew, which is even better. So what they are the get... ingredients, if you don't mind? Would you read it's off like, like the entire ingredients? Because I know there's M&M's, cashews, M &M. almonds, but I think I might see raisins, like maybe raisins. raisins. I'm doing my best here. If you look at the ingredients, it's not something that would help you like phosphate carrageenan or whatever. Oh, but, um, I thought it might have like the content. I'm looking okay. at cashews, M&M's, some sort of milk dud type thing, peanuts. Ooh, um, milk duds? And caramel. 
and then it's a high candy ratio. Oh, dude, it this is how <laughs> I get fat. looks good. And then yeah, we take it and we put it in this baby. <laughs> Woody's Tasty Nuts. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> is that her handwriting? Because yeah. as a handwriting snob. Dude, perfect. my wife does this with all kinds. So I have a thing about handwriting. Like it is like um, a token that someone I love has been here. You know, I, when I have like a keychain that it says boat keys on it or something, I'll be like, Hope, would you write boat keys on this? And every time I see it, it's like Hope was here. Like, you know, yeah. she did this for me. It's in the center console of my car. Do you do the same thing with her boyfriends? No, don't talk <laughs> about Hope's boyfriends. <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, Jackie puts in the pantry, she'll you know, label things like this or the sugar or whatever. And our pantry is filled with jars of that style. And I like it. It's like Jackie, this is Jackie's impact on this. If she and the kids died in a horrific car accident, I would go through great lengths to preserve all these jars. Yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, like, and the, the size of that jar is just what are you, enormous. What are you preposterous. I like it though. It, it looks really nice in his, four, in his pantry. It sounds like it does, five like, if you count Hope's boyfriend. Like if you if you barely keep the fucking you that could fool you because you could eat three handfuls and be like the level's the same. Yes. I didn't eat any yeah. amount of oh, nuts. You could scoop yep. a bowl and take oh, it to bed hypothetically and it'd be about the same tomorrow. I haven't yeah. I haven't had a peanut since October. Like I, I'm Filthy was saying he you regulate by not buying it. Like yeah. when I when I have cheese it's like if I like close it back up at the end of the night and I put it in my cupboard, I'm like, look at Look at Mr. Self-Control. Oh, <laughs> there's going to be some in there tomorrow. Because usually, like, if I get one of those containers of goldfish, it's just, it's over. It's like, that's a single serving. Especially I like that with beef jerky. It doesn't matter what the size of the bag is. It's like, my wife will bring me back a little bag. I'm like, I'll eat that. She brings back a larger bag. I'll eat that whole fucking bag. Oh, you're, and you're you're muted. Like, uh, yeah, it's hard Kyle. to eat too much beef jerky, though. Like, like, like yeah, to, to me, beef jerky is like... You're, first of all, you're going to burn some calories just chewing it up as long as you've got like the, the real stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's all protein. The really, you know, the downside is all the sodium that you're, that you're intaking. And if you don't have any sort of high blood pressure issues, then who fucking cares? Eat 10,000 milligrams of sodium a day. Whatever yeah, but I can it. eat. I, it doesn't matter. If you eat enough healthy food, you're still in the same problem if you're not doing enough. It's the harder to right eat now, that much healthy get food. I can like, like shit right yeah. now. Like, all right, so we, we mentioned the Krispy Kreme donuts before. Um, how many calories? Just guess. Uh, how many calories do you think are in a Krispy Kreme glazed donut? The one two hundred and eighty. Just a single. Four hundred. So two eighty from Woody. Single uh, one. I'm gonna say one hundred and seventy-five. Filthy. I did four hundred. I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear. Um, Is my, my fucking? No, no, you're fine. It was just two people okay. were speaking at once. It okay, didn't I'm, even I'm come. You I just yeah, yeah. I just wanted to confirm. One hundred ninety. One hundred ninety. Not nearly as many as we all think. We all, I don't know about you, but I think of a Krispy Kreme donut as like the ultimate, like, oh, yeah. you ate one of those? Yeah. Well, just give up. It's all over, bro. But like, it's the same amount of calories as like a, a tiny container of Greek yogurt. I mean, obviously, you're not getting protein and healthy fats. You're getting you get to carbs eat a and Krispy Kreme donut, sugars. though. You're pretty happy. But like, if you were going to like go for like a run and you wanted like, some sort of like simple carbs before you went and did a run, you could have yourself a glazed donut. No problem. It's 190 calories. That's 25 minutes of running. A snack I eat a ton of, especially, well, just for a long time, are like cheese sticks, like pepper the, the, jack the, or gouda or, or the mozzarella, like string cheese, any of those. 
Like, they're like 80, 90 calories a pop, and it is easy to overeat those because it's so good. I, I could eat nothing but cheese. A cup well, of this. Meat. Which is a good amount of food, but not uh, a, a snack up, amount that I've never had before. A cup is 800 calories. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but yeah, a cup of that. Yeah, that's. But you can't have that in the fucking house because you, you look at that. And you go, it's not. You want to hear a, You want to hear something think that's funny about four that? Four Krispy Kremes worth of donuts. Yeah. Four a cup of sugar is less calories than a cup of that. I didn't think that. That's that's the case. A cup of sugar is about seven hundred and sixty calories. You should just snack on a nice cup of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, for comparison's sake, just like like next time you look at that, think this is literally more. Uh, caloric than pure sugar. <laughs> it's, it's why it's better. <sighs> yeah, it is way better than pure sugar because you get the mix of the savory and the sweet. That's why. Yeah, me. I uh, I haven't. I'm, hunger is not like what I've done with with my diet. A lot of it is just food substitutes. You know, some stuff I gave up. Like I don't put butter on my food anymore. Um, turns out butter is a lot of calories, and for me, a little benefit. So it just the cost benefit wasn't there. But other stuff is just like, you know, I don't know, swap out sugar with stevia in your coffee and, uh, you know, make sure yep. the things you eat sure. are worth it. And I, I try to get my protein. I'm lifting weights a lot and I don't want that to be wasted. So I have protein macros I try to hit. But yeah, anyway. How much protein do you try to eat per, uh, do you try to hit 200? 200 is exactly my target. I would say yep. I don't often. Um, I probably average like 185, 195. I think I think that's sufficient. I, I I I've read a bunch of studies about that and like you know the conflicting reports and I, I think 0.8 is fine. 0.8 grams per uh, per pound is fine. Since I'm cutting, I'm also aiming. You know, I'm usually hanging out around 180 at the end of the day. Yeah, I try to keep it under five glasses of bourbon a night. Pretty <laughs> much the same idea. Alcohol is a tough one too. Like like yeah, of, of, out of indulgences, like bourbon's a good one because that's a lower calorie one. Vodka, tequila. Uh, I do a low carb thing these days. That's why I drink fucking straight bourbon most of the time or wine. I cut it's still a lot. Out. It's still like, I mean, how much an oh, no. ounce? Probably ninety five calories an ounce. It's yeah, a it's fair like hundred calories for a shot worth of hard liquor because it's like yeah. It's dense. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it's fuel. but what is unconsciousness worth really? <laughs> there you go. There I you mean, go. I'm just saying, like, I you pay the price like, if I have to. Let me ask you this: Would you have a difficult time? Sl- how often? Do you sleep at night? Do you like turn in for the night without having a couple drinks? Uh, more often than I'd like. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, right? Did you it's say so... that backwards or? No, so I, you're think sober I think more often than it. you'd like. No, no, I was, I was, or maybe responding I heard it. Maybe to I Kyle's it. prompt for a joke, right? Like, how often oh. do I sleep? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't have a problem with alcohol. I'm fine with alcohol. This I is just the intervention like part of the always show. We like always alcohol. do it. Do this at the end. Yeah, <laughs> let's try that. I'm ready to be intervened on. Tell me about how I, who enjoy alcohol and enjoy the effects of alcohol, I enjoy being inebriated. I like the. I use it literally as a social tool. So sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm on PK today. I'd like to be a little bit more vocal than I might be otherwise. All right, I'll have some. I'll have some alcohol for this. Or yeah, that's literally one of the AA definitions for alcoholism. And yeah. and I am defending you because I think that those Silly. Christian crutch crawling people are just doing exactly that. Look, I have to go to sleep sober every night, and I fucking despise it. It means. <laughs> It means that I have to wait until far long. Like I want, I, I'll want to go to sleep at an hour, and it's like I can't. Like, like 
like like I would have to like like I take sleeping pills and it's like this is gonna like take ten percent of the edge off. This is not good. <laughs> but if I if I were allowed to have four shots of hard liquor, that would take seventy five percent off, and I would drift away. If I were allowed to like get high, if I was allowed to smoke weed, it would take ninety five percent of like any sort of like stressors or any it would just inhibitions like like right to sleep comforting like dream free like alcohol is not great for sleep though it's the problem so like it's better the than research sober. doesn't suggest that it gets you to sleep fine but you don't get good sleep out of it yeah, so i like, try not to actually do that yeah you're like Can quality I, is way worse if you're so, drunk yeah. while you're sleep. I'm, I'm a fool in this area sure. what if you just like have two drinks alcohol sure. is gone at the very at the beginning of the night no or is it still uh, bad? It's gone at the beginning of the, the night? What do you mean? I mean that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. So if you just drink, like, if you get pass out drunk, let's not pretend that's going to be a oh, great yeah, night's yeah. sleep. We're not right? talking that. Right. But if I have two glasses of wine at 8 p.m. and then turn in at 10. Yeah, yeah, you're good. It, then it shouldn't gone. ruin a night's sleep. Yeah, that yeah, it just, won't ruin exactly. a night's sleep. Because, like, your body metabolizes as a man. Like, oh, an hour. I, I, yeah, I would think uh, this I is one of the defining characteristics of being an adult is your understanding of how uh, substances interact with your body. So you go, okay, when I was 18, I drank till I passed out or something, right? When I'm 36, the responsible uh, adult that I am, I drink till I feel the inebriation. Yeah, it. exactly. And exactly. then we, had, like, we, res we, we go from there. It's great. We're good. I haven't drank to sickness in so f The only times I've drank to sickness within like the last decade are for this show. And it, it, it's like... <laughs> Like I'll know if I should That's stop, your craft. But it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, this is a craft. <laughs> it's it, it's like all right, I'm this is the part where I literally poison myself for entertainment value. Let's go. I'm probably like like um that episode with um Dick La Vagabond on. Dick oh, Dick wasn't as bad. I, rec I I drank a I drank a fifth for Dick. But um <laughs> think, do you want to qualify that at all or you're just good? No, I'm going to leave him just like that. Alone. Just okay. Lay it out there flat. Sure. Um, um, I drank a fifth on that one at least. They were the guests, though, right? Might it be. was the previous one when Sailing Levac. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You talked about them, but they weren't. I on talked the show. about them. See, that's how yeah. drunk I was. I yeah. don't remember who the guest was. Was it Dick? <laughs> it was Dick. Yeah, was because it? you and Dick in the last part of that show were like having a drink. He was eating chicken, and we were all wasted. But I remember you guys like talking about how much you drank and who won the episode, and like you held up one bottle and like he held up an empty one. I think. And then, like you showed, you'd like you had started on a second one. I had started on a second bottle of hard liquor. Some damage on it, and like, and like the text the next morning, the next day, like with all of us, we're like, "How is everybody feeling?" And it's like, just, just, I just want to die. Like, <laughs> I just didn't feel what he was like. I fell asleep. And I felt the coldness of the tile on my bathroom floor. <laughs> glorious. <laughs> I, I say a lot of things on the show, and I, and, and I promise you, like. I say them because I want people to laugh, and a lot of times it's 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 a lot more mean spirited than I would ever be in my day to day life. Some we were in the we were in the Discord the other night, and someone was like, "You know, you're really nice compared to like on the show." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, that's not me. I'm just I'm just being mean like that because Woody's such a nice guy, and and Taylor's just making jokes." And I was like, "Somebody needs to be the asshole. That's that's just the role that I'm filling. So that there's three amigos rather than three clones, right? So like." But when I got drunk, I said things that I regretted. <laughs> like I said things that I forgot. And then I had to be told that I had said, and I truly felt bad. And that Let was a very, advice. just don't engage with that. You can't, you, you can't I attacked, deny it. You I attacked it. a man 
who had sustained a spinal injury. <laughs> it was I, funny. <laughs> and, and wasn't sure if he was going to gain full mobility again. And I think the line I took was that maybe his hot wife would like to be with a man who can walk. <laughs> yeah, maybe that seems what? reasonable. Now, in my drunk state, that was slap your knee fucking hilarious. But even as I'm saying it now, it's embarrassingly mean and mean spirited. (laughs) And I feel terrible about it. I really do. I get that it's still kind of funny, but it's only funny because I stepped in so much shit in my drunken state. Like, I think I like went on a whole rant about her nipples, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. But you're right. Like those drinking episodes, like you get to a point of drunk where it's just like, you know, you've lost the plot. Like, you don't know what's funny anymore. You're like, if I'm just loud and mean, we can get through the end of this. I can't. All my so impulse, drunk. I'm too drunk. So yeah. drunk. Uh, as soon as I'm allowed, I think a smoking episode is in order. Unless Woody says no, and then I'll do a drinking episode instead, and I'll get so shit housed that I say mean things again. I'll do but, it. How does this smoking episode work, Kyle? What? All the, all the hosts and guests are in locations where smoking's legal and you just do a smoking yeah. we could abs- yeah we could absolutely do that yeah because like as soon as i'm free i'm gonna uh, go to colorado on like a very long trip and eventually I'm, I'm gonna move there but um but yeah i was thinking like maybe get an airbnb for a week that or maybe you know three or four days like like the day of the show and then like the three of us could maybe go there and hang out for a few days, make a maybe vacation of it. It could even get like a nice place and maybe like bring our families even if magic cards, you know, no pressure or anything. I'm just saying like, I know people don't like being away from their families and that me not included, but, um, <laughs> but you know, we could make a whole like vacation out of it with, uh, with three of us and maybe find a guest like, like Mr. Filthy here, perhaps who would like to, to get blitzed on on a on a show, and it could be it could be could be fun. You know that I would need um, just a little a heads up so I could go to a location where it was legal. It'll but, be October. Uh, I'd be up for that. You found a podcasting location, uh, and you gave us a link. I wonder if something yeah. like that exists in a legal state too. Absolutely, sure. it does. Yeah, I, I found a way to rent uh, like studio space, and it's just like the Joe Rogan setup where you've got like a long board table with the mics and camera set up and uh you know editing's all paid for and everything so we'll do we'll be able to do irl stuff yeah. um, i have this fear so it probably what would happen if we didn't have that is the producing would come down to me and it's like woody get it right new location first try and i'm like i don't know i'm not a betting man <laughs> we might lose we'll all just share the same mic sit really close <laughs> oh that'd be so funny just just like passing it back and forth <laughs> I got a, oh, I have joke too. Oh, you say? <laughs> no, that, that place is really sick. It, it look, it's a professional fucking, it looks so much like Rogan's, um, like, like the studio that he used to use with like the long wooden board table and like multiple like mic setups, just like this, uh, you know, all the way around and, uh, cameras already preset up. And I think that they do all your editing for you and everything. So it's going to make IRL PKA super duper easy. Yeah. Maybe we'll just knock out a few. And it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's cheap. You know, it's it's not like crazy, crazy expensive. Well, I mean, it's not cheap. It's a couple hundred an hour. There for but, five days, do four episodes, take a month off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I apologize for my for my felonious um, <laughs> nature, but, uh, I you know, it's got to be in Atlanta, so...
It's okay. Yeah. Enjoy until, your freaking flyer miles. Until October. I post you, right? Kyle, to be in Until October, and then I'm... October. Three, October at the longest. Three, three. There's a chance he could... Uh, there's, what's the term for getting let off early? I don't know if there is a term, but like the, the situation is... I, I've explained it a few times, but basically, once you've done half of your federal probation, whatever that is, in my case, it's one year of two, you can uh, appeal sort of to like, hey, I've been a good boy. Can we just call it quits? And uh, the court system's so jammed up from COVID that I can't even get a hearing or like uh, the court clerk to like process my stuff. So I'm stuck in this limbo because of COVID, um, which is the worst part of COVID for me personally. Uh, but as of right now, um, October 3rd is the day I was released from prison. I was actually going through an old phone um, to, today, early this morning. And I found that old picture of me like coming out all like grizzly with my nasty beard and just being like, hey. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, October 3rd. Okay. <laughs> I think that would be the day. Um, if not, then it's like five days later when like I signed all my like paperwork for probation. But uh, something like that. Early, early October. All right. Yeah, yeah. it's eight months not from long, now. Man. It, not long. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Sooner than later. You guys want to call it a show? Yeah. yeah. All right. Filthy Robot on Twitch. Dylan, thanks for having me on right? again. Good seeing you all. Always. Glad you're doing well. Yep. Check out Filthy Robot on Twitch. Also, check out Taylor Merck on Twitch. Follow me. Check him out. Check me out in case I ever stream again. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> PKA 530. Have a good night, guys.